Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions' Den, with your hosts, Steve Mathis and David Pingree. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. It's the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. It's Monday night, October 26th, 2015. And we are coming at you. Thanks for people. Thanks for people for listening. We appreciate it. It's great. It's great to have you on board. We are live from Las Vegas, and we have lots to talk about tonight. We've got a great show. Uh, John Anderson will be on from W Wheels. Uh, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine. Paul Marciano Jr. from the Slayton Racing Team to talk about what's going on with them in studio. we got your BTOsports.com, Gavit Gibbs. We have the ex-brand Teros. We have the Race Tech emails. And we have the NFAB question of the day. Hey, don't forget, you can go to uh, Pulp MX app, and you can get the Racer X podcast on there. You can get the Pulp MX podcasts. You can get the Moto, Fly Moto 60 podcast. You can get some bonus podcasts all on the Pulp MX app. Uh, also, if you're going to place an order on Amazon, go to PulpMX.com. Click on the banner on PulpMX.com. F you, dude. And make your purchase and then what happens is we get a small chunk of that and we're able to keep this show going and we appreciate you listening tonight we got some great guys behind us of course uh btosports.com fly racing race tech vortex racing roost graphics x-brand goggles nfab jeep and truck parts hot cams works connection atlas neck braces fmf racing w wheels guts racing two under galfer brakes ktmpartsexpress.com michelin starcross five the nitro circus guys and ride engineering all on board with us tonight and we thank you guys for listening. If you like hockey, by the way, go on Pulp Hockey. I started a hockey podcast. Yes, I realize this only appeals to a few of you listening, but just humor me and go on there anyways and listen. So tonight, live in studio, he's back. It's been a while. like being home man oh, it's fantastic to have you here the headset fits like a glove the coffee is hot it's good to be home thank you for coming in racer x online david pingree former factory pro circuit rider primal impulse rider fmf honda rider plano honda rider am i missing any ktm ktm how can i forget ktm Four? We were teammates there, you dick. <laughs> right? Now you're forgetting me. <laughs> Four-time 125 Supercross winner and podium some nationals. Now he's a fireman. Troy Lee Designs Red Bull Honda rider. Don't leave out Supermoto. Should have won a Supermoto title. Yeah. Should have won a 125 Supercross title. Now you lost to Shea Bentley, but in this game of life, I think you're ahead of Shea Bentley. Right yeah, now. unfortunately. Yes. I've lapped him several times at this point. <laughs> Fuck it. How's the coffee? It's pretty good. Oh, it's good to have David I need, I need a little more volume in my headphones, though. 
What do you got going on here? What on. kind of shit show you How's running? That? How's That's that? That's better. better. Right there. Okay. Yep. Now, uh, uh, Paul Parabinos, your arch enemy, yeah. was in studio oh. last week. He wanted the volume down, apparently. Oh, so. he did? Oh, I guess. That's it. why it's down. Soft ears. Yeah, that's why it's down. Uh, happy to have David Pingree back in studio, of course. My buddy Fireman Ron over there, uh, he's an actual real fireman, just like Ping, and they've been talking nonstop about fire problems and cats and trees and everything else. And uh, What the hell happened? So it's good to have everybody in studio tonight, and Ping... Um, we got lots to talk about with you. You and Keith are going to talk about some new bikes, and uh, John Anderson of W Wheel is going to be on. Uh, Paul Marciano Jr. I don't know him. You don't know him, but let's talk about Slayton Racing. Yeah, I, I have no idea about any of it, so I'm excited <laughs> to learn. I'm going to learn with the rest of you. And uh, Jason Thomas will be on. And you know what? I forgot one name. I left the one name for the very bottom of the show, and I forgot to bring the one name, my trump card in, because I was so just in awe of you being here again. Uh, uh, Rick Johnson. RJ. The bad boy is going to join us. Two hip. Can't dude, wait. Does it get much cooler? Who, who's cooler? I, I mean. I don't know a better interview. Dude. I don't think than Rick Johnson. Every time. You know he's going to be good. He's you know great. he's going to be yeah, good. He's um, uh, so we have lots to talk about here on the show, and uh, we got lots of things to go. We're going to give away a set of Michelin Starcross 5 tires at some point, and KTMPartsExpress.com. Sorry. Amateur hour over here. Welcome back, Ping. Pulpamex 15 saves you 15% at KTMPartsExpress.com. Ping, more and more people are owning KTMs, it seems. It seems like they're taking over the world. Yeah, they are. And uh, if you want to number one online source for genuine KTM parts and accessories, go to KTMPartsExpress.com and save some money. 35 years of experience, and they've got you hooked up. Go to SponsorDeals on PulpamexShow.com, and you can find all of our codes, all of our deals, all of our partners. We're lucky to have them on, and we thank you guys for listening. We thank you guys for support. It's been terrific. Um, so looking forward to having RJ on the phone here in a little bit and uh, talking a little bit about what he's up to. I mean, last thing I know, he had a bunny head on and he was wheeling an RMZ in a Toyota commercial. So, yeah, RJ's come a long way from dominating Supercross. Long ways. <laughs> I don't know what direction. Do you feel like uh, RJ could be like Ron Burgundy? What am I doing out here? <laughs> I'm Rick Johnson. <laughs> I've made some horrible decisions. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Uh, taking your calls, handling everything behind the scenes. He's producing right now as you speak on the phone. Uh, he is one and only Gabba Gibbs. Gabba Gibbs, just say hello. Just say hello. What's up, yo? Killing it. Always on the radio, okay. on the phone with Nash. Uh, and uh, Gibbs, thanks for uh, for joining us in tonight. And uh, Fireman Ron will be on later. Ron, we give Ron one uh, assignment. He has to think of the NFAB question of the day. Any moto question that he wants answered. So let's see what he comes up All with right. in a little bit. I don't know what he could have, what he, what he might have. Doesn't know. Um, you have a choice, Ping, right off, the stop, right off the hop of the show. Do you want to be brought to all of us by Roost Graphics, Hot Cams, or Vortex? Sprockets, bars and sprockets. Uh, what what, what would you like? Let's go hot cams. Hot cams. Hot cams unleash the power within. Hot cams 2015 is the discount code. And uh, go to hotcansinc.com. Don't go to hotcams.com. Hot cans? Oh, you just said hot cans. I'm like, <laughs> I haven't been to that one yet. Don't go to hot cans or hot cams. Go to hot cams no. inc. <laughs> yeah, yeah, if you go to hot cams... The cam is short for camera. I've made that mistake. <laughs> and it is not something you want to see with your wife around or kids. No, but hot cam. Maybe you'll love hotcams.com. I don't know. but <laughs> Who knows? Uh, some of the top privateers and teams in the pits use hot cams for their uh, camshaft needs. And uh, it's fantastic to, uh, to have them on board. Leader in design and development, hotcamsinc.com. Uh, on hot cams, unleash power. With I think camshaft is also something they mentioned on hotcams.com. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway. 
Uh, but, uh, yeah, looking forward to having you on, Ping. Uh, so let's get right to it here. Um, you've ridden a lot of the bikes. You and Kiefer are going are gonna to hash that out. Uh, I saw you rode in the hills on your Instagram a little while ago. You had some nice uh, photos from the hills a little while ago. No, that's an old photo. Oh, super old. You just did like a, it was last a year. throwback. That was like the last good mm. rain we had. Um, I was looking forward to this year. Yep. El Nino mm-hmm. might have some good sessions this winter, hopefully. You, uh, how's the fireman life? How's that? It's good. Yep. It's good. I'm, uh, I just actually got my first regular assignment. I'm going to mm-hmm. be going up into the mountain area. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be cool. It'll be different. Exactly. Yep. Working on snow cats, learning about ice rescue and, um, it's going to be cool. Okay. Lake, Lake Arrowhead, snow which cats. is a super nice area. Isn't that yeah. a cartoon? So I, I'm not sure. Okay, all right. I don't know what kind of TV you watch. I don't watch kids' cartoons. Okay, all right. Um, so much. Okay, so you can take a leave of. So the fireman thing. Okay, so you've been doing this now for a while. Any regrets about getting kind of out of the moto industry a little bit? Oh, about that? No. <laughs> no, no, no. I've, no, I don't mean regrets in your life. Like, <laughs> I'm sure well, you of have. Of course, a lot. I have those. No, I have even regrets of like some of the things I've done. Okay. Uh, some of the decisions I made, the last department I went to, I'll just say that was not the okay. right place for okay. me. All right. I'm stoked where I'm at now. Yep. Uh, but as far as regrets doing this, not, not at all. Um, I mean, you don't kind of like, no, because here's okay. the thing. If, okay. if I had just quit and washed my hands of, of this industry, I for sure would be missing it and probably like yep. second guessing myself or whatever. But with my work with Troy Lee designs, with racer X, with Dragon works, I do some stuff with companies. I get to come here and sit with you, right? And uh, anyway, I, no, not those goggles. F you, dude. F you, dude. All right. Anyway, yeah, I get. To, I still am yeah. in it plenty. Yeah, you're I right. get to go to races. I have a media so credential. Your toe is in the water, and that's fine. I got like a foot. I'm kind of like straddling. Okay. So I got like yeah. one foot in the pool, one's in the hot tub. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking a cocktail. Like right. life is good. Balls out. Balls out. Yeah, yeah. I okay. am balls out. So. Yeah, so but regular a regular job. Look, here's the thing. Yeah, this is what I told from okay. from the very beginning. I yep. said this. Like yep. I love the, where I'm at now is right where I wanted to be. Where I have a new career, something I get to learn. So, literally every day I go to work, I learn something new. Ice rescue. I don't yep. know what the hell that's. I'm, I'm going to learn all that. I have no idea. I got to put chains on dualies. I've never done that. Cue the Ron Burgundy thing. Go ahead and uh, you know right. driving a snowcat to rescue people out in the snow. Like awesome. I'm let's okay. do it. All right. It's something totally new for me. And, yeah. like, you know, I've been doing dirt bikes since I was four. Yeah. So yeah. what am I going to learn new you, here? You know, you know the, I, one thing that, the one thing that I uh, – But one, I still love it. So it's yeah. like I get the best of both worlds. The one thing – obviously, my buddy Ron over there, he's a captain. He's been doing it forever. The new guys don't get treated very good. Like, do you ever, like, when you're cleaning toilets or getting treated shitty, do you ever go, hey, hands up here who won Anaheim? In front of 60,000 well, people. No, here's, okay. here's the thing. Because I feel like is, I would want to do that. You know what's funny? You know what someone we should call tonight? Huh. He might be on duty. Joe Aloff. Yeah. He got hired with me. We oh. work at the same department right now oh, at the wow. same station. I didn't know that. Yeah. He, he's been working on it for a while. Okay. Remember, he was working with Asterisk for a while when he was doing yeah. his EMT. Yeah, and yeah. working at Comp Edge, also running yep. Comp Edge, right? Yeah. So, anyway, he and I, like, we laugh about this all the time. Because okay. you, it's only, you're only really treated badly. Your first year. Okay. It's, it's called your probationary year. I don't yeah. know how it is in Canada if it's yeah, kind of the yeah. same. Right, right. But you, you're kind of expected. It, it's a, it's right. their rite of passage. Yeah, yeah, no, no. It's a, you're expected to earn your place. It's a uh, culture of the firehouse. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. Whether it's right or wrong, I've argued that, hey, you know, tradition for the sake of tradition isn't always good. <laughs> yeah. They used to burn Slavery witches. Slavery was a they tradition. Used to burn I, we got rid of that. Right, right. <laughs> but uh, that's another argument for another time. Anyway. <laughs> 
Once you're past probation, let's not get politics. You're, involved you're a member of the crew. You know, yeah, you, yeah you're cleaning the toilets because that's your duty as a fireman. But yeah, yeah. Um, you're not treated like a pile anymore. You're part of the crew okay. now. Uh, so about a year of shittiness, right? So okay. trust me, there have been times in the past year. Joe and I will be sitting outside, you know, during pass down when I'm coming off. He's going on. And I'm like, dude, I'm about to lose my mind. Like, I'm about to tell these motherfuckers. And he's like, oh, dude, I know. I'm a grown man, Ping. I'm a grown-ass man. No one can talk to me like that. I got kids. I've been around the world. Oh, you know, like, we, we right. bet on No, off. and again, like, hands up, who won Anaheim? Well, you know. it's harder when you're 40. Yeah. I, I right. promise you, it's harder when you're 40 right. to keep your mouth shut when they're talking about, hey, man, you put the toilet paper roll on and was coming out this way. I want you to flip it around so it comes off the top, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I just want to be like, really? Let me tell you about this one time when I flew around the world one time, a race, and got paid a whole bunch of money to do it, and then uh, um, I didn't give a shit about the toilet paper. Let's. Uh, I, w- I was on top of a podium. I was on top of the podium one night. Uh, I won in front of you know sixty thousand people, and they were freaking out, and they were cheering me, and oh. I was spraying champagne everywhere, and I banged the trophy girl later yeah, that night. They don't care. That's yeah. the thing. They don't care. Right. Right. Yeah. It is. It is tough, and it, there's been some frustrating moments, but it's all. It's all good now. Okay. Uh, breaking news, text from Dean Wilson. He does not want to do it. No way. No. <laughs> you know what? We try to bury the hatchet. He doesn't want to do it. It's you buried cool. it with Parabinos. I did. Oh, we're and, good, right? Yeah, I heard. yeah, no, he was fine. He was very complimented. He wished the question didn't even get asked. Uh, we got yeah. a question about your beef, and it was all settled. And like Tupac and Biggie, you guys are good. But apparently you and Dino still on the rough yeah, patch a little rough. bit. Well, oh. he didn't want to hash it out on the air. I love Dino and I love Ping. It sucks to see my friends well, angry at each other. Something you wrote in one of your columns, ask Ping on our Yeah, Friday, and, it, so. and it wasn't – Dino thinks I was jabbing at him or, or right. not having his back. And I don't, it's not the case. I, I did, actually. He just must have read half of it and stopped. Or you know what? More than likely, he didn't read it, but a man friend of his told Somebody him Somebody told him. Yeah, because I get yeah. that all the time. Hey, Mathis, I heard you said that I suck balls. And I'm like, well, actually, I just said that you were struggling right now because you got, you know, you, you, whatever, you got 10th in the last two races. That's all I really wrote. I didn't say you suck balls at all. You know, yeah. people are like, oh, I didn't read it. Oh, well, oh, I guess I'll read it. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Well, anyway, so, okay, so we I like Dean Wilson. I, yeah. It's a bummer. He, 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 he was all balled out by if me, so. Chad Reed's looking for a ride right now, right? For Yamaha. We, we think Yamaha's coming back. Let's say Jimmy Perry. What do you mean coming back? You know, what do you mean by that? Well, he wants to come back. Yamaha factory wants to come back. Oh, yeah. All right. He wants it to or Yamaha wants it to? I think, yeah, he does. Um, let's say Jimmy Perry has a horrible accident and he loses his limbs, okay? And he can no longer manage the team. If Yamaha came to you and said, Ping, take a year off your, or whatever, a year or two sabbatical, and we're going to pay you $100,000 to manage Chad Reed's Yamaha racing effort, what's the answer? Sorry. I'm out. Just done. No, I'm okay. out. Dude. Right, I, right. I, I, I played that video game. <laughs> you did, yeah. And uh, it's all right. Okay. I, I don't like, see where your head was at. Yeah, no, it, I, I'm not interested. It's uh, okay. Fire. It's so much travel. It is so much time at the shop. That is a job for a single guy with no kids. Okay, it's, it's so a much. Great it's job so much for time at the shop. Says the guy who has to sleep overnight for four nights at a fire hall away from your family. Okay. But right now, maybe I work a little more than I should or do want to. But yeah. Typically, our schedule is 10 days a month. Yeah, okay. it's 10, 24-hour shifts a month, but that means I'm home. Mm-hmm. At home, 100%. Let's hang out right. 20 days a month. Okay. Well, that really doesn't give you a lot of good reason for skipping this show so often. Well, <laughs> stick it up your ass, Steve. There's been a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> stick it up your ass, Steve. And how long has it been since I've been here? Six and eight months? I don't know. It's a little bit. It's been your show. It's been a long time, and it's unfortunate. Uh, Let's get some phone calls here. All right, Uh, Trey. You just Trey. It says you just want a ticket. 
You just want a ticket. I don't know what this means. What go ticket, go ticket. drive fast down the freeway, Trey. <laughs> you get one. I believe in you. Yeah. What was that? Nothing. Never mind. What ticket do you want, Trey? I was hoping to score some tickets for a Nitro Circus show up in Portland. Mm, nah, sorry. Uh, we don't have any for Portland. Sorry, bro. F you, dude. I know. All right. Yeah. Sorry, bud. Nash, what's up? Gentlemen. You know, I told Ping before the show, I said, Ping, you know Nash is calling in with a factory fill question, but here we go. Nope. Let's nope. get. Let, I'm not, I'm not going to get all creepy with factory. You liar. One day, one day it'll happen. I'll get to hang out with Ping and Factory. We'll come ride Southern California tracks, and if I get too weird and creepy, that door will slam shut very quickly. So <laughs> it's going to happen. It's smooth and easy tonight. Tonight's smooth and easy. Tonight is smooth and easy. <laughs> Tonight's just smooth and easy. Can't rock the boat too much. Uh-huh. Then I get dropped. I get dropped. What the hell happened? Okay, so what's up? So the real deal question is, I want to hear a classic Ping tire testing story because I know – that there's one lurking in the vaults. And, Steve, I'm being genuine with you. I've run Michelin tires for well over 10 years because I'm an East Coast off-road weirdo, and all I ride is S12. I know those tires better than probably some of the test riders. That's all I ride. Now, I know you're giving away a set. I'm not grubbing, but I would do a test article, and as a person who's been ridden that tire for a long time, it would be valuable information. So, All right, Nash, fine. Con- congratulations, you win a set of Michelin Starcross five tires. And I will write a review, not that anybody will read it, and they'll tell me I'm an idiot anyway, but I'm fine with that Bloomberg, I know what I am. Bloomberg Press? Bloomberg. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's awesome. It's awesome. So, Ping, delve into the vaults. Either that or I want to hear a rhino testing story because those are so valuable. Valuable, <laughs> those things are gold. Please, I'm begging Oh, man. I don't really have any good tire testing stories. Um, but you got some good rhino testing stories, I'm sure. I'm trying to think of ones I can tell on the air. <laughs> My mother wouldn't be ashamed of me. Um, I don't know. Let me think about it. If something comes up, I'll, I'll bring it up. Listen, marinate. You got to let it I'll let it rip. Oh, broil. All right. Nothing beats rhino testing stories. You know, we beat the dead horse of the pro circuit, Mitch Flippin' out. I mean, the show's yeah, yeah, no, no, the, Do you, you want to know one of the, my best? It wasn't testing. It was more of a practice session. But he, he used to ride at this place. He and Wardy used to go there back when they were both still racing. And it's a terrible little spot. Gravelly, just, like, awful. The, I don't know why you'd want to ride there. It's it's miserable. Villapoto actually rode there quite a bit. Hmm. He got there when he was on a 250. Uh-huh. But... Rhino okay. used to have this big jacked up green truck, you know, just on yep. 32 super swampers. And he had a short little ramp, you know, it was like vertical <laughs> trying to get the bike up and thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, not that I didn't like Rhino, but he's an acquired taste. He's, uh, when, I don't, when he would have a, you know, mild misfortune, <laughs> it was, mm-hmm. it would make you chuckle. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so he's done with this track. It's, he's hot and tired and just over it, spent, and he doesn't want to push the bike up the ramp. He's going to ride it up. Oh. 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 And the thing, he gets halfway up. The tire spins it out. It falls back from, like, 40 feet in the air. You know, his truck tailgate, how right. it is. Yeah, yeah. Bike lands right on him in the dirt. No shirt. Of course, he's got his shirt off. Right. Of course, he's got his shirt off. Right. It was amazing. And I just sat and took and it you- in for a little while before I went over and went, hey, man, you need a hand or are you good? Hey. 
Well, well you told us before. I mean, again, this, I, I enjoyed Rhino. I liked watching him ride as a fan of 90s motocross. I'm not bashing Rhino, but I heard that he was a hell of a mentor for you. Always there leading, leading off new guy on the team, kind of like the firehouse guys. Hey, what can I do to help you out? <laughs> hey, is there anything I can do for you? I, that, I, that, I, that, I hope you're laying down sarcasm with this. Oh, I am. Okay, thank oh, you. Uh, yep. I've heard you. I've heard you say that he was, you know, good guy, help you out, new kids on the block, fair-headed, blonde-haired kid from the Midwest. Here, let me help you out with that. I could see Rhino and Pichon really meshing. Oh, they were I mean, house. if I can see. House. Yes. Fabulous. Yeah. Well. Well, hey, those are the days. And you know what? I got to ask. How, how's Phil? How was he? I knew you were going to ask. He's good. I we, we, had, we, I mean, had, we had dinner last night. He's doing good. Uh, factory Phil. I got to call Phil for a story I'm working on, so yeah, I need his it, number from it, you. King, without getting all bizarre, is there any odds next time you come out? Maybe I can somehow bribe, pay for Factory Phil's overnight room, you know, supplement his, his overnight stay? What do you think? <laughs> Listen, if you want to go to his house and babysit his kids, I'm sure he'd be stoked to get away for a night. But <sighs> the problem is his wife works too, and so... They're juggling kids all the time, you know, so for him to get away from that stuff. Still, he's still in the baby bunker is what you're telling us here on the Pulp of Metro. He's in the baby bunker. It's tough for Phil. Yep. Well, hey, well, hey, I got time. You know, I'm 44. I got plenty of time. He's <laughs> got time. You can wait. Thanks, Nash. Hey, email hey, me, okay? Guys, email me for, the, for those tires. Uh, all right. I definitely will. And thank you, Stephen. Thanks for coming in. Really enjoy your time on the show. You're, you're insightful. You're educated. It's a pleasure. Thank you. You got it, buddy. Cheers. Do you, so you want to know? interesting. How again? So, I got to tell you something. Speaking yeah. of like, you know, you got like these guys that like Nash calls in all the time. I don't even know where he lives, where he's from, but the the New internet, Jersey. New Jersey, and Twitter and Instagram have yeah. become like these weird ways for people to leak their way into places. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, Moser. Yeah, in short, yeah, you know, Moser's just Moser's vacation at his house boggles my mind. Favorite rider, and you just got to know him. Okay, yeah. so there's a guy who calls in from Oz, Brett Smith. Okay, you know who this guy is nope causing the show. Yeah. All the time. Okay. He's on Instagram. I'm sure you see his thing. You'd not recognize oh, We don't get many Australian calls. So it's weird. I don't remember that. But so anyway. he okay. he uh, was in town for, uh, was, it, was it quick? Glen Helen? He was in town for a race. Okay. And uh, he's like, hey, man, I really want to get a jersey. And I ended up not catching up with him. And I said, well, hey, What's I'm having a jersey. A, he wanted one of my jerseys for his house. Like now? Or old yeah. one? Oh. No, he wanted one now. Okay. Um, Jeez. So... I said, dude, I, I didn't come out, we but we need one in here. I'm having a barbecue. You got one right there, dummy. Oh yeah, shit. Okay. Um, Sorry. I said we're having a barbecue at my house. If you want to run down, you can you can come get one. He's like, really? Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Stop so it. He cruises this was down all on Twitter. Yeah, just you... all over Twitter. He's hitting me up, and I'm like, yeah, dude, it's cool. Come down, I'll, right. I'll get you one. So he shows up, and we're you know having some drinks, hanging out, barbecuing, and I'm like, <laughs> he brings a six pack of beer, and as just like a you know gesture, and yeah, I'm like, hey yeah. man. Throw those things in the cooler and hang out. Hung out with us all day. <laughs> Barbecued. <laughs> oh, dude. And he's, Love you know, it's great. Right but it's like, yeah. how weird is no. social media? It's just. Yeah. It's pretty weird. Funny. Well, and then Nash, of course, just called Factory Phil lot sleeping, lot sweeping, and Phil picked up. And I then, know. And then he talked to him. It is weird. No, absolutely. Michelin Star Cross 5, have you tested these yet? We got to get you a set to test. They're, they're brand new. Whatever you thought of Michelin tires. Get rid of it. Uh, you know what? I've, I used to race with Michelin's at KTM. Yeah, no, we had and, Michelin's. Um, uh, they were okay as long as you didn't start on concrete. That was my beef with them. They were they too were, plasticky. Yeah, these they wouldn't are, heat up. No longer. 
Uh, push the boundaries of off-road performance, Michelin Starcross 5. Four versions, hard, medium, soft sand. Michelin Starcross 5 contained a completely redesigned casing. More aggressive self-cleaning tread design. A durable yet flexible sidewall. Uh, Reduced weight on these things, uh, 10% uh, on anything but the sand tire, 15% on the sand tire compared to the previous generation. And uh, they've got them on all the sizes, MichelinMotorcycle.com, Michelin Starcross 5 tires. Got to get you a set to try and put them in the magazine. So I'll work on that. All right. Uh, Chris Kiefer tested and developed also. Speaking of Kiefer, he also met some weirdo Aussie fans that came to his house, hung out. He gave them a tour. They went riding or something together, like... Yeah, again, just to talk about how Twitter has done this for everybody. Yeah. Uh, TC, what's going on, man? Thanks for calling the Pulp and Mech Show. Hey. Well, first I want to say I used to like Nash until I snaked those tires. Yeah, no. Uh, you know, we're giving away a set every show, every weekend. So. Yeah, I've been running them for probably 15 years. Man, I've, I've always thought they last a lot better than, than Dunlop did or anything. I've mm. always loved them. Mm-hmm. I just hope the new ones are easier to mount because they've always been a bitch to mount. Oh, funny you should say that, TC. A, they have a, a more pliable bead package for easier mounting. Well, that's good to hear. Easier mounting, always a good feature. <laughs> yes, it is. Whether you're talking tires or ladies. Or ladies. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Pookie, but hey, uh, easier uh, mounting. Hey, uh. <laughs> Let's write a PR on Pookie. <laughs> Pookie F you, dude. Now, easier to mount. <laughs> All right, what's up, TC? Uh, but I also want to say thanks for Parabinos for getting that uh, micro bar thing fixed. I got a set of those on the way. Oh, did you uh, did you have an issue or something with them, or what was the deal? Yeah, was I called him last oh, week yeah, yeah, and okay. get him through that. Yeah, yeah. he got that fixed. So we got some of those on the way. Okay. Uh, and Great. I also want to tell you, suck it, because the Royals did beat the Blue Jays. <sighs> yeah, they did. They did. But uh, what can you do, bro? I mean, hey. They're a good team. You got to give it up to them. I'd love to insult the Royals, but they they played well. They played really great. Hopefully, they can pull it off this year. Yeah. All right, buddy. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, the Aussie guys are named Colin and Jake. They donated five hundred dollars to Bassett, and they are not weirdos. I apologize for that. Just got a text. Oh. Okay. Uh, Nate, what's up, <laughs> Nate? How are you? Hey. How you boys doing tonight? I didn't mean weirdos. Like, like just fans. Like. I, don't, I, didn't mean, I shouldn't have said weirdos, yeah. I guess. How's your foot taste in your mouth? Wah, whatever. I think it's a little strange. You know, but it's awesome. It is awesome. It's awesome. It's just, like, yeah. unusual. Right. I mean. Pookie's listening. I wonder if she's easier. I wonder if she's down with easier mounting. I wonder if she is, too. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm not staying the night or anything. I'm just curious. <laughs> hey, what's up, Nate? What's up? Well, I don't I don't see why you don't just monetize it. Charge people a 1000 bucks a Monday and it's been in. I mean. No, I do charge. Uh, people donate to the Bassett Rescue to come in. I know. Yeah, well, I'm saying don't don't donate it. Just keep it for yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, that's a that's an honest Republican right there. Just uh, um, uh, here we got the politics. Oh, all right. I'm sorry. Uh, first, no you politics. bring up slavery. Now you're bringing up Republican. Well, that slavery really happened. Um, so the politics. Um, no. Um, you know what? It's not a bad idea. It's just I let you in on a little secret. The Pulp and Mech Show is not at the Lions Den by the MGM Grand. It's actually my house. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know that, but still, <laughs> okay. not every Monday. I mean, I just, it's in a loft in a two-story track home outside of Las Vegas. <laughs> so I don't, you know, having people in the house is a little weird just because you never know, right? It's just in your house. So I don't know, you know. So anyways, hey, uh, what's up, man? Yeah, the reason, the reason I called is the other day I turned on the TV and it happened to still be on Spike TV or something. And I watched uh wwe or wwf for the first time in my life and i i take such a huge issue with weege for not watching star wars or any of these awesome movies yet 
loving the most ridiculous and stupid thing that's ever been put on TV. I, I, I cannot wrap my head around how he's a fan of that, but will not watch Star Wars. He says because wrestling could happen. It's something that not, could. Not, not in that sense. No, it's ridiculous. And he says there's no such thing as spaceships and laser guns and all that. But wrestling, well, there, is could, there actually is. Well, I think both of well, those. Okay, but not you know, not no lightsabers, no and, uh, lightsabers, and we're not shooting laser guns at no each Wookies. other. No Wookies, right? There's no Wookies. There's no Wookies. I got Rocky well, downstairs. But, um, but yeah, I, I watched this stupid thing for 20 minutes with my mouth just on the floor, just like staring at these idiots in the crowd that are there. They paid money to watch. This retarded show, I, I could not stand it. Hold on. Let's uh, let's see if Weege is around. Hold on a second. Let's see if this actually uh, stay on hold there. Let's see if he can pick up and maybe you can try to defend himself. Oh, I, I would love that. He just texted, he just texted right now. You know, so. I, I watched like the first couple Star Wars, like the originals, Return of the Jedi. Yeah. yeah. Past that, I'm out. Really? Yeah, it's just too much. First couple were good. Let's see if he picks up. I don't know. Right here, bro. Oh, speak, speak of the devil. Why again? You're on the air. Okay. Nate just called in. Weege, he really has an issue with you right now on we the got, show. We got to hash oh. this out. Okay. You there? I'm here for so I'm here for not yeah. not not for my family or you know any other quiet to, time. I'm, here, I'm here to hash out the Pulp Mech show, right? All right, Nate, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, this is why I have a phone. This is why I have a phone. Hash these things out. Mm-hmm. Jason, I turned on the TV the other day and WWE was on. I watched 20 minutes of it mm-hmm. and it was the worst thing I've ever watched. A, did it used to be better and is it terrible now? Or B, has it always been this bad? And C, how can you watch that but not a decent sci-fi movie? Uh, you did answer the first two questions with two different answers. That is actually correct. I think it's like um, the opposite of, the sh- of Saturday Night Live. You know, Saturday Night Live apparently always used to be good, but now sucks. Everybody always says right. that. Oh, now it sucks, but it used to be good. But if it was always sucking at the current time, it was never actually good. Um, I think it was a similar thing I play with wrestling. It definitely isn't as good as it was, but it probably wasn't as good as we thought it was either. Does that make sense? So yeah, the truth is it's yeah. always been the yep. same amount of good. I mean, I'm with you. I think no, wrestling I, is, is incredibly stupid. I think wrestling. Why can't wait? Wait, what? I, wait, I mean, what? It's, what? It's, it's the worst thing on TV. The worst thing on TV. Ah, uh, Mori Povich. I'd go maybe worse, but it's very close. <laughs> there is a, there are a few elements where uh, I think they they. Um, they hit a real high spot in like the early 2000s when they were about to go out of business and they said, screw it, we have nothing to lose, we're probably going under anyway, so let's just remove all censorship and just have cursing and chicks and beer and all this stuff. It there was none of that, otherwise more... it might have been watchable. Well, that's the problem. And then somewhere along the way they got popular again and they're like, okay, now we have a real business we could lose. And they actually declared on the show, we will now be PG. Um so even though the wrestlers are supposedly just coming to the ring and just saying what's on their mind, they suddenly didn't use the word ass anymore. So I don't know how, now, even though they were just saying very, what was on their mind. Very clean. Now we not each, as angry yeah. anymore. I explained to uh, yeah. Nate here that the star, like you say wrestling could happen, but Star Wars cannot happen, and that is your reasoning behind this, right? Well, I'll give you a perfect example. Whenever something crazy happens in a Supercross race, it's like, what is this like, the WWE? 
because it's that close. It's like, yeah, they do interviews like they do in any other sporting contest. They just take it to another level. And it's supposedly a competitive arena like any other sporting contest. They just take it to another level. It's the stuff you already know. Wait, it's just fake, take though. It to another level. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just taken to another level. Like, you would never go to a supercross race and be like, you know what? I wish this was more like Star Wars. There's no, there's literally no connection whatsoever to anything yeah, there. Or you there can't, no in the heydays of Stone Cold Steve Austin, when the whole plot was he hated his boss, Vince McMahon, who was his boss in real life, he'd be like, man, you need to just go in there and treat your boss like Steve Austin does his boss and just tell him to his face and give him a stunner. Like you could, oh, yeah, you could do that to your boss. Mm-hmm. There is nothing that you could do in Star Wars that actually relates to your own life in any way, shape, or form. None. That's why, I, yeah, I, so, that's why I there are constant myself. references in the world to this is, what is this, turning into WWE? Because everything's close. Everything's close. <laughs> Yes, but from an entertainment standpoint, like, can you watch it nowadays and actually be entertained by these terrible fight moves that, uh, I don't know, I, I can't understand it. My enjoyment has always been, I know it's fake, and it's always watching, trying to figure out what are they trying to accomplish here, what is the point of this plan they are putting together, why did they decide to make this guy popular and this guy good and this guy bad, how are they doing this? How are they going to make this happen? To me, it was the. Do you, I never watch. You never watch a movie thinking about what they did behind the scenes. You're never like, why did the director make them do this here? Do you think that Elizabeth, wrestling? Do you think that's part of the game? Do you think Elizabeth is, was really banging Macho Man and Hogan? <laughs> Here's the best part about that. They were like divorced, but then McMahon, because he's that mean, just said, "No, you're not divorced on here. You're still together." And then they had to like, ha- they had to, uh, they had them to get love. married on the show after they had been divorced. <sighs> All right, Nate. There's your, there's your answer, Nate. I told you I'd get Wagan on the line to figure this out. There's your oh, answer. So, no, no answer. Yeah, we're right where we yeah. started. We're back where yeah. we started. Right. All right. I think I, I won. It. I think my point's been proven. I think <laughs> I think it's pretty clear. Uh, thanks. I think the, the point you proved is you you have to get hooked at a very early age, otherwise it just makes zero sense. I think I mean, that's what I'm, I'm telling you, folks. If you watch it knowing that it's fake, and you watch it knowing that it's totally fine, and then you're like, wait, are they seriously going to try to have this guy do this? Is he actually going to be popular? And then you see it doesn't work, and you see them change course and then try something different. It's like a social experiment of the highest order. I watched knowing it was fake, and I just wondered the entire time why there was a packed stadium paying to watch. It's that, incredible. That it's phenomenal. These people. Hey, I'll give What's them so different about they're it? making money. So. You all, okay, well, Star Wars is fake, and there will be a packed theater. But what are you going to have, like, Darth Vader taking on? Yeah. You're going to have Darth Vader fighting Luke Skywalker, and, like, why would you care who wins this battle? It's fake. It's the same thing. Quality entertainment. By the way, did you guys uh, get tickets for opening day? No, I'm sure Wygan did um, for opening yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah no. All right. Thanks, thanks, Nate. We're going to run. Thank you, bud. Thanks, guys. You have right. a good one. See ya. All right, Weege. Thanks for picking up, bud. Yeah. All right. Uh, there we go. We didn't really get anywhere with that. Did we? Ping. That was just maybe a few minutes we'll never get back. Okay, Jeremy, you have a bike that Ping used to own? Yeah, I have a quick story. Um, I actually rode into Racer X about this years ago, and I think I might have started Ask Ping. I'm not sure. Oh, 
But, oh, um, okay. So it was 99, and I was 18 years old in high school and really wanted to get into motocross, but my parents have always been super anti-dirt uh, bikes and motorcycles and all that. So um, I had a buddy who used to ride, and he was like, well, just get a bike. I have a truck. I'll keep it in my house. And I was like, all right. So um, looked on the recycler, found a 94 RM125, and uh, went out there, bought it, got into dirt biking, and we used to go up in the hills at Beaumont, and there was actually a private track out there that we used to ride at quite a bit. And one day I broke my ankle out there. Um, my friend panicked, and he was like, I don't know what to do. So he was like, he's like, i got to take you to your parents' home. So, so I was like, no, you can't, take it. you can't take me there. You know, they're going to find out I have a dirt bike. And he's like, I don't know what to do. So, you know, he basically shows up at my parents' house with me and both bikes in the back. My dad looks at me, and he's like, what on earth? He freaked out. Um, and it was my left ankle, and at the time, I drove a stick. And so um, I said, can I borrow your car so I can at least drive to the hospital since you guys have an automatic? And he's like, sorry, you, bought a, you got a dirt bike. you got to find your own way to the hospital. Oh. And uh, so I'll never forget that pain of pushing down on the, on the, on the uh, clutch, clutch with a broken left ankle. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, they basically said, you got to get rid of the bike. And I fought tooth and nail but lost the war and, and had to sell the bike. Nice parents. Sold the bike to, to a guy in Vegas who came out, bought the bike, didn't even ride it or anything, just like looked at it and goes, I'll take it, takes it. And then later on, I look at the, the pink slip. I had taken a photocopy of it, and I saw – uh, Pingree's name on it. And I was like, there's no way that's got to be a coincidence or something. I've maybe a different David or something. And then I saw Nathan Fletcher on it as well. Who's a, who's a former pro surfer who I knew. So I'm like, there's no way that's a coincidence. So I rode into racer X and said, is this your bike? And I think David had a, he posted a couple pictures of, of hmm. him riding the, the 94 arm 125 back in the day. Yeah, that was, uh, my first, eh, second year as a pro, but, um, Number 90 or no? Number 90. Yeah, yeah. And Randy Lawrence was my yeah, mechanic, RL. and he was buddies with Fletcher. So that's how that bike got sold to him. That's huh. funny. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure and that it, was one of my old bikes. Then it ended up over at, uh, up down in, uh, with a broken ankle from Jeremy. So. Yeah. Well, sorry to be here about your <laughs> ankle and your parents being dicks, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Uh, the year later, I bought a, another motorcycle. I've been riding ever since. Oh, good. Cool. Right on. Thanks for the story, man. Yeah, no worries. Have a Thank you. Uh, there we go, Ping. That's funny. Uh, Hot Cam's bringing you David Pingree from RacerX Online and uh, TLD Honda, X Manager of the Year, Team Manager of the Year, right? I don't Didn't think you get so. Team Manager of the no. Year? I thought you actually they won something. They give that to the guys who win the championships, Steve. Oh, okay. I don't know. I thought you actually got something. We're going to do future headlines later, too. Hey. Oh, it's very exciting. Speaking what? of tires, all this Michelin stuff, what kind of tires Michelin did Michelin Star you, Cross 5. What kind of tires did you run when you were a kid, when you were like... Amateur. Oh, uh, well, we didn't have a lot of money. Uh, well, we had a lot of money as far as racing goes, but Dad didn't want to change a lot. So is uh, Bridgestone M22 or 695s? Sometimes 722. Did you ever use the Yokohama? No, no. There was a Yokohama had like a little cup-shaped tire. It lasted forever. That's uh, why I ran. Tim Ferry ran Yokohamas because they paid really good uh, contingency. They had a trip to Japan. And then he got that trip yeah. to Japan, and that's when he raced against um, RJ, and he, he got the whole shot, and he tripled off the track, flew off the track. The very next, the very next year, uh, I moved up to whatever okay. class it was they were giving that away in, yep. and they stopped doing it. Oh no! Way. Stopped doing that trip. He pissed. said, he said the only reason he ran Yokohama was because they paid really good, and then they gave a trip to Japan to the winner, uh, to Loretta Lynn, the winner. Did you ever use Trelleborg? No, dude, uh, we had better money than Trelleborgs, and those were good. Were they? Yeah, well, I used to run them. Seven fifty twos, six ninety fives, and M twenty twos. Because Manitoba had like hard. They pack. didn't have. They have seven fifty twos back in like yeah, in the early nineties. That's when I uh, yeah. When I was racing. Oh, I guess I'm talking about 80s. Okay, that, that, that was more 695 and M22s. 
So, um, yeah, it would kind of depend on the track surface, you know, that uh, my dad, Tommy, would change for, uh, depending on the, the race. Tommy, Tommy wanted easier mounting, too. Yeah, he wanted easier <laughs> mounting. Uh, Pullman Max Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. It's cheap spokes and easy mounting. That's all they want up in Canada. Hey, uh, we're going to talk to Kiefer later on about new bikes, but you hate Air Forks. Are you one, you're one of those guys. You're with, you're with Kiefer. Uh, I, don't, I don't, like, hate them. Like, yeah, oh, I can't yeah, stand yeah. these things, but... Kiefer's president of the Air Force Club, yeah. Well, he's okay. also the president of talking about what his wife's vagina looks like on the air. <laughs> That's a good point. He might be the only member of that. <laughs> uh, Racetech.com. <laughs> was was <laughs> like a, a Petaluma flower? Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't know. How do you know that? Were you on the air? You guys called me, and he was, went off on a Viagra story or something, and he's like, oh, Are you man. on the air then? Okay. I don't remember that. All right. Race Tech. If you don't want your air forks, they have a spring <laughs> conversion system for Showa TAC forks, TAC forks. They easy drop-in cartridge combined with a Race Tech high-performance spring. Convert your air forks from an oil air to a coil spring. So a Racetech.com spring conversion system. And, of course, Racetech.com, uh, Michael Lessie, Vince Fries, some of the guys you Chris Blose. Chris Blose, uh, Ben LeMay. Cody Gilmore using Race Tech suspension, Racetech.com, championship proven, privateer uh, chosen. And uh, so November 7th to 13th, they got their seminars going on, which, geez, uh, about half the in- in- suspension guys in the industry have taken this seminar at one time or another. So here's our emails of the week. Are you ready? I'm ready. <sighs> what do I have to do? Uh, nothing. Just listen. All right. So why do I need to be ready? Hey, Steve, big fan of the show. Thank you for everything. Blah, blah, blah. You re- should really discuss with your boss about a raise. Pookie. My question, and not after the mounting joke. No raise there. He's probably not going to like that. Big, uh, my question is in regards to the return of the factory Yamaha team. It looked like it was signed, sealed, and delivered a month ago that Reed was getting a spot. What's the chance of Yamaha passing on Reed for a factory ride for the sole purpose of going all in on Martin and Webb under their tent next year? JGR re-upping on Barsha for long-term shows. He will be their number one guy. And in my mind, Martin and Webb are worthy of the number one slot on a, another team. Reed is the yearly feel-good story of the year, but the ultimate goal is the title, and Webb and Martin offer more promise going forward. Hmm. What do you know about this? You know anything? I don't know anything, but I'll tell you what I think about it. And uh, I'm shocked that Yamaha, I don't believe that they would come back. They're finally having success with this. You know, they were the first ones to go, okay, here, we're yeah. going to get rid of our factory team. We're going to give three or four teams now, bikes, yeah. parts, money. Here, you yeah. guys do it. Yeah. They're finally having success with that. JGR is in a place where they can hopefully start winning with Barsha. Their uh, star racing team is, you know, completely yeah. turned around. Gone from kind of a... How much, wanna, how much is... The, how I don't want to say it was a clown show, but it was <sighs> the butt of many jokes to two-time <laughs> yeah. national champions and a lot of potential. Well, I think that... And I, th- I mean, that I think they went from a carbureted, oil-tanked, uh, 10-year-old design to one of yeah. the bikes that is phenomenal. That 250 is unreal for yeah. sure. So I just don't see them coming out and, and going, okay, let's put together this multi-million dollar program for Chad Reed. And then, and then what? Then what, what when, when well, if Reed does decide to hang it up after this year, then what? My sources tell me that they are going after Webb and Martin. They want a place for these guys when they get out, when, they, when they're done. And they don't want to depend on JGR. Why? And, and some, that, wasn't that the idea? And some of my sources are saying that they're not happy with Yamaha for doing this. Some of my sources may or may not be from North Carolina. They're, they're saying, wait, you finally got good guys? 
and you're going to take them from us? Yeah. Like you finally have the. Uh, yeah, you finally have guys who can win. Yeah. Who you should be yeah. feeding to us. You're not passing us uh, Martin Davalos or um, uh, Darren Durham anymore, you know, or whatever. No slack on those guys. You have legitimate A class star riders, and we can't wait to get them on 450s. Oh, wait. As soon as they're going on 450s, you're going to have a team? Yeah. So there's a lot of politics going on behind the scenes. <sighs> politics. Right? Don't talk about politics, you said. <laughs> well, you brought up slavery. I did bring up slavery. Okay. Um, so we'll see what happens. I think that that team, I heard from people really close to the situation, it was going to be Reed for Supercross, Bogle, indoors and out, and they're going to have another guy, Chisholm Grant, a couple of names that I heard, for both spots. Well, now that's all gone. Geico's going, picking up Bogle. Reed might be, if, Reed, if it happens, Reed will be Supercross only for Yamaha. And Chisholm Grant slot, forget it. Although Josh Grant's got some Suzukis, I heard. He's riding some Suzukis. Have you seen him out at tracks or nope, anything? I have not. Okay, he's got some Suzukis, I know that, so I don't know what he's doing. I think it'll happen. I do. So You think they will put together a full team, full effort. With monster backing. With monster backing for him to just do Supergrass. I do. And then you think for 2017, that team draws in. I think they're going to say, we want Webb or Martin. Both guys' contracts are up and... You know, wow. I mean, wouldn't you? Don't you think? Okay, I don't know about Jeremy Martin, two-time national title, which is a badass dude, but Supercross results. Eh. So, won't you think Webb is just going to get the Brinks truck backed up? Wouldn't you? I would. I would. Right. I mean, if I'm if I'm a team next year looking for a guy to win, I mean, and be a future guy, Webb is the dude. I mean, maybe uh, I think a little bit ahead of Martin, just because of Martin Supercross results, right? Yeah, I hundred percent agree. I mean, uh, and you look at just even their stature. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's harder for littler dudes to. Yeah. You know, well, Webb's uh, not a giant, though. Yeah, but he fits that bike pretty well. Yeah. Uh, all right. And Martin's short. He's Jeff's, a little dude. Jeff sent this in. Hey, Matheson Pingree, in parentheses, if you show up. <laughs> I just finished listening to the Stu versus Reed Chad Reed podcast. Was curious if you think we will ever see a robbery like this ever again. Today it appears the contracts and sponsors are forcing riders to be more reserved and politically correct, which I feel removes some rider emotion for fear of losing out on money. I understand that riders are still out to win every chance they get, but are they willing to take risks and stir the pot? What do you think? We want would love to hear your opinion on this rivalry. Like obviously, I mean Webb's got a little bit of Bradshaw in him. But he's about it. I mean, Marvin is practically, you know, kissing his opponents on the podium. Everybody nowadays is kind of scared to say stuff. Stu and, like, Weege and I did a podcast about Stu and Chad. And, I mean, Villapoto and Dungy, always respectful. Villapoto and anybody respectful. Dungy, respectful. Dungy, Roxon, respectful. Like, like, you don't see RJ, Wardy, although they're buddies now. It wasn't so much back in the day. Stanton Bradshaw, Stanton Bale, Bale anyone. Uh... <laughs> And and then, you know, kind of throughout history, we've seen these awesome battles. And so why don't they think we'll ever see that again? People are too politically correct. Yeah, this guy's saying, uh, you know, the, the social media, uh, the political correctness. That's, you'll see it. Yep. it the, the thing is, yeah, political correctness is steered way off the road over oh, correcting it's, itself. It's, yeah, but yeah. these are teenagers. You're yeah. not going to, you know, keep them from saying, yeah. if, if that's their nature and their personality. Yeah. They're going to say what they want to say, and they're going to do, especially when they're all revved up and amped up in a in a moto. Yep. If someone does them dirty, it's going to be on. So okay. you'll see it. So just, yeah, just takes so the right guys. You, yeah, you think it'll be back? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Olivier sent this in. Oliver. Uh, hey Steve, would you mind asking Adam? And you Tanaka. French it up a little bit right there. 
Olivier. Because of where this is from. Hey, Steve, would you mind asking Adam Etanap if he would want to provide a two-day camp in Aruba if we flew him to the island? It's difficult for us to obtain proper training locally, and I think he has the right attitude to do something like this. <laughs> what attitude is that? It's Etanap, bro. How much do you want to bet Etanap has no clue where Aruba is? You tell him that I'll fly out and do it. <laughs> You've got the right attitude. Listen, ping at RacerX online. <laughs> I have the right I attitude. I am in. I, whatever attitude you need, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll bring it. <laughs> a, t- a trip to Aruba, I will bring whatever. Listen. I can just see it now going, bro, this is so awesome. This is sick. Just twist it, bro. Pin it. <laughs> Let's wrap. <laughs> All right, so pingree is open. If you want, he'll bring, and he'll bring whatever attitude Only you Aruba. want. Only Aruba. You call me from somewhere in, like, Kazakhstan, you're out. Call, call that and take that. Ping, we, we are calling from North Dakota, <laughs> and we would like you to bring an attitude. All right, uh, Ryan sent this in. The Joker lane has to be something where it's difficult and a racer can make a mistake in it. When it's an S-turn or something, there's not going to make any mistakes, and then it's not really separating anyone or tightening up the racing. It has to be something like sand where it changes or whoops where mistakes can be made. My two cents, I'm sure everyone aware is that I, want, I was just listening to the podcast where you, Wygant, and Thomas were chatting about it from Ryan. What do you think about the Joker lane? And the, I think um, part of the reason why, sorry, I, I just asked, then I answered. It's a yeah. bad habit I have. Terrible habit. Go ahead, uh, though. But uh, the reason they do a little bit of that is because they put it on the start straight so they don't have to build a lane for it. You know what I mean? They want all the floor space they can have for a regular track. So they put it on the start straight. And it was just an S, and, you know, they're happy with that. Yeah, you hate to have a whole section of track that you're only using, you know, mm-hmm. one one lap each guy. Yeah. Uh, I I think it's kind of cool, though, if, if they could find a way to, if they had the space or a way to do it, because there, there is some strategy to it. If you get a bad start, yeah. you know, when do you take it? If you get the whole shot, when do you take it? Um, I think there's some strategy to it. If you're stuck behind a guy and you just can't get by him, it's like, take it. Yeah. And, you know what I mean, try to beat him before he takes it you come out ahead of him like there's just there's ways you could use it make it shorter they could make it shorter i think a a shortcut like so it's quicker Mm. so you can make a pass yeah that'd be interesting i like that i like that idea a bit just one time you get to cut the track yeah that's what i mean you get to cut the track one time a lap so what if some dude's way in the back and then all of a sudden he is fourth yeah you know you're like oh shit like that's that's exciting i mean obviously everyone has got to take it so it's gimmicky and if like right now in a, in a regular series, I don't know that I'd want to see it, but I love it at the monster can you believe, cup. Can you, are you with me? And, and you just shake your head at these guys that forget to take it. Like, I'm sorry. I got no, I, I can't Anderson Villapoto, Dungey. I truthfully, if, if I'm those mechanics, unless they had it on the board and the guy still God, didn't you see it ripped right now. Like, are you been taking roids in the fire hall? Really? You think you're, I'm doing roids you're ripped right now. Bro, I work out hard. Thank Dude, you. That was good. You're just you going to hug me later. And, We'll I mean, write a poem you, together. <laughs> Tortelli's <laughs> face on that body. <laughs> you guys, quite a, what's quite happening a right now? This is dream man. What the hell has gone on since I've been gone? <laughs> you just you look ripped. You look like in shape. Like you look like you look like a if, gay. If there's a if there's a cat somewhere in a tree, you are uh, getting that get thing down. <laughs> Whether it's Siamese or a fat uh, one, you know. He's Thanks, preparing man. for yeah. the firefighter. No, okay. Calendar. Anyway, sorry to interrupt you. I just you were moving your hands, and I'm like, look at his veins and his muscles. This is your buddy. I know Canada's pretty, uh, pretty Listen, free. I, I'm married. To, I'm married. To, uh, Ron. Yeah. Oh wait, Ron. Hey, hey. Ron. Hey. He's ripped, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's good. I mean, he's got. I mean, he's doing. Ron, stuff. is it easy to drag someone out of a building? No. Not at yeah, all. Well, drag yourself out of a building. You gotta drag me fire? out. 
Drag I'm me gonna up. drag your ass up, up, up. You know what I mean? I might have to. Yeah, I, I very easily could have a heart attack. Shape. I very easily could have a heart attack. Look at me. I'm out of shape. <laughs> and you would have to rescue me. Would I you want an out of shape firefighter to rescue No. You? All I made a comment was how he ripped he is. He's not ice cream ping anymore over That's there. That's weird. So, all right. Back to your thing. Why, what were we saying? I literally <laughs> lost track. You threw me off. I don't know. There's some here game we go. I blame. Gus it. said, uh, guys, big fan. Never miss any of the pulpcast. We need a non-bench racing uh, podcast. Get Kiefer. Uh, Ping Mathis JT uh, Tech podcast for bike repair Mods setup, riding technique and tips Training technique and tips How to get better places to ride For all the good stuff that pe- motor people want to talk about Outside of pro racing Oh Gibbs, stay off the mic man Your future is not on the air Prove your talents as a producer and you will go much farther in the biz Some practical career advice Not a personal shot Just like Kenny sucks as a host too But Kenny is a great guest Keep up the good work, Pulp Crew Don't you feel like I do enough podcasts? Do I need to do more? I'm always stunned that people re- listen to all the stuff that you already do. I do a lot of stuff. I know. And people I listen know. all the I time. Know. I know. I know. So, I mean, I don't know about a tech podcast and all that, you know, because what if I, like, uh, am I trying to explain how to Well, check? yeah, what are we going to do over the air anyway? It's kind of hard, right? All right. Uh, Jay sent this in. What question we missed? You threw one away. Uh, we never even got to it because you went all gay for a minute. Oh, Joker Lane. We're talking about the Joker Lane. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Oh, we're done. Oh, missing the Joker Lane. Mechanics. Oh. You were saying mechanics. How, how are how are you? I'll just say Jason Anderson. Is this he was the last one to do it? Like how are you? Not not his mechanic on the last lap waving that thing. Fucking Joker Lane. They like. don't look at the boards though. You know that these guys don't look at the boards. Mechanics job has never been more useless in the world. Well, I look, I used to look. If I mean yeah, maybe not every lap, but I back in the day. Different time. Can you imagine if you did the race the the, the racer's calendar now? The, how ripped you are. Like remember the calendar that you did. <laughs> Right? You were Rhino and Nate, uh, Nate Dog and everybody? Okay. No, I don't know what you're talking about. This guy just sent a question. I was hoping that you could maybe answer an important question. A good friend of mine was dropped from a satellite pro team due to a significant injury. I do believe it's a Cali-based contract that has any bearing. In the last year, he has won several invitational race championships as well as doing well at Loretta's in 250 and 450 Limited. Have you ever heard of this happening? We just learned of this, and obviously due to circumstances, this has to be anonymous. Thanks, Mathis. Say hello to Zach Bell for us when you're at it. I mean, I don't know. I don't know who it is. I'm guessing. I just, I mean, this guy's saying he had a contract and he got dropped for an injury. Yeah, shocker. Look, here's the problem. This is one thing that sucks about, I think it's just the business world in general, but motocross in particular, I've had contracts where I, I had an agreement signed by everybody. Hey, you're going to be paid this much for doing these races, whatever it is. That guy on Instagram said you were ripped, too. Okay. And oh, Primal Impulse yeah. was a great example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funding went tits up, and I'm halfway through the season, the mechanics aren't getting – no one's getting yeah. paid. Yeah, yeah. We're racing for free. Yeah. Suzuki's paying bonuses. That's the only thing – the only reason I even kept going to the races. I don't even know how they paid expenses. And it's like, what are you going to do? Are you going to get a lawyer and sue somebody who, who's, you know – Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, I, I had a... I had a con- it, it, your, your, your contract is as good as the, the handshake, you, you know. And also, too, don't contracts, I believe almost any contract you sign says any either side could terminate this party at any time. At any time. Um, terminate this contract. I was working for uh, Merge Racing. I had a one-year deal with them to promote their product, and I was... I mean, we were doing all right, and all of a sudden, I'm not kidding you, six months in, they're like, we're not paying you anymore. And I'm like, yeah, but I have a contract. Yeah, sorry, sales aren't good. We're not paying you. I have, 
Yeah, sorry. It's as good as that handshake. So <laughs> if that guy's a, t- a tool, then... Dude, it just happens, right? It's yeah. just, it, I mean, you, you've caught thousands of stories. Travis Preston still owed money from people he was in there, um, you know, six months yeah. ago talking about it, so... Yep. All right, uh, let's get to a uh, commercial break, and we're going to come up on, uh, on Rick Johnson coming in, the bad boy, too hip. The great Rick Johnson. Bad boy, bad boy. God, he's good at everything. this guy right here. Uh, all right, so I'm going to go. Ping's going to go oil up his arms with some coconut butter. And uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. We'll be right back with much more. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about Fly Racing. Fly Racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Braden, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory-level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Racetech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. NFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out NFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where
where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each, plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house, as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiff is that you have when you come into corners. and. What's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. It's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out, the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. Full-time one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. 
We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with eight pinch bolts instead of four and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Shearmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes Mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brighton. I work for Justin Marsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Yeah. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like got to run Galfer. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition, all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV, Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest-growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno proven and made in the USA. Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's Unleash the power within. Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. 
For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections Proving Ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PULPMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Schwartz? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience. We'll process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Hey, 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 W-Wheels. Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo Brakes. All the W-Wheels are built by the same guys, that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or XL. WUSA, used by Reed, Rocks, and Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. 
anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 70-75 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. 
They have been working behind the scenes with Factory Riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's a win-win. Head over there, check them out, guys. Chained our hearts in vain We jumped, never asking why We kissed, I fell under your spell of love No one could deny Don't you ever say I just walked away I will always want you question of whether or not you were gay this song just wrapped it up people are certain <laughs> the jury was out they're in jury's in verdict guilty I, I'm so excited to have you back in studio. It's been too long. <laughs> Apparently. I, have to, I can't believe your body. <laughs> I can't believe Miley Cyrus. I, Miley, I, I know. Mean, wrecking Ball. Of all the songs she sings, you go with Wrecking Ball. I don't think I know any other songs. But <sighs> I Party in the USA? Yeah, take her back to the Disney time. I didn't mean to start a war, Ping. <laughs> I didn't mean to start a war. But you wrecked me. So, David Pinger, everybody, four-time 125 Supercross winner, former factory rider. Uh, you know, First American to ever win a Supercross on a KTM. <sighs> we got a man on the line, though, Ping. He, uh, oh, he's, he's, got, he's got you covered, covered a little bit. <laughs> in every which way. Uh, you, know, you, have four, you know what? You have probably four, got a better body than you me. You know what? He's got no 125 Supercross wins. Well, take that, RJ. Rick Johnson, welcome <laughs> to the show. <laughs> Gentlemen, what's happening? No 125 Supercross wins for you, RJ. <laughs> just those piddly no. little championships and whatnot. <laughs> yeah, just that, you know those those medals and all that crap. <laughs> just that. Um, but uh, you know, they didn't, unfortunately for me, they didn't have a 125 Supercross in well, 1981, so I had to just try to try the 255. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You didn't have a nine-year career like Pingree in 125 <laughs> Supercross. Oh man, I'm a, little, I'm a little too big for. For 125, yeah. so I don't think I would have made it. I, if I, he, I would have sucked badly. If RJ would have ridden a 125, he'd have broken one in half and stolen that from me too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> um, hey, welcome to the show, RJ. Thanks for coming on. Rick Johnson, of course, multi-time AMA Supercross and Motocross uh, champion. So thank you for coming on. Not a, not a problem. And ironically, what's so what's so cool about this right now is I'm driving through Bishop right next to Dave McCoy's house. Uh, the OG man that started Mammoth, started Mammoth Motocross. And uh, and just the other day, you know, he's getting inducted into the 
uh, uh, Glenn Helen Hall of Fame, the NFL yeah. Guy Hall of Fame. Yeah. So he's 100 years old. Oh, wow. Is he really? Yes, he's 100 years old. And I was out riding with him in a Polaris Razor the other day, and he's sharp as a tack, and it was just so awesome to hang out with him and talk with him because I used to come up here all the time. You know, even when I, I couldn't win that Nationals on the same same day as the, the Mammoth Motocross, I would always just come up here and train all week and you know, became good friends with, you know, David Barrett and David McCoy and Casey McCoy and all that. So right now I'm driving through. I'm actually passing Dave's house as we speak on 395. So, Ping, I know you've been up here a bunch. I know you've been up here, Mathis, you know. Yeah, I'm um, just rolling into Bishop. So. Oh, there we go. That's, that's my. Awesome. That's my. What is today? Today's Monday. That's my Monday night. Dude, I, I follow you on social media, RJ. You are one busy dude. Like you, you seem like you're just hopping from one thing to another. Whether it's the announcing, whether it's some truck racing, whether it's going up there. Uh, you know, yeah, you're a bit shooting commercials, which we'll get to a little bit. Rick Johnson's busy. Yeah, yeah, because you know, I, I made so much money in the 80s, one of my championships, that <laughs> I just, ah. Uh, RJ, do you, you realize, do you realize, do? I you, do all this for fun, you know? Do you ever lay awake at night and think about how much money you would have been worth if it had been 10 years later? <laughs> no, um, no, it wakes me up early in the morning, and I gotta go to work. I don't lay awake at uh, night, because no, that, it, it's wasted time. I'm, I'm too old, and I'm too tired, I just go to sleep. That's, Did, that's your alarm that wakes you up before I don't, the sun comes up. I don't up, want right? to alarm you, RJ, but Josh Grant used to make over a million dollars a year for 125 Supercross and 125 Nationals. I don't want to... Good, good for him, bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever crack a million in your best year? Um, I came really close okay. here, and that was with everything, and that was yeah. with making over. That was like making over a hundred some grand with European Supercrosses. Right, like right. One year, one year I did everything. I mean, <laughs> two Japan, right? Two, two Japan. Yeah. Geneva, uh, Bercy. Yeah, um, just whatever. Oh, you were there, yeah, right. I, uh, yeah, I did everything, and, and uh, so. It was cool. I pissed a lot of that money away because it was, it was cash, <laughs> you know, stupidly buy buy cars and boats and do all the dumb things that I was told not to do. But I did it, and uh, but it's okay. Well, honestly, I wouldn't change. I wouldn't change a thing. I probably would have went a little slower on the couple laps in 1982, but yeah. <laughs> other than that, yeah. or I would have, if I saw Danny Storbeck and Gator back, I might have Swing pulled wide, off, right. <laughs> if, if you saw him in a bar tonight, would you stab him with a little knife? I'm just no, curious. No, no, no. All I right. have friends, that, I have friends All right. that would do that for me. <laughs> you, forget, you forget who I work with now. You know what I mean? I don't have to do that. I got to do that thing. Um, you know this this the, the stormic thing's gone round and round. You know the the bad and like I said, I've said it a thousand times is that I don't harbor any hard feelings for Danny for landing on me and hurting me. He just it like broke my heart because he was my friend and he was like never said hey sorry dude. Yeah. And even because he thought it was my fault and you know what I crossed underneath him I kind of scrubbed you know and and he jumped along and it was just it was a racing deal mm-hmm. but he never even said hey dude sorry right even though it's your fault. And, uh, and and so, like I said, it, it, it's it's water under the bridge, and my life goes on, and I'm going to get my thumb fused and the rest of it fused here in a little bit. 
I'll get some good pain. I'll get some good pain pills and I'll pop No hard feelings. I'm going to lose my thumb and yeah, no hard feelings. So yeah. I probably won't have full use of my hand, uh, but it's, you know, I mean, it's water under the bridge. It's all yeah. no big deal. Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for the great Rick Johnson. Uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call now. We got him for on the line for a little bit. Uh, on the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. RJ, first up, uh, Red Bull Straight Rhythm. You worked with Wygant. I apologize for that. Um, what a cool event, though, man. Like, I was talking to, to Hammer, Jeremy Millot at Red Bull, and I was like, you should, like, take this across the country, maybe go downtown, some, you know, like, take this, a little, make a little series of this thing. And he was like, you know what? I don't think so. I think I just want to make it special one event a year. But what a great idea. What a cool I- event and everything else, right? Or maybe not. Or, or no. <laughs> He's so pissed um, off about Storbeck right now, he can't even talk. He can't even. <laughs> He's driving. We're losing him. Yeah. We're losing him. He's still talking about the Red Bull straight. With He's how going. Cool it was. He's yeah. going. We just can't hear him. Um, it is a cool event, though, Ping. All right. Do you got me oh. now? There oh, you are. There we are. What's All up? All right. I'm back. So, anyway, so at first I thought it was a stupid event. I'm like, oh, that's going to be dumb. And then I got there and I watched it, and it's everything that I love about Supercross, and that's the battles. Mm-hmm. The guys racing head to head, close, by a nose, by an inch, by this, that, you know. And then, and then all of a sudden, that now they're coming back and they're learning each time. And and honestly, I think it's it's what it's what was missing in some Supercross riders' uh, portfolio because mm-hmm. they 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 go to these they go to the tracks all the time. They ride, 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 ride. And Ricky Carmichael was very diligent. If he fell on the left hand corner his mom would have him do like 20 minutes of left-hand corners mm-hmm. to straighten it out and i did a lot of that you know breaking breaking it up and i think you're going to see dungy come out of straight rhythm a much better supercross racer more animated more not so robotic and things like that and i um so once i saw it i'm like man i love it because it's it's the last lap with guys, it's the it's the start and the last lap put all together. Yeah, and and so it's the racing that makes it cool, you know. Um, and and the fans, the fans loved it. And yeah. I agree with Jeremy though; it can't be a multi-race deal. I think it's great as a one event, mm-hmm. um, one event deal, and um, because it's special. And also, if you do more, then guys are going to have to mm-hmm. pick and choose. The guys have so many Supercross races; I think they need some breaks, anyway. Right, right. Um, I think it's just too hard for them. I, I would love to. Like a couple of years when I first started, we would do like Anaheim a week off, then Seattle, then a week off, then San Diego, then you know, and then we would start the grind. Yeah, and I think if you gave the guys a week off early on, mm-hmm. I really think you'd see a much thicker field and not so pinned out from injuries. Yeah, probably a good point, right? Yeah, yeah, but I, but it's not my it's not my series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, really, right? Uh, I got to take issue with you. You had like a uh, fantasy bracket uh, of all time racers. Did you see that ping? I don't know if you did, but I did. Uh, he had Lachine losing in the first round. Lachine would have been perfect for Red Bull straight with him. He didn't have to be in shape. Just be, right. Well, just... that Bailey. Well, here's the deal. Bailey wrote that. Okay. Oh, okay. So right. It was Bailey's bracket, and I agree because I like the way it matched up. It put Hannah against Glover. It put me against David. Mm-hmm. You know, and, but but it really wouldn't. I would think that. I, I said on the on the, yeah, on the you... cast that it was perfect for Ronnie and his oh. long legs, and and honestly, who it would who would be the worst at it, even though he's such a stud, is Jeff Ward. Yeah, yeah. Because being being short, 
Um, he was very methodical, didn't like to hang it out and stuff like that, but he would wear you down. You know what I mean? He was, mm-hmm. um, and so he wouldn't be strong in that. Hannah, Hannah would be fast because he would be balls out, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think I would do good just because I was strong and I'm willing to hawk it a little further than sure. some of the guys. Yeah. Um, and, and David, David would have, have it figured out on the first time through, you know what I mean? <laughs> right, and, right. And, and, and Omero would be, would be mega smooth and stuff like that. So it, you know how it is. You can't, you, you can't go old. You can't guess. No. Yeah. It's yeah. too hard to compare eras. I know, but, 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 but on a good day or bad day, but like, I agree with you. Machine would have been very, very good there because he would use his length, his body angles and, um, his greed for money. <laughs> and he, probably, he probably would have smoked us like he did, did to me at Geneva's, uh, no, no, in, in uh, Barcelona. Right, when he showed up, mispractice and all that, right? Yeah, mispractice, missed the heat race, missed the semi, <laughs> rolls in, wins the last chance, saving energy, smelling like vodka, doesn't even do the parade lap because he's saving energy, gets the whole shot. I get off through about eight, I catch him. And I'm right behind him at the finish line, and he wins, and he barely has the energy to stand and collect his trophy. I'm like you bastard! <laughs> oh, I know, right? Just but epic. The, dog, the dogger was smooth and fast, man. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Hey, uh, I, I got a question. Let me ask a question okay. here. About when you called his answer machine, or no? No, he okay. already knows about that. Okay. I think. <laughs> a, a super stalker back in the day. I had a question about the Disnations. Um, yep. Which which year? <laughs> Moving forward, uh, I, I feel like you know there was so much back in the back in your day. You know there was so much pride, and it was easier because we were winning too. But it was a big deal. It was an honor to go over there and represent America. And there wasn't as much racing during the regular season back then. Now you've got all these races. The guys go 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 all year. They're asked to continue to stay like on their game for an extra month. Um, and you know you got a lot of guys now turning it down and. It's hard to argue with him. When, like when Dungey says, you know what? I've done it five years. I'm burnt. I'm over it. He's the best guy to go for us. But you can't fault him for going, look. Uh, can you, though? January okay. to September pays my bills and sets up my family and my life. And I, I, it's not like I'm telling you, no, every year I've done it five years. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take this year off. I mean, what's your thoughts on that, RJ? Because I'm torn because I'm, I'm as patriotic as they come. But at the same time. I, I disagree. I disagree 100%. With Dungey, and I love Ryan. I love everything about the guys. Mr. Clean does everything right, and probably for his career, it is the best thing. I, I, I don't, I don't fault him for that. But if there's there's one race where you get to, you know, carry an American flag and say and do and do that, and that and that's that. And with with the American dominance falling away. You know, with Roxon coming in and <clears throat> the French, and then you know, you know, uh, the rest of the world is catching up to us. Yeah. And it, in some cases, they're passing us, and we're seeing that. But, but it's not like back when we raced that we got to hang out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is that we did the Golden State, and then back then we did the Winter Ams or the Trans Am back in the day, and then we had the. the well, what else was this called? Well, the, all, the, um, all the off-season stuff in Europe. Yeah, the yeah. off-season yeah. races and, yeah. and all the Europe's and, and Japan. We went to Japan and have to test and do all that. So I, I, I know it's like to have a, a busy schedule. Um, and so I like you. I'm torn with it, but I'm an American first. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to stand up. I'm going to stand up for my country. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to allow some other country to, to you know, to win on my behalf. Yeah. To, to be, to, I don't want someone to celebrate at my party. That ain't cool. Yeah. Well, and then can you believe even for a few years, Ping, that his nations was in the middle of the nationals? So these guys would be like, hey, I know I'm fighting for a 500 title. I'm going to his nations. Like, that's insane. Yeah. Nowadays, they would never yeah. do that. Like, yeah, it's, it's the, the attitude has changed about the race. And, you know, you listen to their argument, you're like, yeah, I get it's, that. Yeah, but, it's hard to blame them. But I then know. again, it's like. It's, Dungy went six years in a row. I mean, Wardy went right. more, but I, I know. Like, So you're like, okay, Dungy, I get it. Six years in a row. He hasn't performed like Ryan Dungy at that race. No. So then he comes back to America, and all he hears is shit for his free effort, you know, that he put. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. But I mean, I do. I do. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, though. But I watched the bikes, and you know, working with Blake and 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 everything. <clears throat> the riders now, the bikes are on such a razor's edge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, back when I rode, it was you know, stiffen it up, soften it up. You know, slow it down a little bit, speed it up a little bit. Now right. there's so many, there's so much. And, and here's another thing: is that the, the demand on the suspension is so gnarly because the tires are so much better. Yeah, you know, and and it's like it's like when it's like when road racing went to radials, and like when Rain, Rainey got Wayne Rainey got hurt, and a mm-hmm. bunch of guys getting hocked off because they couldn't slide them anymore. So now you have these bikes that are on the razor's edge, and then you go to Europe and you're racing so much faster than the. Than the I think the American promoters need to not make the track so damn deep. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everything is everything is a rut now. Yeah. It, you can't you can't move around. Bikes don't buck. You know, it's just like a big rut, and then all of a sudden it hooks guys because they want to keep all the sawdust and all the crap to keep it the dust down and everything like that. But mm-hmm. you lose the raceability of the track. Yeah. And so 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 that's part. That's a big part of of life for a top motocrosser today is you're splitting hairs, man. Because yeah. like Hannah, you know Hannah and me and stuff. It was just Get it close, I'll figure it out. You know. Right. Well, you guys, and, you guys had like Carlsbad, and then you had Southwick, and then you had everything in between. And I feel like right. we, yeah. we've lost a lot of that. You know, Southwick's coming back, but it's like eighty yep. no, percent of the tracks they run are the, the same, same. They run it's, the same tire. They just run yeah, the same right. tires. Yeah, all the time. And I think that's hurt us globally. Yeah, you know, when I, you're racing against these other guys, we we only know how to really ride one thing, and you, you take us out of that element. And it's yeah, we're we're off. Well, Here's here's the other thing. I was just talking to a, a, one of the uh, military guys that I trained. He's like, yeah, I was over in Europe, and I went to some of these tracks and watched Caroli and these different guys. And these tracks are beat to death. They're dry. And you've been over there, Pink. Yeah. You know, those, those motocross it's, clubs. It's terrible. They yeah. never prep them. They, they throw some water on every now and then, so it's square edge. It's crappy. And now, in a, you know. I, I, we go to Elsinore and it's a little bit dry and everybody <laughs> leaves. You know what I mean? And so, so I'm so guilty me. of that. Oh no, so am I. It's like you know, I go there and make sure that I'm the, I'm the like I let ten minutes on the track and knock down the, the, the big stuff, and then I go for like thirty minutes and then the bumps start to show up and I leave. Yeah. So, but but anyway, so in the in the old days we had to ride uh, really dry slick tracks. Yeah. And that's why Southern California guys excel because that's the hardest track to be good on. Right. Yeah. Is a is a slick, you know, where you gotta roll it on and, and, and find traction and, and and these guys got all these tracks in Florida where they're just like, Whoa, they're just dropping the hammer 
and there's no throttle main, you know, there's no throttle management, mm-hmm. and there's no, you know, sketchiness. It's like, oh, I lose my front tire. I can't stand that, you know. Yeah. So, so, so to me, I think you go back to kind of being the ugly Americans and ride crappy tracks and be better at everything. You know, but yeah. that's where I think that's where the Europeans I, are catching up because they can always build a supercross. I totally agree with you guys. I absolutely, when you go, I, I hear some of the complaints about these tracks from our riders, and you're just like, well, that's motocross, man. It's it's, and I hear it. I heard it from Caroli too, where he's like, yes, we have lots of different tracks. You know, you guys, I watch nationals; they look all the same, and I'm like, they are. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you guys are absolutely right in, and, that, in that sense. And it's tough because they're the promoters are trying to make it better. I mean, yeah. it's it's like we're yeah, trying to find ch- that ideal dirt, that chocolate yeah, they're brownie not out to like do anything wrong. Yeah. And, and if you let them get hard and dusty, yeah. you know, their, their, their argument is, well, now fans are got dust blown in their faces. Riders can't see. It's a safety issue. So when I worked at Yamaha, we showed up at Glen Helen for a test day and it wasn't groomed and Chad left. Reed just left. I'm like, can he do yeah. that? Yeah. He's out. Yeah. He's like, this is, this is a pile of crap. I'm out. I went down in <laughs> 94, uh, RJ and rode Palm Avenue, a bunch of the tracks you'd made <laughs> and ridden on. Dude, you want to talk about some choppy, yeah. rough, slippery son of a bitch? I rode Palm with Marty Smith in like '91. Jeez, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it was funny because Roger actually went out and tested one day, and he came in and it was awesome. It was probably one of the biggest compliments I ever got. He goes, "This is a man's track." Because you know, riding, <laughs> riding a 500 there was, right. was wicked. Because we did we did telemetry and like the rear wheel was going over 100. Yeah, yeah, my front wheel, my front wheel was going like seventy eight. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like so Jeez. that all wheel spin and just like just ding, 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 ding. And tell me, let me tell you, when you fell, it was like concrete. Uh, oh, yeah, and it was so narrow. I oh, jeez, RJ got kidnapped yeah. by aliens. You still there? All right, we had a cell. Yeah, I'm still, a, still here. Our cell signal went crazy there. Uh, hey, are you still working with Blake? Everything good? Are you gonna do that in 2016? How's that program looking? I'm I'm putting together a package to to help to help Blake again right now right now they're just doing Supercross and we talked a little bit on the phone but I'm not doing a ton of stuff with him as we speak okay but uh, but he's been really strong on mm-hmm. Supercross and um, you know I you know I I, I would have loved to have seen him do um, straight rhythm you know yep. his comment was you know I'm, I'm not a scrubber type guy yeah well learn yeah. figure it out yeah. go there. And figure something out, and that's and that's what I think. I think Dungey did. I really do. Watching him from from the practice, um, from practice, uh, uh, from practice to the last race, way more animated, mm-hmm. bending his body, scrubbing, doing different stuff. And I think you'll see him come out a different guy. You know, I, this is something I love about like the older school guys. You know, like yourself, you guys weren't afraid to to line up. Even if you knew you were going to probably get beat, you know, you would go to a Golden State knowing oh, yeah. that there might be some local kid who hauled ass. Yeah. Guys won't do that now. They are so afraid of not looking good or, you right. know what I'm saying? Just like what you just mentioned there. Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't, I'm not a scrub guy. That's not really my thing. Well, shit, well, you know. There's, there's no better example than the Kawasaki Race of Champions where the whole Cowie guys would line up every year and sometimes they got beat. Yeah, well, well that was, yeah, that was they, contractually obligated. No, probably, but I mean, but. nowadays, there's no racing at that race. Like, yeah. these guys can't do that, you know? Like, it's a perfect example. Yeah, but, but every, like, once again, what, what we didn't have back then was we didn't have a, t- a watered test track. You know, I mean, right. we didn't have a groomed Paris on Wednesday and a groomed, um, 
you know, yeah. Glen Helen on Thursday. There, there was no groomed tracks and stuff like that. And then you could maybe go to Saddleback, and it was the worst because the ruts were huge and it was concrete and stuff like that. So you just made tracks. and But I, I think I would like to see, you know, some tracks being narrower and, and guys just going out and, and going fast anywhere, mm-hmm. whatever, just going riding. But but then again, we go back to the bikes and the bikes and the tires and everything are so fast and so good and so responsive and and just a handful of dynamite in your in your hands um, that you you make one small mistake and. Mm-hmm. Your yeah. Supercross season is done. It's a million bucks to win a Supercross season. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, but I would t- I would fight everybody on the starting line for a million bucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's a hundred grand to win a race, win. RJ. A hundred grand. No, I know. I know it blows my mind. I'm like, it's seven grand to win a heat race. You didn't take everybody out. I'm like, you didn't just clobber everybody. It's se- it's seven grand to win a heat race. Wow. Yeah, I I just beat. Going down the tunnel with a little shiv and just take that. Imagine how much money uh, Chad Reed has made in heat race wins. Good oh, God! Man. Uh, what do you what do you think about bike sizes, RJ? If you if you could right now go in and tell the promoters and manufacturers, hey, these are the two classes. This is what we need to be racing. What would it be? I'd get rid of four fifties. Four fifties are too fast for Supercross. They they don't. They, it's hard. It's hard to to move that thing around. You know, I, I've always drop hints about the monster cup i think that should all be all on lights because you watch the racing and the lights and they just dice hard imagine imagine everybody on lights how knotted the race would be it'd be more like a 250 two-stroke supercross where guys come in pivot hard in the corner they're not just going and then when they do a block pass you know it's a bar should just come straight in and stop you know in the middle of the corner you know, I, I I like the being able to come in and square and get out, like when we saw the races with Chad and Ricky on two fifties, two fifty two strokes. You know, I I think if you just the two fifty two strike, I think is probably one of the hardest bikes to ride fast because it it, it hits hard and, and all that. So I mean, even you know coming out of corners, clearing stuff. I mean, you can sit with a fuel injected four fifty. Even my fat ass could sit, roll up to the triple, and just roll on the throttle in second gear, and I'm going to clear it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, now, am I, am I going to do it? No, right. but <laughs> it can be done. Well, I, I, haven't, I haven't seen a Supercross triple in the last five years that a 250 couldn't jump from the inside. Correct. Every one of them. Every yeah, single one. Yeah. It used to be, back in your day and even my day, there was always a triple 125s couldn't do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when when Travis was on a 125 and, and Ernesto and stuff was on a 250F, and it was just like, no, Travis, you ain't clearing that. Yeah. You know, you can try, and you're going to case it every lap, and it's not going <laughs> to it's not going to help you out. And then Davey Millsaps you know, on a 125 as well. But yeah, I I I think 450s are too big and too fast. I mean, maybe a 300, or or like I said, I think a 250F. With everybody on it would just would be a, a, a unbelievable race, and and here's the thing is that we're here to race. Like I, when I was a racer, it was like I'm going to work on my starts. I'm going to have endurance. I'm going to do this, and if I could destroy everybody and make them give up by lap 18 or 17 or 16 and, and win by a long ways, then I was very proud of myself. But now I'm a fan, and yeah. I can't stand that. It bores me to tears. I don't. I'm like, uh. 
So I like the mud races because so much crap can yeah. happen. <laughs> and in this truck racing, they, they made this competition yellow, which I, I fought it. I'm like, that's stupid, man. I get out in front, I deserve to be there. But then it's like, no, imagine if we had a competition yellow at lap, uh, <clears throat> like if it's a 20-lap yeah. main event, on lap 14, they pull them up, they stagger them, bring them all together, and then go. So now whoever's out in front, you know, and, and let's say Dungey gets a bad start, he gets up to second or third, now he's right on him, and now we've got to race till the end. The the attendance would be out the roof. The people would love it. It would just be the most – it would be exciting finishes. We'd have – we have straight rhythm finishes at every Supercross, and guys would just have have a chance to just rack them and stack them, yeah. and let's see a race because that's what that's what it's about. We're here. We're we're a show, not just I'm the best. Yeah, you know I mean? no, the, the 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 teams fight felt a lot on anything they want to do to try to make it more entertaining because you know they're kind of in this mindset of racing, but they got to realize that. There's 500 channels now, and if you're not entertaining someone on TV or whatever, or you, you know, there's things to do all over the place with a live ticket, they'll they'll leave, they'll leave your sport if they're not entertaining. If it's boring, they'll just leave. You know, nowadays they they can do that. They have choices, so it's, right. it's a little frustrating. Um, RJ, thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Always no, hold a good on. time. I got one Wait, more for you okay. I go. Yeah, no, absolutely. Right. Why not get rid of whole shot devices? Right, uh, I love that. Them. I hate those. Rid- sure. Why not, get, yeah. why not get rid of them? You're going to slow them down a couple miles an hour going through the turn. You have a safer first turn, and now you don't need it. I, I could not agree with you more. There used to be so much technique involved in a start. You know, right. feeding that clutch and the throttle and body positioning. And now it's like, have you watched these guys do It's like, I don't know, oh. I, it looks ridiculous to me. They're like all squatted and kind of leaning like back on the seat and then just dump the clutch. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. And so it's, so if, every, if everyone's got it, why have it? I agree. Yeah, absolutely. No, not, sure. Yeah, let's do it. It would separate, that's guys. My, that's my two cents. And Ping, how you doing, brother? How's, how's the fire? How's the paramedic stuff treating? It's good. I'm getting ripped. Steve thinks I look really good. Dude, he's in shape, RJ. He's <laughs> like, you're looking sexy, brother. Dude, like I think he's got a lot of time in the firehouse to just kind of cross train, and you know, and like good he looks, you. he's got. It's, it's going really good, man. It's uh, check out Pulp MX Show on Instagram, RJ. Pulp MX Show on Instagram. Go follow us, and you'll see a photo of Ping, and like, dude, he looks like Vin Diesel or or The Rock. It's, uh, it's all right, Nate. All right, there it is, naked on a rock with one boot, Ping. I want to see. <laughs> it. There we go. Let's do it. RJ's uh, thighs the size of a Volkswagen. Yeah, no, I don't got RJ thighs. <laughs> no, it's a lot all of right, fun. Guys. I get to do something different and uh, and learn a whole new thing. You know, which uh, kind of like you jumping into trucks. It's just. It's fun to be everyday challenge and learning something new. So I'm digging. You're helping people. Yeah, yeah, he is. That's a good thing. Always, uh, always great to have the legend, the icon, Rick Johnson, on this show. All right, thank you guys for having me. Good talk, a pleasure. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. All right, late. Rick Johnson, everybody. I love that guy. (laughs) JT, what's up? What's up? Go from Rick Johnson to Jason Thomas, one champion to a German Supercross champion. You got the Rock in the house, dude. You got to see this guy. He, he's got guns on him, JT. This is getting ridiculous. Uh, do, I feel safer already. How happened? Jason Thomas, uh, brought to you by Fly Racing. Fly Racing, Mitch, much more than gear, helmets, and uh, and casual wear, people. Fly Racing produces a full range of bike stands, loading ramps, tie-downs, handlebars, grips, levers, and more. All tons of hard parts and mountain bike gear as well. Visit flyracing.com to visit the full range of hard parts. Everything good at Fly Racing, JT? Yeah, we're good, man. Uh, how's Travis Steve doing? I'm a little more interested in that right now. Well, Travis Steve was on the bike yesterday. 
All right, back at it. 18 miles. Um, And I, just to give you an idea, there was one segment where my personal record was 343, and I did it yesterday in over nine minutes. (laughs) Wow. I'm a little off the pace. Got some gravy running through the veins right now. (laughs) I'm a little off my pace from Strava Steve days. Was uh, that all a continuous motion, or was there, I mean, how does that even happen? I think I stopped. There was an asthma attack somewhere in the middle. Honestly, I don't, I had to have, I don't, maybe there was one part where I uh, had to, um, my Allen key fell out of my, out of my pocket of my shorts. And like, I was like, maybe I went, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. It was, it was not good. Uh, all right, let's get Jason Thomas here to talk, talk about the X-Brand goggle tear-off segment. It's the X-Brand tear-off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. X-Brand goggles. Choice of champions everywhere. Paying Brock Tickle wears them. Nick Way wears them. Uh, Kyle Chisholm. Freddie Noren. Kyle Cunningham. Ben LeMay. You name them, they wear X-Brand goggles. EKSBrand.com. Use the code PULPAMX20 to save yourself 20% when you check out. Uh, they got grips now. Soft titium grips. Fantastic. You and Tickle boys, huh? You guys... Take care of each other. Yeah, I like Brock. Yeah, good. He made me very angry this yeah. summer, but we're we're fine. I, Let's I, call him. I have him on the show tomorrow. Uh-huh. I don't care. Yeah, I'm good. I know. I don't think you're gonna have a show on Tuesday. <laughs> I don't think we're he, gonna get RJ in here. and We're gonna call it. up uh, well, Storbeck too. Here's the thing that was funny. Like he kind of pissed me off, and I think he was in the wrong. I came on the radio show, kind of blew him out for it, rightfully so, I think. And then that was it. He said, "I don't want Mathis around anymore." So, like, how am I the dick? <laughs> You did the dick thing first. And maybe I did the dick thing second, but you don't get to do a dick thing third. Anyway. A lot of dick things. A lot of dick things going on. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. I don't know who's wearing X-Brand next year. We're in negotiations with a lot of athletes, so we'll see what happens there. Um, And uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser to uh, um, our guy Gibbs here. And uh, you have 15 seconds on the clock to answer these things. X-Brand goggles, a choice of champions everywhere. X-Brand.com. Much better than Dragon Goggles. All right. Okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I Ping. will never come back. <laughs> oh, you got to oil up those arms of yours. <laughs> did Ping run, run to Vegas? <laughs> Dude. Uh, will, you, did you, will you please check out the Instagram on Papa Mech Show, JT? And, I've seen it. Oh, my gosh. It's, I've seen it. <laughs> God, he's more. Where's that? Pookie bought ice cream, and I will eat some, damn it, tonight. Okay. All right. Fantastic. I haven't seen a forearm that veiny since Kiefer's Periscope. (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Let's go. X-Brand goggles. Did that have his wife's vagina on it by any chance? (laughs) It looked like a a, a what? A A Petaluma flower opening up? (laughs) Is that what he said? I don't know. He gets weird every time. Last time he was on the show, I can't can't even remember, but it got weird again. (laughs) Like... I was like, what are you talking about? Well, you guys called me, and he started talking about it. Like, man, i got to get back to the show and save it. He's, this guy's running. What's he talking <laughs> He's about? Just throwing it down the tubes. Yeah. All right, let's go. All right, Ping, first question for you. How does a young Supercross star sort through all the track hoes and find a good moto wife? Uh, my, my personal opinion is you don't, you don't marry a track hoe. Uh, some of them work out. Can I go a little longer with yeah, the explanation? Yeah. But that's not very many that work out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I told, oh, you know what? We got to give a little shout out to my wife tonight since oh, yeah. it is my 14th Speaking anniversary today. <laughs> why would you bring it up when you're talking about track Well, because here's why. I'm going okay. to follow right. this okay. up. All right. I met my wife at a restaurant mm-hmm. while on a date with like a track host, some little hood rat. 
<laughs> and I made her wait outside so I could go in and talk to my wife and like try to, you know, see what I could make happen. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You said to the track, snap. Well, there was a wait. And so I took her outside and I said, hey, hang out here. I'm going to see if I can go get a seated sooner. And I went in and was talking to my wife. And it, it took a lot. Of, she had a boyfriend at the time. So I had wow. a lot of work to do. Yeah. And I went to work. Damn it. Okay. And, uh, I like that. I told her she thought for the first two months I knew her that I was a plumber. So I told her. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought if she can like me as a plumber, then we're good. Yeah. I bet you were a plumber. Those pipes. I'm clogging pipes. Yeah, your pipes oh, you got. Sorry, I wasn't going to go there. Anyway. Um, all right. Fantastic. You can't turn, who, who said you can't turn a hoe into a housewife? That's from a very famous rap rap album. Snoop Dogg, right? Miley, I think it is Miley Cyrus? Dog. It wasn't Miley Cyrus. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> I didn't mean to start a war, Pink. <laughs> all right. Uh, okay, Steve. What was the most interesting thing you learned during the Tom White podcast? That I learned? Um, mm, he wasn't listening. No, I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. Come on. <laughs> I think it was easy, by the way. I Great radio, bro. I really don't know. I mean, obviously, I know Tom White a little bit. Uh, he's a great guy. Started White Brothers from nothing. I think I learned that um, I didn't understand that they were doing motor, motor modifications uh, when they started. I thought they were more of like a distribution center, but they started doing motors and suspension. I didn't know that, I don't think. So, all right. All right, JT. Uh, Moser fucked this up a little bit, but I'll correct it. It said, if you could become a cop like Huff Daddy or a firefighter like Ping, which would you choose? He said you were a cop, Ping. I think I would go the uh, paramedic route. Firefighter. I, you know, the toughest thing for me is I don't love, like, uh, people. Blood, you know, like, uh, not that big on, like, gory situations. That would be tough. So, you know, like, I feel like every, and Ping, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, every you know, firefighters now had to become a paramedic, basically. Like, they kind of merged those two, I feel like. Is that uh, the case? It, it depends on where you're at. In Southern California, yeah, big cities, pretty much. But, like, Ron here, who works up in uh, Victoria. beautiful Victoria, British Columbia, mm-hmm. the, the, the state runs, or the country, rather, runs their EMS. The so um, all of the ambulance services run as a, as a national run organization so the fire service is Who just, these questions? just fire service you uh, know hey, you know the you know what police and firemen have in common though right they got big guns they both want to be firemen i just i don't want to handle all, i i don't think i can handle the ems part so ron, well, i don't want to be a cop though because you just deal with the scum of the earth yeah yeah ron what were we saying in the application line one of them made the wrong turn oh yeah. ron can i tell them that what are you doing now with a cop or no? Uh, yeah, she wouldn't be listening. Ron's, <laughs> Ron's banging a cop right now. Uh, really? Divorce, divorce cop, yeah. So like he, 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 he's a fireman. He's just giving it to the police. Thanks, GT. You know, literally just giving it to him. So he's very excited. Hey, Pink, you know how we, you know how we, uh, we, and I love this angle. We talked on the show or maybe on Racer X podcast. Like, we want to give out a business card to these young racers, like 1 800 call Pink. Yeah. Like, they give you, like, you know, like if you're at a party and you see this track hoe, or if you're, if you're, um, you know, you see a triple, uh, some quad, and you think you can make it, like whatever, just call Ping. Like you'll. You know what they have uh, in the NFL? They have that rookie symposium. Yeah, that's right. what Ping should do. Right, because yeah. Ping's made a lot of these mistakes, or he's seen them, anyways, made them or seen them, and so, um, uh, anyways, Ping. So as a fireman, you go to these. You enter San Bernardino, which is not Beverly Hills. 
Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, you must go to some situations where you're like, wow, like you people, you need to really figure your, your shit out. Do you ever want to give these people some advice? Well, I cannot break any HIPAA violations, okay. but I will tell you, yeah, you have no idea some of the stuff that you want I to mean, do. some, yeah. what's HIPAA, what do you mean HIPAA? Isn't that like a health thing? Yeah, health information. Well, yeah, but... You cannot supposed to talk about anybody's oh, okay. particular situation. Right. But yeah, I feel it's... like a lot of those areas would be meth heavy, if that makes sense. You must see some things, Ping, where you're just like, holy shit. So. You just have no idea. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next question. All right. Uh, Ping. This is kind of relating to what we were just talking about. Weirdest call you've got to go on as a firefighter. Of all time, uh, number one. I mean, you don't need, don't tell us any addresses or names. Uh, so, all right. This is this happened recently. Okay. Uh, you and your big guns was a patient who was with his girlfriend. He was hogtied and gagged in bed. Their friend was in the room watching Okay. when the girlfriend stabbed this guy in the neck with something, like a pen or a knife or something. <laughs> and the guy watching freaked out. He's like, whoa, this isn't part of the deal. Oh, so, okay, so the, the, a guy was tied up, but a guy was watching? Yes. Okay, yeah. And so the guy throws the girl out of the room, calls 911. He, you know, he doesn't untie his to buddy? Control he bleeding. leaves his buddy? Still tied up. But he's, got his, he's trying to control bleeding. It's like a hit him in the neck, like hit a vein or artery, and it's just... Every heartbeat or whatever. It's going no everywhere. So... Yeah, there was blood everywhere. Wow. Somebody no. forgot the safe word. <laughs> yes. Well, it's hard to say the safe word when you got blood running down your neck. Uh, Ron, what's what's your weirdest? Oh, man. I don't know. I've had a lot of different You've calls. You've done 20 years in calls. What's... Uh... So, Ping, you showed up and you're just like, what is going on here? Hey, you, you know, like you, you literally have to burn your clothes and you're done. Blood everywhere. <laughs> So, like, JT would not have liked that. <laughs> not no. have liked that call. I would Imagine. have opened the door and then left. JT. Like that <laughs> oh, you're going to die. See you later. JT's true religion is just <laughs> blood, blood everywhere. <laughs> well, I have a list of things that I just don't do, like hog tie. Um, you know, there, there are things, like, I just don't cross those lines. So, that... I would just my, – my best recommendation is call 911 again <laughs> and hope for the best on the next truck that shows up. Um, Bruce graphic question uh, on one. What was Ron? What was your, I don't know. There's, I've, uh, I've mean, gone through so many calls, uh, on a, on a funny note. Um, we got called once, uh, a lady's budgie is in a tree and she wants to get this budgie down. I see it happens. How do you get a budgie down? What's uh, a budgie? It's a, a budgie, little, a bird, a little bird, oh. a bird, a parakeet, parakeet. <clears throat> so she had some seed out. She had the little cage out and the bird obviously is not coming back. So she asked if we could uh, put a ladder up, and that wasn't going to happen. So uh, what do you mean it wasn't going to happen. It just we're not going to put a ladder up, and just no. take a ladder off the truck. No, 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 no. Okay. It's, it's an engine. No, it's it's not going to reach. Okay. So uh, I suggested we could maybe try to knock it out with some, some water. water. <laughs> so she agreed to that, <laughs> and 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 I told her there's no guarantee this thing does not fly off. So she accepted the offer, and I told my guy to blast that sucker out of the tree. <laughs> And the bird flew off. Oh, okay. bye bye. I like I like Ping's hog tie story better. It Ron. is good. It is good. Yeah. Do you want to know what's frustrating? Like this, I'll give you one more quick story. Okay. Three in the morning. Yeah. We get a call and uh, it comes as this headache. Three in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, maybe maybe this guy's having a stroke. <laughs> Aneurysm. Like, okay, yeah. you know, you're thinking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we roll into this area that's 
seedy at best. <laughs> this neighborhood gives, you know, it, it, to call it seedy is it. <laughs> upgrade. Yeah, anyway, we roll in. This dude meets me at the door. And I'm like, hey, who are we here for? He's like, oh, you're here for me. And I'm like, okay. This dude's like standing there like totally normal. Walks into his house. I'm following him in. Sits down on the couch. And I'm like, well, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I got a headache. He's just totally normal looking at, like, not, you know, holding his head in pain. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Did you hit your head? Are you, like, give me, you know, when did this start? Like, you're trying to get some information. Yeah. He's like, yeah, just like tonight, you know, my head started hurting. I got a headache. And I'm like, <laughs> well, and I mean, you know, three in the morning, dude. I, yeah. I'm, yeah. I want to sleep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here's where JT also couldn't handle this call. Well, JT either. would lose his mind. <laughs> you have to, like, bite your toe. So I'm like, well, this isn't really like a 911 type of situation you know if you really feel like it's that bad you could drive yourself to a clinic tomorrow or something perhaps yeah and the mom's right there he's you know this person's like 17 18 or something and uh, i'm trying to be polite and professional and i'm like so he's like nah man you know it hurts i got a headache and the the mom how you know it's just a headache how you don't know you ain't no doctor she's coming at me and i'm like all right we'll get a set of vitals and you know everything checks out completely normal i'm like listen man why don't you just take a couple aspirin, go to bed, turn the lights off, and go to sleep. I bet you a million dollars you wake up feeling fine tomorrow morning. If not, you give us a call back. No dice. Nah, I won't go to the hospital. No, no. Uh... <laughs> do they get billed for that? Well, sure they do, but it's Section 8 housing. They're not. Uh, yeah, we get billed enough. for that. I'm yeah. paying for that. Yeah, exactly. Steve paid tax, for that. Tax. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Anybody else living in California paid so for Cal. that? So these get filed away with my bill for DNA energy drink. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was long. So anyway, those yeah. are the frustrating. All right. Things. Yeah. Next question. All right, JT, who do you think is training the hardest this off season? Uh, I don't know. I think I think everybody. Is, ping, you know, ping, I would I say, say all the. I say ping. <laughs> <laughs> ping uh, I would say everybody like Tomac and all the Altmaker guys. Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of guys that are all putting in crazy amounts of work. Okay. Uh, Steve, what is the most common comp or uh, complaint you get during the show or about the show? Um, probably they don't like you. I don't know. That's nice. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, it's hard to complain when it's something free. People right. find a way. They do. They do. Like they got the headache. Maybe the f bomb. The f bomb sometimes. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's true. Do you Chewing. get complaints on that? Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah people. Yeah, people so, poor so, taste. Sorry, bud. <laughs> they, they've they've not been as frequent as since Kenny Watson left the uh, show. He liked to drop the f bomb here and there. All right. Next question. All right, Ping. Which current pro would greatly benefit from watching Ping One Hundred One writing video? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Um, probably none of them. I mean, I don't know. They they should be past that point. It's kind of geared more for. It's a dumb question by Moser. Probably. I I don't know. Andrew Short, just say Andrew Short. Rookie Terrible. kid, maybe. I don't know. One eight hundred ask pain. It's good for amateurs mm-hmm. because it's what is it's it, kind of geared. Is for. it still selling? Still a little bit. Yeah, occasionally they yeah. want to go. Okay. iTunes. Yeah. No, because you broke them up into sections, right? On iTunes. No. Oh, I th- oh, my bad. No, thought you did. But it's uh, like. Different video, you know, six dollars or something. Yeah, ping, ping, uh, Motocross 101 on sure. uh, it's right yeah. there on uh, on uh, right iTunes. Everybody, check it out. You want to learn how to go fast like David Pingree, four time 125 Supercross champion? Where is it at? It's right uh, there, underneath oh, the Canadian flag. Yeah, uh, there you go. 
All right, next question. All right, JT, what is your biggest perk of working for Western Power Sports, and are you hiring? Your brother needs a job. Help me out. Biggest perk? Uh, Living in Boise. Free gear, I guess. I don't know. There's a lot. It's, it's hard to say biggest. Um, and then I don't think I have anything for you, Gibbs. All right, thanks. Uh, Steve, final question. Ping became a firefighter. If you pursued a career outside of moto, what would you do? Male gigolo. I saw that coming from a mile away. I really did. Yeah? I don't know. Male Maybe. prostitute. Depends on if you want to make money or not. <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> I, I could. Uh, I, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm screwed. Ping, you, you got out. I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm good at this. I'm good at this. I make money at this. I enjoy the racing. And honestly, I can't imagine getting up in the morning and going to jo- a job and get- getting off at five like a normal person. That'd be really weird. You know, I'm going to Bulgaria on Thursday. I mean, suck when, all night, everybody. When is the travel going to You're going to be everybody. like, enough is enough. You got, dude, you've been traveling a long time. You got to be Yeah, burning. no, I am a Same little bit. Same with JT yeah, Money. You guys yeah. fly so much still. I can't believe it. Yeah. JT seems to love it. Airplane yeah. window shots, bro. <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> Don't. Don't don't make it mad. No, I know you're right. Yeah, he will block you. <laughs> he will. He will. I'm too scared. Look, look at the size of the thing. I can't block him anymore. Um, yeah. No, it's um, I don't know. Yeah, fireman, cop. But, but hey, come on, the cop. They'll hire anybody. I tried to be a cop back in the day, and I and I uh, passed the physical test, and then I waited all day to go and apply. And they said your eyesight's bad enough, and I'm like, oh, I just waited like literally waited like two hours. <laughs> a Mountie could have told me to, that earlier for you to tell me that my eyesight was too shitty because I had you know glasses forever. Now I got LASIK. But anyways, uh, is that it? Are you gonna be a Mountie? What's that? You're gonna be a Mountie? No, it was cop, city Blame. cop. Yeah. Uh, uh, Expert on goggles, choice of champions everywhere. Brock Tickle, Nick Way, Freddie Norn, Ben LeMay, Kyle Cunningham, Kyle Chisholm, just some of the guys that wear X-Brand. X-Brand goggles, you don't wear X-Brand, you won't win. It's that simple, folks. JT, you know Guts Racing, tires? GutsRacing.com. Visit GutsRacing.com. T- Pulpamex 2015 discount. Uh, the official seats of RCH Suzuki, Yoshimura Suzuki Pro Circuit, Cowie, Geico Honda, the foams, bases, everything you need. Guts Racing for your seat, anything for your ass area on the motorcycle guts racing has you covered all right go ahead Bing. i was just curious if jt knew that michelin tires are now easier mounting as is potentially pook i didn't downstairs. i did not know that but i thought they were already pretty easy well we're we're, we're gonna it. see if uh pookie is also easier mounting she's right behind Blame. you i know oh <laughs> well, we're waiting for that answer did you not text it <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think we could be in trouble <laughs> How much for your ice cream? It's gone. <laughs> flyracing.com. Visit flyracing.com to figure out more what they got going on for 2016. Uh, the limited stuff's gone already, so I can't really pump up that up, JT, right? That's all gone. So. Uh, I think, well, dealers still have some. I think we have like okay. 10 pair of pants left or something, but obviously dealers all right. probably have some still. You can't uh, order it from me anyway, so yeah. you have to get it from the dealer. Um, and how is um, everything else going oh, with the uh, Fly Racing program? What should we see? What should we expect to see in the coming months? Uh, we have, uh, you know, right now it's kind of the dead time. So, uh, we already launched all the stuff and then we're kind of waiting around for the season. So we're just, uh, concentrating on planning for next year. And then, you know, we, we have some pretty cool stuff planned for once the season gets started, but, uh, just like moto industry, it's kind of right. just uh, quiet, a little bit quieter right now. 
You know, I tried to get your guy Palmer on the show tonight. Fly oh, yeah. guy. Sean Palmer. Yeah. He was up here maybe a month ago. Maybe less. He was just here. Ping's very frustrated with Sean Palmer's communication. Very difficult. Very difficult. I've heard that. It's not the first time I've heard this. <laughs> Shockingly. Uh, we got a question, phone call question for you, JT. Uh, Andrew, what's going on? Nope. Andrew, thanks for calling the show. What's your question for JT? Yeah, right on, man. Um, Steve, first off, uh, I got to thank you for all the content, man. Uh, your show's great. Thank you. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, been a really good one. Do you RJ. listen? Do you listen to the uh, Racer X podcast? Also, Fly Moto, Fly Moto sixty, all that. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, for sure. Uh, yeah, uh, that Tom White interview was awesome. Thank you. Yeah, it was interesting. He's an interesting guy for sure. Uh, Paul Parabino's podcast up now. It'll be out tomorrow on Racer X. Another interesting guy. Um, and um, so thanks for listening to that. Also, hey, you got to be. You're Canadian, right? No, oh, oh man, you, you sound Canadian. Uh, just about. No, I'm up way up uh, north Idaho. Okay. Well, um, do you like hockey? Oh, uh, you know, I I really never got into the sport. I love skating, but never mind, man. Fine. Yeah. It's funny yeah. how like Montana, North Idaho, North Dakota, they all have like Canadian kind of right. Oh, for sure. Kind of for sure. They do. Uh, but Andrew, what's your question for JT about fly? Yeah, Jason. Um, man, uh, for fly to bring in the BOA technology, I think that's just. That's really cool. I'm I'm familiar with the Boa Tech from from the snowboard industry and and just kind of watching their development through the years and and I've just been really stoked with their product and I was just curious. I'm sure it's uh, you know kind of right top here. secret or whatnot, but if there's any talk on bringing that Boa Tech from the from the evolution to a whole new evolution of, of boot. Uh, well, you know what, with the BOA thing, it's obviously kind of one step at a time. Uh, you know, with with our partnership with them, we wanted to get something to market quickly, and the pant was pretty straightforward. Uh, we thought we could get it out, you know, the, the quickest, uh, and it was the, the, the application made the most sense because there was nothing out there like it. Right. But now that we're kind of further along, uh, we're looking at everything, to be honest with you. So, um, sure, yeah, boots. You know, all kinds of protection. Um, I mean, there's, you know, sky's the limit. You just run into uh, how to stay price competitive and how to, you know, make sure it's going to stand up to the rigors of motocross because it's a completely different application than what it's been used for in the past. So uh, the short answer is, yes, we're looking at all that kind of stuff. Um, And as we get closer to market, obviously, I can talk about it more, but uh, I would say any anything you can think of under the sun where you've kind of had on a drawing board at some point or another. All right. Well, that's good to hear. That's awesome, man. All right. Thanks, Andrew. Yep, thank you. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Um, JT sounds so adult. You know, market yeah. competitive, nah, rigors. He's, he's insane. He's, nah, just, he's totally changed. Dude. Oh, he just sounds he's, like a, he's very grown up. <laughs> very proud of you, JT. <laughs> Uh, we all have to sometimes. Right? I, I went, I, I want to say like 35, 36 years without a real job. Yeah. I thought that was a good run. Yeah. I made it at 33. Yeah, Congrats. Old racers getting <laughs> getting into the real world here, right here, folks. Yeah. What happens when you don't make enough money to retire racing motocross? Right here. Two, two prime. Yeah, I'll, be up at, I'll be up at 6 a.m. tomorrow. That's what happens. You know what? Rick Johnson has to get up that early too, man. Makes you feel any better. Yeah. Ricky. RJ. 
Johnson. Uh, all right, let's do the uh, NFAB question of the day right now. The NFAB question of the day. N-Fab.com probably made in Houston, Texas, USA. Light mounting solutions, bumpers, Jeep gear. Uh, they got orange Jeep gear for Weege. N-Fab.com probably built in Houston, Texas, USA. And uh, I've got a couple of steps on my truck. It's fantastic. To learn more about N-Fab products, visit N-Fab.com. You have N-Fab. I do. I have, you have the N-Fab same steps. steps. Yeah, yeah, I love them. And they're great. You they love are, them? yeah. And um, so, yeah, great. Uh, and, you know, they stepped up for the Motocross the Nation's effort for Barsha. I saw that. It's pretty Thomas legit. and the guys at N-Fab. N-Fab.com. And as RJ said, we're 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 bitches. Like we need to go back to taking that race more seriously. Yeah, he straightened me out. He did. Yep. Yeah. He changed my. But mind. he was kind of on Dungey's side a little bit. He was. Yeah, a like little. he he understood a little. Or do you think he wanted to blow him out, uh, but not didn't want to do it on the radio? I think he he's disappointed. Oh, okay. That our best aren't stepping right. up to go. That's uh that Barsha, is your... Barsha took it about as seriously as I could ask for. Oh heck yeah. Like he was getting after it, right? Heck yeah. Uh, so I gave my buddy Ron here, Fireman Ron, uh, currently presently banging a, a 32-year-old uh, law enforcement officer in Victoria, British Columbia. Uh, are you showing her the long arm of the law? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my buddy Ron, Jonathan, Fireman Ron. Jonathan and Ron are doing very well. Uh, Ron, uh, Ron, I've known you for a long time. Long time. Now, uh, yeah. 1995, 1992. When did I meet you? Uh, yeah, you uh, were doing furniture. Yeah, I was doing furniture. Still a mechan- trying to be a mechanic and doing furniture. Uh, well. So, um, Ron, I gave you one question, one chore. You had to come up with the NFAB question of the day. Okay. For myself, JT, and Ping, what did you come up with? Okay, hopefully, Here we go, folks. hopefully this is a good question for your listeners. Um, if you can take all the past <laughs> motocross champions. Mm-hmm. Tim Ferry. In their prime. Okay. Put them on the line, but you can't include Ricky Carmichael. Oh. Who wins and why? Tim Ferry. Wait, motocross champion or like could they be a, uh, supercross could they motocross? Be a, what, could they be a regional one twenty five champion? Sure. What sure. kind of track are we on? Uh, let's say outdoor. So who wins and why? JT's going to say Eli Tomac of the first five motos this year. <laughs> Even though there was no he champion. Wasn't champion though. He no, was a champion. Uh, yeah. Well, no, he won one twenty five champion. And we get a Grand Prix. Uh, any any. It's a tough world, question. It is. Tough it question. is a tough question. Because if it's Sand Everts, hands down. Yeah. I mean, I would, say, I would say in their prime, I'm going to go with Stu. <sighs> I, I, yeah, a Stu. Yeah. Yeah? Dude, Stu. Just one race. One race for all the glory. He's got to keep prime, it together. Like one race. Yeah. Does he keep it together? That's Can the he keep question. it together for two motos? Well, he did for 24, did the he? The cow. Not? Remember, yeah. he was the cow. Even, even in his heyday, did he you, was the cow. Did you coin that? I tried. It didn't really stick. He didn't care for it. <laughs> he didn't care for it. The goat and the cow. The crasher win. I feel like 07, 08, he was, you know, kind of at his best. Like, he was tough to deal with those years. Yeah, I guess I'm kind of forgetting that. But I don't know. I still say you put him on a sand track with Everts. Everts eats him up. Stu eats Stu up. Yep. On sand. Sand. Stu grew up in Florida. Everts is Everts. Okay. Everts did beat Stu. Yeah, Ricky, Ricky ruined Everts in sand and Zolder, though. I don't know if I'd call that sand. But That's yeah. why you can't count Ricky. You yeah. ruined everybody. Yeah, yeah. 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 Ron, Ron's rules where you got it. You can't count Ricky. <laughs> Ron's rules. Um, That's a hard. That's just a hard. Yeah, question. it's it's it's. How do you not say Bob Hanna? How do you not say that's RJ? What I mean with the different uh, RJ different eras in training. Bailey. No, RJ. RJ was better than Bailey. RJ was better than Bailey. Um. Really? Yeah. 
bail, bail? And 90, what if we're right 91 yeah i don't know man no bail bail won the 250 national title in 91 with only he didn't win a race i don't think or he won one stanton had a dnf otherwise bail got bail got a little lucky in the 91 250 nationals is that the people, year he won everything yeah people don't realize 91 maybe final. barnett and his prime on 125 uh, timmy what about timmy is anybody on board with that we got any fo- anyone for Timmy? Anybody? <laughs> any, t- any takers on Tim? Bud's Creek. Tortelli. He's good looking. Tortelli, ninety nine, early ninety nine. Good looking guy. Steve is a homosexual. I'm certain of it. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, good question, Ron. But uh, yeah, pretty that's, tough. That's the I'll ultimate. Take, I'll take uh, Tortelli for Tortelli for best cook. Yep. <laughs> That's the ultimate bench race best, question, right? I mean, best you dress, never best dresser, Seb. Yeah, Tortelli, hands yeah, down. Yeah, All right. he makes my wife look like a homeless man. I mean, he is <laughs> on it with the dressing. Most scarves. And, okay, most chicks hooked up with in their career. Factory, factory Phil. Factory Phil. <laughs> hands down. You think he's got MC beat? And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you sound like a confident man. <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe there's someone else, but... Would Phil and Wilt Chamberlain have, be able to discuss? Like, Wilt's passed on now, but... Come on, 20,000? I, I don't think Factory's up to those numbers, but... Okay. All right. There's no way that that's true either with Wilt Chamberlain. That can't be true. Yeah, that's before Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, Mike, you got a question about Chad Reed? Yeah, um, I believe it was Atlanta. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he borrowed or he wrote a uh, two-stroke KX250 for opening ceremonies, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, whatever happened to that big controversy that was going on with him and the guy that uh, the guy owned him sold that bike. the bike? I don't really know what happened. The guy tried to sell on eBay, and there was a bid for a hundred thousand dollars. And shocker, it never got one hundred fifty. Never. I think got. He, he ended up just selling it to some private guy. Someone put he had all his info on on uh, eBay or whatever, so somebody just contacted him. Yeah, Chad was a bum. I, Chad was a little. I thought Chad was a little weird about that. Like, he was bummed. He put an Instagram post and blew the guy out. And I get right, it. Right. And I get it. But whatever. Let the guy have his his. You know. He was going to get 150 grand for the he bike. He wasn't. Though? No, but that's just it. People no, just bid no. it up. People just, got pissed off. Yeah. Because Chad posted about it, and they all blew it up. Well, didn't the guy uh, take some sell it on shots that. at Reed I, I before? Thought that? I thought I'd get pretty close to 200 grand at one point. And yeah, now yeah, yeah but it's all like people. Nothing, you know, yeah, but, 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 he wasn't going to get any money from it, no. So. No, no, I was pretty ridiculous. I just didn't know because I know there was some talk about some lawyers getting involved and this and that. And no, I don't know. Got pretty nasty for a while there. Yeah. No, I think that the guy ended up selling it, but yeah, whatever. He he got some tickets and a little money from Feld for bringing the bike down, and Chad gave him the pipe and silencer or whatever that was on it, you know. Um, but I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, All right, thanks, I Mike. I think they gave him like four hundred fifty right, bucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, who's this? Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Raquel. I was asking about the Roost graphics. Hey, what's up, man? How are you? What's your question? Yeah, I was just wondering, do the Roost graphics would they be able to stick to my ass? Yeah, for sure. Uh, how hairy is Sorry, it? I know it's engine. I know it's engine. Oh, oh what's up, engine? Oh. What up? Uh, Damn, you Pingu. held that for a while. Yeah, uh, Ping, we miss you. Thanks, buddy. I missed you. Wait, were you on any of the fires up north? Nope. I was stuck in a oh. station covering uh, shifts from for guys that were there. <laughs> people have headaches. Uh, I was on one of them, and I was looking for you, hoping I'd see you. What were you doing there? 
Uh, I work for a. It's just both that I work for right now. Your phone broke up. Yeah, I can't hear you. Pay, pay, get a better cool. phone, Sinjin. Wildlands. Wildlands. So, forest Service or what? He's on location at the forest fire right now. <laughs> well, good chat. Good chat, Sinjin. All right. Uh, Daniel, what's going on? You got a you got a uh, a question about the industry? Yeah, I was just curious because uh, we kind of got we got a, a guy who works for a distributor with JT and team being a former team manager and he was a mechanic. How hard David is it Wilson. for a new company to bring a product into any part of the industry, whether it be presenting it to a team or to get it into say WPS? And for you, Steve, did you? Did you ever have anyone, you know, bringing a product and say, hey, can you give this a try on the Yamahas for us or anything like that? We, as a factory mechanic, I got to say, we had more than a few kooks, nice guys, come up with some idea or invention that they wanted us to try on the race team. And honestly, I mean, at the, that's the worst possible spot at the races. You're like, yeah, 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 like whatever. Like just there's a protocol and a, and a, and a proper way to do this. Uh, to get into a race team and usually involves opening up a checkbook at some sort, um, you know, to get the product into the team. Uh, it is really tough. And to get a distributor, well, JT would know better than I would, but that's also tough. I mean, there's a lot of established companies right now. I mean, I guess, JT, the best advice is have a good idea. Have a great idea. Yeah, unless it's yeah, something you can, that's... Uh, prove the need or demand for it, um, you know, that's, that's going to be your best chance, you know. I, I know that uh, speaking with Vent and BTO over the years, uh, he would always get a, he would get approached all the time, you know, sell our stuff, sell our stuff. And basically his rule was until people call my, you know, or, or email me or call me requesting your product, I don't really need to carry it. Yeah. Yeah. If you have a product that is, is new to market, something like a widget that no one's making, you probably have a better chance, but I mean, those are tough to come up with, right? Yeah. So if you're just making a better widget, those are tough to get in because, yeah. You know, the, the the stuff that people are using is tested and tried and true, and people know it. Yeah. So if you're just going, hey, this is better than that, you should try it. They're like, yeah. But, uh, cool. Daniel, it, it, yeah, do you have a better widget or do you have a new widget? No, I was just, I, I, uh, I have a buddy who works for a company who's been um, working on designing pistons and valves and a couple of cams, mm-hmm. and it just kind of sparked a little curiosity with me. You know, when you have guys like PC and whatnot who have the best of the best of product and all the other companies, Wiseco and whatnot, with their pistons and all of that, how hard is it to get a new company involved and how accepting are the other teams to try? You, I mean, you make an appointment, you get in, you show the product, you have some data behind it. These guys will listen. If it's better, they'll listen, you know. And uh, Or, you know, you can literally just pay a team to run a product, and even if it's no good, they'll put the logo on their bike. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, might not like, have it inside the motor. Yeah, but. but, you know, for real, though, like, that's another way to get things on, on board on a team is pay some money and, you know, get on a team as a sponsor and, and then work your product in from there. So. Sweet. Right on, guys. So, thank and you. also, oh. thanks, Steve, for the content. I work some crazy night shift hours, and I live off of the archives. So oh, I really yeah. appreciate all you guys do and all the co-hosts uh, and so everything you guys put out. You should see Ping's, Ping's guns right now, Daniel. So you'll, uh, you'll get a hold of them. Uh, thanks for listening. No, no, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Right on. Have a- All right. Hey, uh, do you think people would be shocked at the number of products, sponsor products that aren't used, like where it's just a logo and they're uh, using something else? Probably. <laughs> probably. Um, 
Yeah. I could come up with 10 right now. Well, let's share them with us. I mean, I don't want to blow anyone out. I'm just saying, like, stuff you go, wow, really? Yeah. Title sponsor stuff. Right, right. Yeah. The hip act and all that. Can't really bring that stuff up. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, JT, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Uh, Always a good time. Uh, FlyRacing.com. Jason Thomas. Bye, JT. Fly gear. Best out there, bro. Glad Glad to hear you're doing well, buddy. Thanks, man. Yeah, just you just guys are a real show. bunch of grown adults just here, aren't pumping you? Pumping it up. Wait, why so much hate, Steve? No, no, no. I'm saying a bunch of grown adults. It's really nice to this see you guys hater. succeeding. Nice to see oh. you guys succeeding right. and leaving me behind. You're leaving me behind in the moto industry a little bit. Like it hey, kind of sucks. JT, you coming out for the Racer X Ride Day? A couple weeks? Uh, where is it? I don't even know about it. It's at the Cheney Ranch on Saturday, the seventh. Private invite only. Oh, November. Yeah. Nope, I won't be there. Why do no, you guys that, hate Racer X? December. Oh. I went to the Castile Ride Day a few times. Racer We're going to hang out in Morgantown, Ping. Yeah, we are. Are we, go, are we doing that? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I mean, are you in? You yeah, what I told you. You don't know. Yeah, but you're sketchy with your... No, you know, I told those. If he can do those days, I'm in. If not, uh, I'll yeah, see. Yeah, the dates are confirmed. It's already done. Okay, I can't wait to do it. Where I can't, I can't wait to piss off a bunch of people again. That's what happens every year. I make bold predictions. They watch it. Oh. They get really mad at me. So now this year, you're going to take a lot of heat. I like that, Ping. I will. So. I'm in. Uh, thanks, JT. All right, see you guys. See, see you, man. All right. Sinjin, real fast, we got our next guest on the line. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, real quick. Jimmy, since Armour's backing out, where the fuck is he going to What's he going to do? He's riding 250 Supercross on a Yamaha. Yeah, I know that. Yep. That's old news, yeah. Um, Armour pulled out? Yeah. They're having their own team. Uh, I don't. they're fuckers. Hey, you know what, Sinjin, you know be really great? You have his number. Why don't you text him? I'm not going to be that guy. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you know what? I really don't know what's going on um, with this team, with this program. I think they're announcing it soon. I think he's. I heard he's got a new title, but I, I can't say for sure. I did talk to him the other day about uh, playing the guitar. I'm trying to learn how to play guitar. I know he Are taught himself. Yeah, I know he taught himself, and so I got some tips from Jimmy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fuck Arma. Okay. All right. Thanks. I love you guys. Thank, Thank you. Yourself. All right. Our next guest brought to you by Roost Graphics, RoostMX.com. Pulp Nation saves you 20%. RoostMX has their own section for the Pulp Nation people. Uh, Pulp MX t-shirts, stickers, graphics, uh, all sorts of things. Uh, but these guys have been in business for a long time. 48-hour turnaround. Uh, they're, of course, the graphic company, the Cycle Trader, Rock River guys, and RoostMX.net is their address. Check them out on the web. Check out all their products. They custom make things. Uh, great company. Great guys. They've been around for a long time. So, um, these guys came to us, uh, Slayton Racing came to us and wanted to discuss their lineup for next year, um, and we're more than happy to talk to them. I want to know more about this team, and uh, it's nice to have their team manager on, Paul Marciano Jr. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, good evening, guys. How's it going? Good, great. Thank you for uh, being on hold for a little bit. We appreciate it while we uh, discuss, uh, I don't know, whatever we were discussing. Oh, that's great! That, that's great. It's 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 been a great show so far. Thank you. I appreciate you listening. So, all right, a little bit of background on yourself, actually, if you don't mind, because I know you're a little bit new to the motor world, but you have an extensive racing background. So, um, uh, just give us a little bit of uh, how you got the gig, what you think about it, and what, kind of what your background is in racing. Well, I you know I came from the four wheel side of things, Steve. You know, I've, I've been a race car driver uh, most of my life um, on the four wheel side. And, uh, I met the Slaytons about a year and a half ago, mm-hmm. um, actually through, um, Jeff Andretti Motorsports. Um, I met those guys and, and we started a relationship, you know, Bruce and, and John are, you know, a good father and son team, you mm-hmm. know, trying to, trying to make this gig better. Sure. And, you know, we started talking about, um, some of the technology and, and things where, you know, car racing is IndyCar car racing, 
um, you know, formula car racing of, of all kinds and the technology that's there and, and how, you know, very few Supercross teams have even started to scratch the surface of where this thing can go. Yeah. And, you know, we just got to, we got to talking and I, I, I'd see those guys once in a while at a, you know, at a function or at the racetrack. And, you know, Bruce said, Hey, you know, why don't, why don't you come out and just check out our deal? Mm-hmm. You know, come to some events, check us out and, 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 and see how this thing is going. Let's, let's have some, you know, some discussions about it. So sure. we talked and I went to some rounds and, you know, saw what the guys were doing and what the team was about. And, and, you know, certainly there was some room for improvement there. Um, and the more we got to talking about this, this thing, we, we wanted to make this a reality and, and, you know, they've, they've had some good finishes, you know, the guys put, you know, three riders in the, in the main, yeah. in every event last year, you know, and, and they had some good, what I would call, you know, 11 through 15th place, mm-hmm. you know, finishes. I think they had an eighth there once. Um, I think one other time a guy might have ran in the top 10, and, and we thought, you know, let's, uh, let's put a plan in place and let's get some key players involved in this deal and let's see if next year we can't move up some spots. And, sure. And, you know, we have a one-year, a three-year, and kind of a five-year plan at, at this thing. And, and our, our goal coming up here is see if we can't run in that five to ten spot, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yamaha, and, Yamaha bikes, right? Yep, we're back with Yamaha again, you know, this year and stuff. We've got, um, you know, we've got two test tracks, uh, one here in Phoenix that we're going to run at, one over there in, you know, in Southern California. So we've mm-hmm. got some good place for these guys to run. We. You know, we've got some really good key people involved in this thing. Guys that are all champions at what they do. Mm-hmm. I, my myself, I'm a five-time champion as a driver. Oh, wow. Okay. And yeah. I, I know what that fire and what that drive is about. Are and, you know, we've got to, you know, we, we, we used to, we used to purchase a lot of things here at, at Slayton Racing. You know, mm-hmm. we used to purchase our engines from an engine builder. Right. And, you know, he built engines for four or five other guys in the field. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's no real motivation to have the best motors in the field when you build them for a bunch of other guys. And so we've, what I've brought to the team this year is I've brought a lot of the people that I know in the industry, not only just the motorcycle industry, but the car industry as right. well. Um, we're doing all our engines in-house this year. Um I've got Teddy Boyko as our engine builder this year. Okay, so yeah, everything's going to be done in-house. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, our engines are going to be done in-house this year. Our suspensions are going to be done in-house this year. You know, we've got Donnie Coley over at RC Suspension doing all our suspension this year. Um, We've brought in a media guy this year to to handle our our partners and Mm -hmm. our partnerships that we have in the team this year. You know, we've we've gone out to raise those all-important dollars and they're not they're not sponsors of our team they're partners yeah because uh, we want this to we want them to have a future with us right yes you know, we don't mind getting married but we need to date for a little while <laughs> <laughs> you know well i i, I yeah slayton racing uh, you guys sound like you're really having a total makeover this year which is uh you know which is good yeah some of the things that you're talking about are are uh, great ideas no doubt about it um who uh who are some of the riders um, we've got right now. We've got Zach Commons signed. Okay, the um, pro you know, team green kid. Yeah, I'm familiar with him. Yep, yep. 
Yeah, he's been, you know, over on the Peyton deal, you know, for the mm-hmm. last four or five years. Um, he's got some really good finishes and shows a lot, a lot of talent. And, and again, he fits in that long-term plan. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've got him for the next two years. Um, nice. Now we know he's going to make some of those rookie mistakes this year. He's right. going to. This kid's a fighter, man. This kid's a fighter, and he knows nothing but the front. Oh, okay. And, and that's what we're hoping for, right? You know, right. For some more out of out of him. Um, we're dealing we're we're dealing with one other guy. I don't exactly have him signed yet. Okay. <laughs> but what, what they're telling me is ho- hopefully tomorrow by noon. Um, well, one of the other guys that we're talking to is Cole Thompson. Yeah, I've heard that from Canadian. You know, I'm Canadian, so I've got some some buddies up there. So yeah, there could be. Well, if you can put in a good word from a good word to JSR for us, that would really help, Steve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's he still races, in, you know, he's going to race outdoors in KTM for KTM Canada up there. Yeah, but he wants the Supercross ride. I know that. So, yeah. Um, so, you know, here, here's here's one one that came up for us, and, and you know, one of the other guys we have involved in this deal is, you know, we'd like to put a third rider on a bike this year. Okay. And you know, we have Ryan Clark involved in the team this year. And he speaks really high of you, Steve, as a as a pretty damn good mechanic yourself. Oh, let me tell you, Paul, uh, I like you on the show already. I've never met you, but let me tell you, you're welcome <laughs> back anytime. Um, well, here's what we're hoping is we're hoping we can get Kiefer to come back and run the bike. We'll we'll have a Paul MX bike, I, I like Yamaha. What about Pingree here? You as a mechanic. Ping? Well, hey, if Pingree wants to get out and give it a go, we'll put him over on the test track and see if he's still got some lead in the pencil, and we'll we'll let him give it a go. <laughs> what do you think, Ping? I don't ride Supercross. I'm scared <laughs> well, of it now. It's a motocross <laughs> only. Yeah, I got motocross I mean, only contract. It's not a 125, Pingree, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's only a couple more ponies. Uh, Kiefer would do it in a second. He hasn't let go of the dream. He'd still do it. For sure. I like it. Uh, how'd Ryan Clark get involved? Uh, Ryan is a good guy. We've obviously uh, raced against him for a long time. Ping, you did forever. And I've known Ryan for years. So how, talk about his involvement in the team. Well, you, you know how it is. You know, we call it pushing the needle in, Steve. I'm going to be honest with you. You know, all you got to do is just, you know, push it in a little bit. That that fire never goes away. You know, he. Right. Uh, we had a we had a meeting, you know, I don't know, a couple months back, and we talked about it and and. He was like, man, you know, I'm out, you know, I'm not really, you know, in this thing. And Mm -hmm. I did it for a long time. And then we just waited a couple of weeks, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) you know, and then the phone rang and he's like, Hey, you know, uh, what do you think about this guy? You know? And then we started talking a little bit and and he's been very instrumental in this team. You know, he's, he's, uh, he's helped us a lot with some rider selections Mm -hmm. and, and, and certainly having a name like Ryan Clark, you know, in, in this thing. Yeah. You know, with the Slaytons is a really, really good, you know, it's a really good thing for us. You know, Chris, Chris Elliott's another, been another big, big part of this thing for us, you know, with our media side of things and, sure. and getting a lot of things that, you know, Slayton hasn't had, you know, this year we're going to come out with some team apparel, you know, for sale for the fans and, and, and things that the team has just never had. Right. Oh, it sounds interesting. Yeah. It's nice to see you guys taking a step forward. How, how are you guys, uh, dealing with funding i mean for any team that's always the biggest issue i mean it's uh you know putting the riders in place people in place that's the fun stuff but being able to pay bills and stay in uh in the black ink is the hard part well you know what we've what we've done thing in this in this thing is 
the the dollars within the community within Supercross, it's just dollars changing hands. You know, SMF gives me dollars to pay to you know Teddy the engine builder, and he pays mm-hmm. them to you know Wozner the piston company, and and they're just dollars that kind of circle around. Luckily this year for us, we've got a great new title sponsor this year in YP. Um, which is the Yellow Pages. Oh, yeah, right, yeah. And, and you know, they're not just the Yellow Pages anymore. You know, they these guys do everything. Phone apps and, you yeah. know, Google AdWords. They do all these different types of mar- – they're a marketing machine. And, you know, they've they've wanted to come back and pick up that title sponsor within our team. And, really, we've gone a outside big deal, yeah. the motorcycle industry – to do it there's just not enough dollars in there although we've got good partners within the industry mm-hmm. you know fmf is a part of the deal you know jeremy over at moto graphics has been a good you know been a good supporter of ours um you know a lot of people have really really stepped up within the industry you know to help us recluse is another big one sure and, you know, and obviously yamaha too just, yeah and yamaha yeah, yeah yamaha's you know involved in this thing um, there's just, you know, fives and tens and, and tens and twenties add up. Um, we, we just needed to do some bigger things mm-hmm. and we've had to be very creative where uh, we're spending our budget mm-hmm. this year well, and, uh, and you, what we've chosen. Are you, uh, were you, sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Were you, um, were you being serious though about looking for a third rider? Do you want to get the word out on the show? Because I know we have a lot of, there's a lot of talented riders that could, try out or or you know or anything else do you have a if you do want to give out a contact info uh, someone listen to the show that wants to maybe try out for uh team yp slayton racing um do you is that something you'd be into you know steve uh, truly we're always open to talk to these young guys yeah always because uh, um, um, you know so. again our, we're, we're basing this stuff on our future mm-hmm. and we're always looking for guys because there are thing. some i would absolutely yeah. You know, give out my information, you know, there, and, and let's see if we can't, you know, talk right. to some of these other guys. All right. What is it? Let, let us let, let us have it. My email address is paulm.slaytonracing at gmail.com. There we go. Somebody wants to get ready for your email box, to, inbox to fly for these kids to try out. Because, Ping, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of good kids who don't have a lot of support, and they could use something like this. I mean, you know, it, like, and all they want, a lot of them, is just give me a shot. Look at me. Watch me. You know? Well, the problem like, is you, you come out of, of amateur racing or, you, you know, you, you've got enough money or support to do maybe a year or two of pro racing, and then you haven't made it yet, mm-hmm. but you, you have a lot of potential, yeah. but you don't have the money to go racing. So a lot of times, yeah, they're just like, hey, Take me, yeah. Because you were let, uh, Troy let Lee. Let me make I, enough money to stay hey, alive. Hey, Troy Lee, you literally took Cole Seeley kind of like that. It was, uh, hey, Jeff Ward, can you watch this kid? Can you look at him? We had uh, Jake Moss, Jimmy Albertson, and who um, was our other writer? Signed. Oh, Teddy Mayer. Oh no, wait, no. he got hurt. Okay. So we had we tried yeah. out for him. We took Borkenhagen yeah. and Blos. Yeah. For and Seeley yeah. for like. <laughs> basically no money yeah no we'll take you racing and it's going to cost us that alone was you know you give yeah. them a figure it's a quarter of a million dollars to take yeah, you racing for the year for sure yeah no but these are great riders yeah. that you found you know yeah, and they you know look what they've turned that into for all yeah. of them so um paul did i hear I, a while ago one of the rumors were you guys were going to work with suzuki did i mishear that or somebody told me that dropped me a line a while ago 
Um, we've we've had some conversations with them, okay. you know, along the way. Um, you know, we've just we've had a long term relationship with Yamaha sure, here over right. the last couple of years. They're great bikes and, too, and yeah. yeah, they're great bikes. They you know fit well into our program, and and you know again, Steve, we're we're basing this thing on our partnerships, mm-hmm. and you know we we want to keep those partnerships, and we want to move down the road, you know, with with these guys. Um, uh, the Suzuki thing, I, I, I think it's going to fit for somebody. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah. It's just not going to fit for us. And you know, we, again, you know, we've we've spent a lot of time this summer developing our our bikes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Ryan has done some a lot of development with us on the bikes. You know, Teddy's been working really hard in the engine department, and it just makes more sense for us to try to build this program mm-hmm. around a proven entity like Yamaha. Right. No, they're good bikes, no doubt. Um, and then, uh, um, so to give it out again, it's paulm.slaytonracing at, at uh, gmail.com. So, That's right. Um, yeah. Yeah, this should be interesting. Well, hey, uh, thanks uh, Thanks for coming on. Thanks for talking about the program. I think it's interesting. YP.com, that's a nice title, sponsor, no doubt. I've a good job on that. Uh, like you said, getting outside of the industry, that's what we really need in our sport. And, yeah, and I don't know about anybody else. I, Yellow Pages are something I just throw away that get thrown on my driveway every six months or whatever i'm anxious to see what what the new yellow pages is all about i go on yellow i go on well, the, i go you know, on, i don't use it oh i do on the internet yeah right. no i do absolutely huh. i'll tell you one of the things we're trying to do this year that you know we've brought to the slayton thing is once a month we get a phone call together with all our partners within the team and it's not just about b2b you know really anymore it's just about getting the word out on what we can all do for each other and the Yellow Pages has been a – YP has been a huge hit for us. And they really offer some really good programs out there, you know, for businesses of all size. I mean, from the yeah. smallest to the largest, you know, big national chains. Well, I think it's awesome you're drawing somebody, you know, another company in from outside the industry. We need more of that. So congrats on that. I'm anxious to see how it goes. Um, Paul, I'll look for you at uh, Anaheim. Come, uh, I'll get Kiefer. I'll bring my tools over. And uh, we'll we'll do some damage over there. Hey, and if not, we'll just put Clark on the bike. He can still ride the heck out of that. Oh thing, yeah, man. no, absolutely. Yeah, you never never really lose it. We'd get, love to get ping, but motocross only. So, and, and actually, and actually, Paul, to be clear, this is just is this just two fifty supercross to start, or are you guys planning on going nationals? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do is this year. You know, with with all the new personnel we have in place, mm-hmm. we're we're trying to build a, a foundation that our structure can really stand on. Yeah. And we just feel with the time that we had and, and quite frankly, the financing, yep. um, we're just going to run the West coast supercross series this year. Uh, our plan is to build on that through 2016 and in 2017 run both uh, supercross and the outdoor nationals both. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. No, it's good. Do you need mechanics or anything? Or are you all set on that? Cause I, I, I guarantee you, know, you people... we're, we're all set pretty much. Okay. Steve. I mean, you know, right. unless something, something happens to right, somebody, right. you know? Um, and then, uh, are you still running that, the strict gear or are you guys moving on from them? Or I, I was going to say, cause that nope. stuff stood out last year very much. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, no, no, we're, we're moving on to, okay. a, you know, to a different gear company, right. um, a Canadian company. Um, oh, FXR. We're, you know, nice. we're talking with the guys over at FXR. Oh, yep. nice. Yeah, I know the owner well. And He's a good friend of mine. Been dealing with Andy over there, and, and uh, mm-hmm. 
we're getting some work done with those guys and, and uh, Kiefer, looking forward to being a part of them. And you Kiefer, know, where, Kiefer, where's FXR? This is all coming together. Um, Who knows? We might just move this thing to Canada by the time it's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thank you for taking the time to coming on. Uh, you know, we have a, a big audience here on the Pulp Mech Show, and uh, no better way to uh, let people know what's going on than come on. I appreciate you guys thinking of us and uh, choosing us to let us know what's going on. I'm excited to see the YP.com uh, Slayton team next year, and uh, I'll come see you and, and, uh, and introduce myself. And th- Thanks again. Yeah, d- definitely stop by for sure. Um, we're going to have press releases coming out. Okay. Gosh, almost every day this week. Oh, fantastic. Um, Racer X Online, and I know we're going to be doing some stuff tomorrow. We're going to do the Commons announcement and stuff. And, and uh, Awesome. We're excited. Thank you for having us on the show tonight, and uh, I look forward to meeting you guys. Sounds good, man. Thanks, Paul. Thank you. All right, see you. Slayton Racing, big things. Big things in the play. <sighs> what do you think? So, what hey. was, what's your take on, on old Paul? Uh yeah hey you know what yp.com that's that's a serious outside title sponsor so that's awesome that's pretty legit yeah that's legit I I gotta um, admit when he first started talking I'm like this guy's full of shit he sounded like the uh, the mechanic or the old guy from Days of Thunder a little bit <laughs> of Hitler, like maybe Rob, yeah, a little moonshine Rob, Robert Duvall right yeah but man I I, I like. Uh, I like what they you know, he's trying to pull together. Yeah, you know what? Um, we do in our industry, and I know this from other people, sometimes we look at guys from a car race background or not in the mo- – you know, n- you're not from a SoCal bro, so I don't know you, so let's let's not listen to you. But a lot of people come from other uh, industries or uh, series or whatever, and they bring some good ideas. Yeah. And be- But he's not a sideways hat-wearing bro guy, so you write him off or whatever because you don't know him. But, the, you know, our industry, it's a little incestuous that way. A very. So Paul comes from a different world. He raced cars at a high level. It sounds like he won some titles. Four. Yep. Well, I got four Manitoba titles. Maybe that's a magical number. Yeah. And, uh, you know, NYP.com is no joke. And, uh, and Zach Commons, I don't know much about because I don't follow the amateurs that closely. Yeah. So I, Zach's... I hung out with him a little bit because he was buddies with Adam Sincerillo. Okay. So when I was working with Adam, he would hang out. And he's a great kid. Yeah. I, I haven't seen, like, I don't know what his results they haven't been probably amazing. But uh-huh. he definitely is a talented kid. He's a nice guy, hardworking. Yeah. And I think Thompson, the Thompson deal will come together from what I hear. Cole's good. Let's a legit rider. Okay, what about this? Because you know, he, I know he was probably talking about Pro Circuit doing their motors, or I don't know who did them, but that sounds like what he was talking about. Sure, yeah, they're doing motors for this many teams. Why would they do ours? Yeah. I get that. That's what drove Geico away and yeah, TLD, TLD away. right? Yeah. But at some point, at some level, depending on who you can get to do your stuff, they're still your best choice. Like, have you even heard of these people that are doing his motors and suspension? I have not. Me either. Does that make you nervous? Not the motors, because I know Yamaha used a flat track guy. There was a dirt track guy in Riverside that did motors. It's a four-stroke motor. It's a four, yeah. Cams, cylinder, piston, valves. Those dudes can figure it out yeah. all day long. The motor stuff, there's a ton of really, really smart people and out there. And that's a great platform. You, you almost can't even screw it up. That no. Yamaha 250. Yeah. Okay. I'm not, but suspension, chassis? Whoa. What did he say, like CP or CE or? Like, Again, JW, maybe, I didn't even hear what he but said. But maybe it's us being a little uh, negative. I don't know. But um, I want a guy who knows what it's like to be a Supercross chassis suspension guy. Yeah. Because I saw that with different people over the years where your local guy that you love uh, and is good at suspension, knows suspension, and he sets it up for Supercross. Guess what? Yeah. Supercross is a different animal. And here's the problem is you have to have a guy who can watch it. 
and say, okay, I can see that it's yeah. it's a little, you know, it's too soft. Right. You're going in yeah. and it's popping back right. up. That's what's happening. I need to go in and do this. Yep. Not a, well, okay, I did your stuff. How, how did it go? What, what do you want me to do? Yeah. Because riders most of the yeah. time are like, I don't know. It just sucks. Yeah. It's, it's just all over yeah. the place or it's this or it's well, that. Well, hey, you know what? They feel like, they, they, you know. Well, I mean, I wish them the best. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm a little skeptical on that side of things, but man, I sure hope they can, the more good competitive teams we have, the better. No, if they're you know bringing what? money in from outside. Uh, how many teams come and go? Welcome to the pit Slayton yeah. with, with YP.com and everything else. It's uh, uh, RC suspension. I've never heard of it. What does that mean? Carmichael? Is <laughs> Ricky doing stuff? <laughs> Ricky's doing stuff. Oh, my God. No, look, uh, uh, yeah, no. Um, I think that that's hugely important to have a guy that yeah. knows Supercross. Cause well, maybe this I, is somebody. Maybe, maybe, no, we, I, yeah. maybe we know him. They just We don't know his company. Or yeah, absolutely. Who are we? Just a couple of dicks. <laughs> All right, let's welcome our next guest on the show. Let's. Uh, WUSA has been a sp- longtime sponsor of our show. Uh, John Anderson down there has uh, really hooked us up. Been with us for three, four years now, and uh, maybe even longer. And uh, they've got the, coming up the World Vet Championships at Glen Helen, their title oh, sponsor for the World Vets. And uh, we got John Anderson on the air. What's up, John? How are you? Steve, how's it going, man? Ping, how are you? Hey, John. Uh, first yeah, of all, man. your father-in-law, uh, Tom White, yeah. uh, podcast with me. What would you think? I thought it was really good, actually. My wife listened to it as well, and mm-hmm. thought, you know, got talking it. to Tom, it, it probably could have gone on for a couple of hours because <laughs> he's got a lot of stories to tell and a lot of history in this sport. But he's, he's an uh, interesting guy, and uh, yeah, he good. he has some stuff. He has some stories, right? Like, what an interesting guy. Oh, for sure. I mean, just listening to it, just you guys would get onto a topic, and I'm telling you, man, he could have just kept going with that and it would have just blown your mind there was yep. stuff that white brothers was involved in and right people they worked with and all that stuff it was you know and for me it was cool because that was kind of my growing up i mean i was sure. 21 years old when i got a job working for the guys so yeah. uh yeah i got to experience a lot of that it was cool how's things down at w are killing it as usual um every time i follow you guys on social media it seems like you got a lot of Cool stuff coming out, a lot of wheels being built, and, and, and all sorts of different things, like, you know, Harley wheels and, and flat track wheels and supermoto wheels and moto wheels and, and just every all things wheel at W. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, we're just doing our thing. And, you know, right now, uh, I, I, I was listening to the show a little bit earlier, and I know you're. this is kind of like the preseason, I guess, and it's that way for us, too. You know, I mean, teams are still deciding colors and quantities and, which, you know, whether they want talent or kite or mm-hmm. whatever. So, yeah. I mean, some teams haven't even decided on colors yet, you know. So, yeah. it's, uh, yeah, but we're just plugging along. We're real fortunate to do what we do. And, yeah. And, uh, sales, yeah, we're, we're, sales we're going good. Yeah, sales going well. Business is good. Yeah, business is good, man. We, uh, you know, as you mentioned, we're, we're into a lot of different things, not just motocross. I mean, um, you had a guest on the other day, Eric Pernard, and, I've known him from a, for a lot of years from working with him at the U.S. Open and the, the White Brothers four-stroke shootout. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he reached out to me and wanted some wheels for a triumph he was building, so we made him a deal. And, and uh, yeah, he's nice. coming in this or sending a guy in this week to get him. So yeah. we're into all kinds of different things. You know, you were talking about the teams not deciding on colors and things like that. I'll tell you when assholes like Ping here, when he was team manager, uh, they'll decide on a color four days for A1, John, and then you need to build them 18 wheel sets. Four days before A1. Well, I, I, it'll sound like I'm kissing Ping's butt, but the truth is when I worked with Pingree when he was a manager at TLD and even when he rode for TLD, I will say oh, here we the go. truth is that he he was a pretty – he wasn't really 
uh, a stressed out guy. I mean, he it was pretty. He never didn't get that riled up. He was okay. always pretty even keel, and and he was he was. Oh. I remember when he was leaving, I was like, man, seriously, are you really going? And <laughs> he's like, hey, man, I need to get a real job, and I'm not going to make a living, provide for my family, being a team manager, and and uh, but look where he's at now, right? Oh, yes. he's, uh, he's got himself a good gig there. Yeah, he's a full fireman. With with I don't know if you've heard, but outstanding looking arms right now. <laughs> well, I don't want to be all homo here, but after I listened to the show a little bit earlier, Steve kept talking about it. I go, okay, I got to see what Ping looks like now. So I looked at it. I go, geez, Ping, you've been putting some na- uh, needles in your butt. See, like, see, he's jacked, dude. <laughs> he's he's going for some Vin Diesel rolls, uh, rolls here or something. To, I don't want to show that to my wife. She might all be on my back about no. getting back into shape. Yeah, I, I don't need no. that. Uh, he, really he, he asked for some uh, coconut oil for commercial. He wants to oil them up. <laughs> So, um, some butter. Yeah. He wants the butter. The butter his arms up. Uh, hey, but um, we had RJ on earlier, uh, the great Rick Johnson, yeah. and like he brought this up. I didn't even realize it. So, the World Vet Championships is the ninth. Am I correct? The November ninth at Glen Helen. No, it's actually November seventh and eighth. Like I said, yeah, uh, November seventh and eighth. Yeah. Um, the eighth is the main day on right. Sunday. And yeah. uh, and uh, so that's the W World Vet Championships at Glen Helen. Uh, I've raced yep. them a few times. Ping, have you ever? Well, we did it together. We did it once. I got I was your, I was your mechanic. Yeah, yeah. I think we got fifth, didn't we? Yeah, a distant fifth. <laughs> What's that, Ron? Oh, um, yeah. I, I really wanted to come do it this year because I got. Yeah. Uh, I've got a bike that I love. John, did you happen to see the pictures of that KTM 350 all done? I have not seen them yet. I'm, oh. I'm looking forward to seeing it. Did it come uh, out good? No, yeah, it's unreal. If you go on my Instagram, there's a photo, and and uh, Racer X's Instagram has a picture of it as well, or maybe it's Cudby's. Nice. Anyway, it's amazing, nice. and it uh, you took care of us good on those wheels. Those things came out so good. John does a lot of our project bikes at Race Rex, so W has always been a big part of that. But um, I wanted to go do it. I've yeah. got this bike. I'm yeah. and all you stoked, yeah. Yeah. and I have you our Race Rex ride day on Saturday. Okay, and I work Sunday. So ah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Kiefer, I think Kiefer's coming out. He'll be out there. He's gonna- yeah, I think Kiefer is. Like- I think uh, he's kind of a little bit bummed now that Preston's got a full-time job. I don't think he's going to make it out. But I don't know this to be fact, but I have heard that, and I hear you talk about him a lot when I listen to the show uh, in the days after, that uh, Tortelli supposedly was coming uh, to race this year. So we'll see if that all plays out. Is he 40-plus, or is he still in his 30s? No. No, I think he's in his thirties. I yeah. I don't yeah. know his exact age, but I bet he's probably mid to late thirties. I think you guys probably know better. Than uh, me, but what would you think? I did hear that. Probably he's younger than I am. Yeah, he's he is. easy on the eyes. That's for sure. Oh, um, is Rhino <laughs> Rhino coming up? No, I don't think uh, so. I don't, I he don't doesn't ride anymore. He, he doesn't, huh? No, yeah, I don't think so. I know I he said he, he didn't ride, himself. but then I saw a photo of him riding, and he said, "I'm back," or like I got what? back on the motorcycle. Yeah. I know he said he was retiring after the last crash. That was really bad. But I thought I read that he got back on a bike, and I'm like, oh no. But anyways, maybe. You know, it's, yeah. Well, you know, you, you take enough hits off of the old biggity bong, and you'll say a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really, right? Um, yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, uh, um, yeah no. So looks, what did RJ have to say? I, oh yeah, right. So go get Tom going up to uh, do their interview. Getting back to RJ. About that? So no, um, and the name is now escaping me. The mammoth, Ma- Dave McCoy. Dave McCoy is Dave being going to yep. get the uh, uh, Walk of Fame at Glen Helen. The treatment this year. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Um, the Edison Die uh, Edison Die Lifetime Achievement Award. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And Bud Feldkamp and Tom White actually uh, chose Dave McCoy mm. to the, as everyone knows, the founder of Mammoth Mountain and the motocross. Yeah. He, he and a couple other guys actually founded that or a couple of his buddies. And then he just open arms, welcomed them in. And they've had that race. I think Tom was telling me the other day, it'll be 49th annual will be next year. Oh, geez. Mountain motocross. So uh, 60s. And you know, it's really crazy. RJ may have told you this, but, uh, Dave McCoy's like a hundred years old. He said that it's pretty he's a, incredible. He's a hundred, yeah, hundred years old. You yeah. know, I've, I've never been to Mammoth. It's uh, amazing. You've I've, never been to Mammoth. Never been to Mammoth. I had a plane ticket in 1998 to go to the Mammoth after Bud's Creek National, and Danny Smith tore every ligament in his knee on Sunday at the mm-hmm. National. I promptly got my ticket canceled, and uh, that was it. So I was scheduled to go to work for Danny Smith, and other than that, I've never been. Yeah. So yeah, it's pretty. I'm sure Ping's been there a lot. Oh, Ping's day. been there a hundred times. Probably for uh, you know family. It's it's an amazing place, not just for motocross, but even if you go up in there in the summertime and not to go racing. You know, it's it's a beautiful place for sure. I, if I could live um, anywhere, that's it. I just don't have a way to make a living there. <laughs> yeah, really. Right. Well, they do have a fire department, right? So uh, well, uh, you never know. I don't know how much it pays, but uh, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a neat place, but. But uh, yeah, anyway, Steve, I, I appreciate you. You know the the, the race, the the thirty first annual mm-hmm. that world championship. Obviously, Tom started it thirty one years ago, and yeah. we had an opportunity to become the title sponsor, and we took that and tried to make it really cool. And and um, it's a Jody cool. Weisel, I know he's your favorite guy, but you know what? He made a, a whole new track, and and um, they're, just, they're still going to utilize the mountains and right. do some a lot more tabletops, and not so you know national style caliper track so that you know the vet guys are coming out can come out in moto right and uh no, drive home good, at the end of the day no, i've done know, it. not I've, in an ambulance with ping i've done it two or three times and um yeah. you know i've had a good time every time and as far as jody i just don't understand jody weisel i don't understand him and like i was telling tom on the podcast like tell me what this guy's deal is like i don't understand but anyways it's another topic for another yeah. day yeah. um Hey, uh, uh, some of the teams that that, uh, that use your stuff, KTM, BTO Sports KTM, uh, the Red Bull KTM oh. guys, uh, who else depends on W for the wheels needs? Um, I mean, it seems well, like half Rockstar, the pits. Yeah. Rock, yeah, I mean, the Rockstar Husky guys, we work with them. And we work with a lot of teams in Canada now, which you can appreciate. Yeah. All the Canada, the the uh, Royal Distributing guys up there, and Rockstar with Gurky, they won a championship. and. Metcalf on that Cowie. Mm-hmm. Now he's over on Yamaha. Um, I don't know, man. Cowie yeah. guys. Cowie we, guys were one of those teams that had like the other kind of crappier brand of wheels, and they probably realized, hey, we need to really work with somebody like that doesn't yeah. just you know have sort of China knockoff wheels, you know, and yeah. let's get some real stuff because I think they had some issues. Yeah, yeah. I think where a lot of that came from is we work with uh, Brett Metcalf when he's down here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that year that he – he the first year he was on somebody else's product, and mm-hmm. the next year I think they did run into a few problems. And then he said, hey, if I'm coming back, yeah. I want good wheels. And so we've been with them ever since, and now Brett's leaving the team. But yeah, I'm yeah. sure they'll still stay with the, yeah. team, uh, the wheels, you know. Yeah, and absolutely. And different yeah. colors and, and, like, real different price ranges, too. If you're looking for a set of wheels for your bike, I mean, you know, you can go ahead with the carbon hubs and, you know, and the uh, the Super Trick uh, wheels and, and rims and, and all that. You can spend the money or you can basically get, you know, another spare set of wheels for your dirt bike that, you know, are 
you know, just their standard aluminum with a, with a standard DID or, or rim. And, and it's not that expensive. People sort of have this myth that, you know, this, these wheel sets are just so much money. But, you know, you can get a nice quality talon or kite hub and, uh, and a good rim for, for not that much money. Yeah, I mean, our wheels start at eight ninety nine for a set, and that's a Talon billet hub, and 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 so that's our kind of our starting point. But you know, something else we do a lot, and and I think it's cool, and I appreciate you bringing it up, especially with your listeners, and I know you have a lot of them. Is you know, we do a lot of stuff with stock hubs too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, we have people send stock hubs, and we have different finishes available, and we'll go in and put new spokes and nipples and bearings and seals and rims on them, and. Make them look like new again for a yeah. lot less money, you know. Project so, uh, 80, Project eighty eight too. You dialed me in for that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Yep, yep. So dialed I've me. actually got in uh, in the shop now. Our first W Project bike that we're doing, uh, Yamaha gave us a uh, or provided us a uh, twenty sixteen YZ four fifty. Oh, nice. So I'm gonna unveil that at the. Uh, I've got it all torn in pieces, just bringing back memories of wrenching for old Wal- Spud Walters. Oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, so I'm. Uh, who can forget when? Who can forget when John Anderson and Spud Walters <laughs> were the West Coast four-stroke champions, and they thought they wanted some on the East Coast, <laughs> and they traveled out to to Kentucky, where Kelly Smith and Steve Mathis ran the number one plate uh, as the East Coast four-stroke champions, and John and Spud thought they wanted some. Then they soon realized yeah. they wanted none of us and went back to Cali with the tails between their legs as the Smith-Mathis-KTM duo took them down. Yeah, well, but the only the – only uh, uh, Who can forget? You, 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 got, you got that right. Yep. However, Bing, I don't recall Steve and Kelly Smith getting in their truck and coming out to California and see how we do it on our side of the coast. So, we forgot. Uh, funny, it, yeah. it, it's supposed to go both ways, right? But KTM had no expense money to get us out west. But, what the uh, hell happened? Who could forget? John and Spud walking in like they're the shit on the four-stroke. Oh, no. Was that the That's Sound right. of Thunder series? <laughs> no. They had East no. Coast four-stroke championships, and Kelly Smith and I won two of them. One year, Kelly went undefeated, like Carmichael. Yeah. <laughs> thing you're thinking of the Thunderbike series. Tom talked a little bit about it. That was that stadium four stroke yeah. Thunderbike series yeah. that we competed in and uh I think we won every one of those championships if I do say so myself. And uh, here we I, go. Even, I think with hey, even with Kelly Smith present, I think we whipped his butt there. So Nobody it's likes a good, bragging. Good times. <laughs> hey hey John, you got any interest in helping me build a supermoto project bike? Any, the, any wheels and brakes? This isn't the time Boy. for this. Well, I mean, he's the guy. Um, they sell it. Well, with uh, Ping, sure, I have interest in doing something like that. The brakes might be a little bit of work um, just because, you know, when I worked with it before, I was doing that Brembo stuff. But uh, So uh, I can certainly help. You know, I can try okay. on the brake side, but wheels, let me know what you're doing, man. Okay. Let's try and put something together. Are you trying to get your magic back? Well, the, the, the Supermoto Moto promoter called me, and he's all – Amped up, he wants me to come do some, and I'm like, "Well, I got, I, I could build a project bike. That'd be bitching. Then I'd right. have something to ride." But yeah, it's getting those brakes is like finding the arc of Why? the covenant. What do you mean? I don't understand. They just they're expensive. Oh, okay, all right, yeah, very expensive. Yeah. A good one, especially. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And brakes are key in supermoto. You gotta have a good front. You gotta yeah. at least front ones are right. King yeah. King ran. When we were with them, they ran the best stuff you could get at that, you know, the Brembo stuff. And uh, we had a lot of success with that team, with him and Wardy and 
Cassidy and and all that. So that was uh, QTM days. Good stuff. Those are, those yeah, are fun days. Uh, Galfer Brakes, yeah. by the way. Galfer Brakes, official brake company of the Pulp of Mech Show. Never want to throw a mention out there. JGR uses Galfer Brakes. Absolutely. Very good. That's Go fast. On, that's on, on uh, the W Project bike. We'll have Galfer Brakes on it as well. And Galfer helped hook me up on Project Eighty Eight. Ah, Galfer, good company. Nice. Um, Love and, this yeah. guy right here. Uh, well, hey, John, thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on. WUSA.com. Uh, D-U-B-Y-A, USA.com. Um, we thank yeah. you for spon- – you've been on – man, you've been a supporter of our show for like a long time now. So um, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Like uh, it works out great. No problem. Um, hey, John, who's going to win the 40-plus yeah. class at that race? Um, Dr. D, honestly, is he still the man? I was just going to say probably Dubok. Yeah, Dubok could probably pull this plus 40 and the plus 50 class like normal. And Well, you know I'm 40. And, uh, could, I ha- could I handle him? No. Dr. D's no, got no, me. Not a Glen Helen. No way. I don't know, Ping. Uh, just because I know how much you dedicated yourself to. I've talked to a few times. You dedicated yourself to focusing on your uh, firefighting, your your uh, EMT career. So tell you, what, you got to think. dubox has been at the track every uh, what, Thursday <laughs> and Saturday and whatever other day. So if there's a if there's a deadlift competition, though, I got Ping. Damn it, Doctor D. Yeah. Uh, Ping. Hey, Steve. Imagine what Ping's uh, forearms would look like after he came off of that. Oh, yeah. No, he's no, he's no shape to ride right now. Um, <laughs> the O'Neill, uh, Doctor D, Doctor Dubach, Doctor D is going to take his Doctor D exhaust, O'Neill gear, Scott goggles, and Dunlop tires Yamaha to another win. Eighty fourth. Someone's got to take him down. World vet title. That yeah, I don't know. All right, next year yeah, I'm going to start yeah, training yeah. like tomorrow for it and. 2016, yeah. he's going down like a sweet muffin. That guy's going down. There you go. Hey, Steve, you gotta you gotta work on uh, JT for me and get him out here. I know he can still ride. He's old enough to ride the plus thirty class now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I mean, yeah. I think JT I mean, like he's like surprisingly like he's really let this go. Like right when he was done racing, like he he, he kind of he. He's not listening right now. So he sucked balls his last outdoor season. He was not good because he was mentally already checked out. You know what I mean? He wasn't the same guy. And like when he retired, like that was it, man. Like he doesn't. Well, he, he just, made a little comeback and did it like a German race, didn't he? Well, fin- we, went to oh, Finland. Finland. we went to Finland together. And how did that go? It didn't go well. Um, I think that was more about making money than him coming yeah. back, you know? Yeah. But uh, he's yeah. really let it go. Like Kiefer has not let it go. Kiefer loves riding, he's loves racing. The, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? He's just one of those guys. And and, and Dubok, same thing. Kiefer is Dubok. They'll just ride till they fall over from a heart attack. I think JT yeah. is just one of those guys that's like, hey, I'm good. You know? So. Yeah. Well, but, the cool thing is uh, uh, um, JT's company, West Power Sports Fly, they're actually coming out. They're a sponsor of the event. So they're oh. going to send two guys from Boise and set up and all that. So maybe you can put a spin on it to. Oh, there we go. The company as well, right? He so, can at least uh, come out yeah. and wear some fancy jeans and a fly shirt and represent. <laughs> and his hair. Fly gear, his, best out there, you bro. You see his hair right now. Full Macklemore cut, like shaved on the sides with the top, that flippy flop. And floppy floppies. He could put it almost into a bun. Do you know a how they man put the man bun? The man bun? The man bun? The man bun? He has it that. going on. Steve, I got one question. I'll, sure. I'll get off the show. I know you're great. Oh, you're great, John. Right, right. Oh, man. We'll talk about racing. So when does ping start ping after dark? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I don't think he's, he's got, got it in him. studio. I don't think he's got it in him. I don't know. I mean, we've we've gotten a little graphic here and there, but. 
<laughs> you know, not like well, Kiefer. Kiefer's got a whole other level in him. Yeah. Repeatedly every week. I don't work that blue. I'm a little cleaner than Kiefer. Yeah. He's uh Kiefer, he's, he, yeah, he's gnarly. Ping is Bill Cosby and Kiefer's Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh, wait, no, you're not date raping Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, never mind. That's a bad analogy. Thank you. All right, yeah. John, as always, thank right you for on, the man. support of the show. World Vet Championships, yep. November 7th and 8th. W yep. World Vet Championships at Glen Helen Raceway. Uh, thanks for the support of the show. Thanks for supporting the World Vets out there. And uh, if you need your wheels, WUSA.com for all your wheel needs. They've got it. So thanks, John. No problem, man. Thanks, guys. See you, Jay. Thanks. Take uh, care, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Thanks, man. Pulp and Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Commercial break. Chris Kiefer comes in to talk 2016 models with David Pingree. Probably drops an off-color reference. Uh, we got the voicemails. We have the um, Gabba Gibbs. Did you pick your questions? You're good? Yeah, got Gabba Gibbs coming up. And uh, much more. Fireman Ron here. And uh, probably on Tinder during the commercial break. Come back and join us, everybody. Hey guys, this is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then, and flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and of course your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulp MX. The Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOsports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Pulp MX Show. That's right. Hey, listen, I know a bunch of you people probably need suspension work. I would bet that a lot of you people need suspension work. Pookie, how's your suspension? Ah, definitely need some work. And from who? Racetech, Obvi. Obvi. For over 30 years, Racetech has been supplying the racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension for the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. 10% off Racetech parts and labor. Use pulp code PULPMX2015 when you order. And, uh... I guarantee you guys need some springs. You need some suspension work, your bushings, your seals. Vince Freeze uses Race Tech. Pookie, who else? Who's your favorite rider that uses Race Tech? Omaha's own Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. That's right, everybody. Cody Gilmore uses Race Tech. 
They offer a full line of high-performance springs, suspension parts, suspension revalves, of course, the world-famous gold valves as well. Race tech suspension. Check it out, bro. Full-time one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber-mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model, other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike's handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8-pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Bent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. NFAB has you covered. NFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, NFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack, so... There's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved the weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which... Uh, 10% when the rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. it's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which, you know, the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking, and uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5, hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. Now 
Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Gigantoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lee, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cam's unleash the power within usually safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility notice how we said usually the all-new line of atlas braces are 20 percent lighter have three times more suspension in them maintain the much needed flexibility and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition all in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less the experience speaks for itself the only thing left to do is join rv Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at Atlas Brace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brace. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. 
Works Connection is proud to be a sponsor of Pulp MX because just like you, they're passionate and dedicated to the sport. For over 23 years now, they've been producing innovative products like their Pro Launch Start Device and the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch Line. Just take a look around the AMA Pro Pits and you'll see Works Connections proving ground for products under the canopies of Yoshimura Suzuki, RCH Racing, Star Racing, and other top teams. Plus, they now stock hints and clutch components, peg armor, ARC levers, and Fasco products too. Works Connection, your one-stop shop for cutting-edge products. Visit them on the web at www www.worksconnection.com and use the keyword PulpMX for 20% off your order or visit your local outlet and check out the new lineup of products for 2015. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty and go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Roost MX. Roost MX, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and cycle trader Rock River Yamaha team. For over 16 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Choose from our huge selection of graphics online and make yours one of a kind. Roost also offers a wide range of other custom products from t-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, trailer graphics, and more. With our quick 48-hour turnaround, shipping orders is top priority. Be sure to check out the new Pulp Nation section to get your Pulp MX swag. And follow us on Instagram at RoostMX for monthly sales. Get your equipment looking fresh by visiting RoostMX.net and use the discount code PULPNATION to save 20%. RoostMX. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory.
Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machined from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machined silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you. Enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075 T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pulp MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track.
seen the wrong signs Back up with their hatred and life Cause they're bringing only good vibes Welcome back, everybody. Pumple Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. Too many times that I've seen the Would you like to explain yourself? Listen. All these poor folks get to hear is Van Halen. And it tragically hit. I'm just trying to bring a little culture. This is my favorite genre of music right now. Reggae, Reggae? pop, or whatever they're calling it. It's like, uh, this is Revolution, Iration, 311. They Love them. Have you I, seen uh, these guys in, comer- in uh, concert yet? I haven't. They're good. If you can stand the like the big cloud of smoke. Yeah, that's, that's in there. the thing. These concerts are just they're a ridiculous, bunch of, but yeah. no, they're good in concert. I've they played at the uh, Hard Rock Pool one time. Oh really? Yeah. After an enormous oh, sellout tour legit. in 2014, the world's greatest action sports tour is back. Nitro Circus Live, 25 cities across the continent this fall. NitroCircus.com. Have you seen one of these shows? The Nitro who? Circus shows? Have you seen one of these? I haven't yet. Um, they're ridiculous. Yeah. So are you Nitro- in? Yeah, a couple years ago. They're coming to Vegas in November, so nitrocircus.com. Ride Engineering, Ride Engineering, check them out. they got the their triple clamps right now. All triple clamps are made to flex like stock, not compromise the suspension. Soft and firm cones in the, in the handlebars. Uh, all ride clamps except KTM are lighter than stock. Two or more offsets available for all sorts of models, rideengineering.com. Uh, great guys, as well as brakes, they got a bunch of brake uh, parts as well on there, so please check out... Uh. It's my thing. Just kept going. Dalton John. Because <laughs> it's alphabetical. Ride Engineering. Pulpamex-15 saves you in, uh, money at rideengineering.com. I saw Elton John on... Uh, I think I saw it. Did you post something on Yeah, IG? I posted a video. Yeah. Mom was in town. Mom and her friends were in town. And they're older. And they wanted to go to... Hold on. Whoa. Is it all making sense why you're like... Man crushing on my arms now? I never really thought of A little too that. much time at the Elton John show? Yeah, yeah, you know what? That might be it. Yeah, Elton John and then... Uh, Were you looking at my ass when I went to the bathroom? <laughs> Mathis. His arms weren't will the only you, thing you were looking at. Will you be my rocket man? <laughs> I like Elton John, so I can't no, even hey, on this. You know what? He has so... like A ton. So he did two hours of song. Like, there's one song I didn't know. One. And then he didn't do all the songs that you know, you know? Yeah. So... Hey, can you take that napkin away from the basset down there that's oh, eating it? Oh, yeah. You got it here, buddy. All right. There we go. <laughs> Everywhere you look, there's a basset. Uh, if this man knows all about this studio and being here in Basset Hounds, Chris Kiefer from Dirt Rider Magazine. Hey, David. Hey, Steve. What's going on, buddy? Can you? Hey, Kiefer, he's here. He's in studio. Dude, I can't believe it. When I saw the picture, I was like, holy shit. He made it. That's awesome. Um, Vortex Racing bringing you Chris Kiefer tonight on the Pulp Mech Show. Vortex Racing, email uh, Jake at Vortex Racing for 40% off. Uh, they've got sprockets and bars, deepest discounts for our listeners, um, and uh, Cat 5, F5, hard coat, silver, laser cut steel Vortex sprockets, and the all new V3 sprocket rocked by Ricky Renner in his clean sweep at Loretta Lynn's, um, and also chains and uh, the V29 bar, V3 bar, I mean, 29% stronger than competition, Pulp MX 2015. Vortex Racing. Vortex. Ah. Kiefer, what's up, man? How are you? Everything's good. I'm just getting ready to go upstairs and uh, meet the missus for a night out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah, lucky her, lucky her. What do you mean by that? <laughs> a night out? 
Yes. That guy's going down. A night out means, you know, she gets brushes her teeth and walks by the, the bedroom area a couple times when she's getting her clothes on, and then she crawls into bed and we go to sleep. <laughs> Kiefer, I got to tell you, dude, ever since the last time you guys called me when you were here and you gave me your Viagra story. Yes. Uh, I hear uh, you or your wife, and all I can think of is her vagina that looks like some kind of blooming flower. <laughs> yes, it's a petaluma. It's like a turning petaluma. inside out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, it, yeah, it wasn't a it wasn't a good deal, Ting. Stay away from all that, and your wife would uh, hate you. Yeah, listen to me. Oh, oh Chris, Keeper sounds like some kind of sea creature or something. Hey, <laughs> urchin. <laughs> if you could buy one set of clamps from the folks at Ride Engineering, what would you recommend? What model? What offset? If you just had to recommend one, Honda CRF four fifty. And which what, what offset would you go with? Twenty two mil because it comes stock with twenties. Comes it comes with twenties, so you're putting it back out. Yep, a little stability in that sucker. Right, right. Okay, rideengineering.com, publmex-15. Um, we were just talking, uh, Kiefer. Ping was telling us a story. So an Australian publmex fan hits him up on Twitter for a jersey, mm-hmm. and he forgets it, or I don't know, they miss they miscommunicate with each other. It ends up that the, Ping tells the guy to just come to his house, Um and Pink's having a barbecue. The Aussie comes down to Temecula, or Marietta, whatever. One, Temecula. Temecula. Brings like a six-pack of beer, and he just hangs out with Ping at this family barbecue and bros down. And I told him that you've done the same thing for Pulp fans. Yeah. The, you, the thing is, you can tell a lot by a person when you meet them in the first five minutes. And these guys that I met are good dudes. And I was like, yeah, come over for, you know, egg, bacon, sandwich. It's all good. And they're like, heck yeah. So they sat down and... Uh, you know, I, I don't know if I told the story, but I took him to Travis's after my oh, house. Oh, yeah, yeah, I went to Pre- Preston's, yeah. Yeah, so they had a jersey of Travis's, and we drove over there. They're like, are we really going? I'm like, yeah, we're really going to go to Travis's. They're freaking out. And uh, I pull in, and there's Travis in his cowboy boots and his cowboy hat out there uh, weeding the yard and doing making some water wells for his trees. They're like, holy fuck, he does that shit? I'm like, oh, yeah, he's just a desert guy. He just does his own shit, yeah. Supercross champion, does his own stuff. <laughs> just, it's really... Really good this Tending to uh, Bunny the Donkey. Yeah. Yeah, it's like talking about Bunny the Donkey. Um, I think Bunny's gone. Oh, it's sad. Oh. Yeah. Um, uh, Fly Racing, by the way, last uh, last show we were giving away an F2 carbon helmet with MIPS technology. We did a random email draw, and Max at Fly Racing picked email number 79, and that was a chick named Kara. Congratulations to Kara for winning the F2 Fly carbon gear, helmet. Fly gear, best out there, bro. Um, so I wanted to talk to both of you uh about getting my moto tour started. No, I'm kidding. You both are jobs. <laughs> um, but uh, 2016 bikes. Um, we do a podcast every year. I guess neither none of us thought about doing it again because um, no one's asked me and I didn't think about it. So let's just do a little bit mini one on the show here. You two gentlemen have tested a lot of bikes right now. Ping, you told me you rode all the 450s. All the 450s but the Cowie. We're okay. doing that next week. Yep. And... First, Just the KTM 250. It's the only okay. 250 ever. And, and Kiefer, of course, you did the 250 shootout for Dirt Rider today. You did a 450 shootout a while ago, so you've ridden them all. Um, yeah. But first of all, you two guys, um, the KTM 350, and I've talked to both of you separately. Both of you cannot stop raving about this bike. The new KTM 350. I, yeah, I like, I like ahead, the 350 and the 450. I think they're both just... Um, they're awesome, just depending on kind of what, what you're looking for. Um, I'm still tuning mine in with gearing and a couple little fine-tuning details, but Kiefer, did you see my bike all done? Dude, it looks so sick. 
I, I wrote it at Glen Helen just that one day, and I mean, I had a ball. It's just, uh, it's different. Like, I still have to get used to the way the power comes on. Because it'll come on, it comes on a little soft, not quite like the torque of a 450, but then as the RPMs pick up, the thing just goes. So I would come out of a turn and be like into a jump that I had to, you know, seat bounce and give it the berries. And the thing just starts making so much power at the face that I'm like looping out off stuff. Like, man, I got to figure this thing out, how to ride it. (laughs) Yeah, the 350, I like that's If I had to choose the 350 or the 450 KTM, like just for the fun factor of it, I would say 350 because... You do, like, like Ping said, you change a little bit of the gearing. And for me, it has plenty of torque. Like, I feel like coming out of a corner, like Ping said, seat bouncing, you can get over a lot of stuff just with the 350. Mm-hmm. And uncorking it with, a, you know, putting a muffler on it helps a lot. Like, that bike benefits a lot from a muffler. Um, and I actually like the KTM 450 a lot as well. I just think the 4CS stuff on, on both bikes is valve is really soft this year. And I think they went really soft this year just to combat the harshness that was from last year. So now the bike has some more comfort in the suspension and but it's just too much like for my, you know, weight and ability it's just too soft. But for the average guy I think it's 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 gonna be okay. But uh just the engine on the three fifty is just so much fun to ride and and like Ping said, it's weird. Like it there's not a ton of torque. There's enough there, but it's almost like a seamless transition as you go into the mid range. It just pulls like and it will catch you off guard if you're not used to it. You think you could do, if you're doing a 20-minute moto, let's say, is your overall time faster on the 350 or 450? That's tough. Probably for me, the 450, just because I ride a 450 a little bit better. But I'm, it's got to be close. Like, I don't feel near, nearly as tired when I ride the 350, but just it's nice to have the, that extra oomph when you're on a yeah. 450, especially at, at Glen Helen and stuff like that where the hills are. But Dude, I, I couldn't. Know. I couldn't keep the, my front wheel down on those hills. I was literally laying on the handlebars. I mean, any more power wouldn't have been any good to me. Right. And I it, felt it, like I could keep. I was in control more with it. Like I, did, you know, sometimes on a 450, you're like, man, I'm just along for the ride here right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't ever you're feel right, like that on this thing. It's it's funny because on the 350, I feel like my throttle hand is is more connected to the rear wheel than it is on the 450. Mm. Um. The uh, one of the things that we talked about is uh, Jason Anderson is now on you know the, the 2015 KTM race replica bike on the Husky. Dungey's right. on a 16. How much better is how much better is that race replica 450 than a KTM Husky 450 that Anderson rode last year? A lot, a lot, a lot. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because when that uh, when that all came out, and I went over, and I, I don't know what I was doing at Husky. But I talked to Hewitt, mm-hmm. and I was like, are you guys kind of like, are you going to, I said initially, are you going to get, like, those frames and paint them and whatever? And he's like, no, 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 we're sticking with what we got. We like what we got. And I'm like, yeah, but that bike's, like, way yeah. lighter. You're like, it's and, really good. Yeah, and he's like, no, man, we're, our guys, are, everybody's happy. We're really, we're stoked with where we're at. We're not changing anything. I'm like. You're like, I rode them. Okay. <laughs> um, I haven't talked to those guys since they've been on this yeah. bike, but I can't imagine in yeah, them saying anything but wow, like so much better right. right off the bat. Like when I went to the Husky intro at uh, at Bud's Creek this year, um, the ride the, the Rockstar team was there, the whole rig and everything. All those guys were there riding all week um, because the dealer show, the dealer meeting was out there and all that. And those guys weren't even allowed to ride the new bike until they got them because they knew if they rode them, they'd be like, "What the fuck, dude? This is bullshit." You know, right, that's right. How, that's how much better they were, you know. Yeah. Um, 
David Pingree on the Pulp Mech Show, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing, brought to you by Hot Cams. Hot Cams, Inc. And Chris Kiefer on the Pulp Mech Show, brought to you by Vortex Racing. 702-586-PULP. You got a question about the new bikes, for uh, or anything else, for that matter. If you want to get weird with Kiefer, go ahead. Uh, call him and uh, call us, and uh, we'll put you on the air. Also, too, let's, get, before, let's break up the new bike talk, because um, we have Brent, the guy from Australia, on the line. Brent, <clears throat> g'day, mate. Hey, guys. How you doing? So, you go down to Pink House with a six-pack, and you just end up barbecuing with them. Yeah, it was the best. We had Mexican food going. Uh, did we ever get the candy cotton machine going, Pink? We got it going. We had cotton candy for the kids. <laughs> yeah. We had a yeah, awesome. machine. And ping pong in the garage with... Um, with uh, Factory Phil. That was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, oh, factory, don't tell Nash that. Do oh, not. Nash, Nash, I know. Shit. Nash was the first person I thought of. I thought, oh, <laughs> he's going to kill me. But anyway. Ah, Factory Phil was there too. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's another. Super. Yeah. And then Ping's got his like his kind of helmets and trophies all up in his garage and everything else and all that going on. Um, yeah, I scored, a full, I scored a full set of gear. I'm wrapped. So it's uh, hanging up in my lounge room next to a set of Eli Tamex gear. Got a set of McGrath gear there, so I did well. Do you know the other Aussies that Kiefer took to go? Uh, where his, his wife made him sandwiches? <laughs> no, I don't know. Where, where are they from, Kiefer? I don't know. I, I, I forgot what they said. I, I don't remember. Yeah, Australia's Blame. a pretty small country. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. It's not very big at all. It's by a beach. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's some yeah. kangaroos. They live in a town with kangaroos. Um, yeah, don't worry. We have kangaroos in Melbourne. It's awesome. Um. Yeah, it's just, it's phenomenal, Brent, right? Like that you got to, I mean, not that, you know, it's Pingree's a big deal, and you got to go down to his house barbecue yeah, with him. Yeah, that, that, that particular trip for me was a bit of a last-minute thing. Like, I just wanted to go and, I mean, I had some time off work, so I just wanted to go and see a national, and I thought Ping would be one of the dudes I'd really like to get to meet. And um, and he wasn't at the national, so I think I tweeted him, and he messaged me back and said, you know, let's make this happen. I'm like, cool, let's do it. Really? So I was, did that it was thing? amazing. I just made my, made my trip. It was such a good time. Now, Brent, did so, you get the idea of coming to Cali and seeing Ping from my Moto Tours idea? <laughs> I sure did. I oh, met you man. at Glen Helen too, Steve. What's that? I met you at Glen Helen as well. Oh, cool. You probably don't remember. But well, it was at the end of the day. We got chatting. And I was going to come. I was going to donate to the uh, the Bassett Hound Fund and come on the show, but it didn't really happen. And I apologize for not bringing you home, Paul, and, you know, uh, <laughs> meeting Pookie and, you know, and whatever, like jumping in, you know, like I apologize for all that. But uh, I would have bought some beer too. Or maybe I think is it Mangria that Pookie likes. I could have bought some uh, Adam uh, Carolla's Mangria for you. So uh, that was pretty Mangria. Cool. Pook likes Mangria. Yeah. Pook likes anything with booze. And lately her job's, okay. been, her job's been really stressing her out. And she's she drank rum the other day, just drinking rum. I'm just like, what's going on? I've never seen you drink rum. She's like, ah, whatever. Um, That's getting loose. What? It's getting loose at the Mathis household. Um, but no, Brent, no, it's awesome. Like, That's a nice job. And Kiefer, you've done this. And it's like, it's awesome about you guys opening your house, literally. Well, we see we see these guys at the track, too. Like That's how I meet these people. Like I'm out testing, and, and they're just good dudes. And, and they're like... And, they just want to know what's going on. They're out here on vacation. I'm like, well, shit, you know, this is what's going on. And <laughs> Take it to Travis Preston House. Yeah, this is where we're going. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, come by. We'll get a sign for you and handle it. You know, they come all this way. And Dude, yeah, it's, it's I'm, a cool thing. I'm telling you two guys, the motor tours, getting the shuttle bus, taking these guys around to the motor tours, they would do it. You might be onto it, but I, I'm not. You're I, busy. Yeah. No, I mean, you, I am busy, but you buy the bus. Mm-hmm. You do the marketing, Ron. This you is your set idea. It up. 
Yeah, no, Ron. No, Ron. Okay, you, Fireman Ron, it's on you now. You're, okay. you're about you're, to retire. Anyway. No, seriously, Ron. You're loaded. You're the money guy behind this. You are. I'm the funder. So Ron's the, the investor. You use Canadian funds. <laughs> Which is not so good these days. And we go to Club Rubber. We go to, uh, you know... Uh, Canyon Lake. We'll go to Canyon Pepe's. Lake. A little Mexican joint there okay. where a lot of things have gone down. We'll go to In Cahoots. In Cahoots. Yep. We will go to... The Boogie. Froze old place on top of the hill. Yep. The Boogie. <laughs> what's the Boogie? The, what's the right? Boogie? What's oh, it's the old Anaheim club, dude. I don't remember that. The Fire oh, Firefox. What about, hey, the, the Firefox. The Beach Club. ABC. Remember that? ABC. Yeah. Okay. And like guaranteed, like we'll get some X-rated stories. from. We'll get Stevenson on board. Okay. Denny will come on because... You that's, know. A, that's a lot of liability. He's all about that. <laughs> a lot of liability. <laughs> a lot of liability with, went up. with Stevenson. We'll, we'll get some extra insurance <laughs> for Denny. But uh, no, Brent, that's awesome, man. I'm glad you called it. Because I didn't know the story. I really hadn't heard. And uh, yeah, it does make me, uh, I feel um, happy. And then I, I'm a little weirded out by the same thing. So it's really cool. Like I'm mixed emotions. <laughs> no worries. And to be honest, I really appreciate Ping. The invite to come to your place, it was uh, it was a cool experience for sure. Were you, not, uh, man, were you not worried about him with your family? Like, what if he... It, you know, it was uh, it was like family and friends. We had a lot of people there. So, yeah. you know, if he was a total creeper, I'd have been like, all right, dude, well, nice to meet you. Okay. Close the garage door. Yeah, but, yeah, I guess. Yeah, there's, <laughs> you know, you meet, it's like Kiefer said, you meet somebody, and they're like, oh, this guy's cool, hang out, well, man. Like, hey, let's face it, too, a lot of Aussies you meet are cool people. Kiwis yeah, and Aussies are, yeah. you know, like a lot of them are Agreed. really nice people. Um, Canadians too. Some. There was another. There was another dude I met there at your place. Ping. Is it Maddie, the photographer guy? Oh, Maddie he Friend. Was a really nice guy too. Maddie oh, Francis. Oh, Maddie Friend. Yeah. yeah. Who, who can't like Maddie yeah. Friend? Yeah. Well, Brent, thanks. Uh, thanks for right calling, here. man. Appreciate it. Brent, no take it easy, yeah, buddy. Cool. All right, that's Brent. He was Australia. a good dude. Yeah, he just hung out all day, and he was just like, okay, chatting. I mean, you know, like he just yeah. jumped right in, started talking to people, right. and I'm like, oh, all right, I need to worry about this guy. He's, all right. Ron, have you met any moto? You've met all my moto industry friends and moto people like over the years. You've come down to California, lot, ridden yeah. for a month. Or, you know what I mean? Like we've yeah. done a lot of that. Yeah. Any of them give you weirdo vibes? Maybe Cox. Steve oh, Cox. Yeah. <laughs> besides, besides Steve besides Cox. Besides Cox, that's a that's a yeah. given. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't think so. Most okay. of them has are, he met? Cool. Uh, has he met the Vital Kid? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Keith? I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lindsay? Michael Lindsay. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know. No, not him. Um, okay, so yeah. Oh, Cox. <laughs> my, my first Awkward dealing with silence. Cox, uh, I think we were eating. Oh, uh, Washugal. Washugal. And he started saying firemen are douchebags. All firemen are douchebags. Yeah. Before he knew I was a fireman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know why he said that? I have no he idea. He tried to be a fireman. Oh, did he? And he couldn't get and, in. And he got bounced. Yeah. There you go. That's the reason. Try to be a cop next, right? Okay, back. Anybody can be a cop. Back, <laughs> back to the new bike, new bike special here on the Pulp Mech Show. So you didn't ride the 2016 Cal. I really wanted. It's the one bike no. I wish you would have ridden because it's the most changed 450. I know. I ride it next week. Yeah, and uh, and Kiefer, we've talked to you a little bit about it on the show too. Um, let's get into a little bit of air forks here now, Kiefer. You tested the WP intro, which I don't think you made it to ping, right? Did you nope. make the WP intro? That was working. Okay, so there's a WPs pushing their suspension, and uh, Kiefer, you tried it, and Race Tech has a, a turn your air forks and do a spring fork going on. I think they're doing well with that. Kiefer, you really hate air forks. Ping, you sort of hate air forks. Here's here's the thing. I've ridden some air forks that actually worked okay. I was like, I don't hate them. I'll, yeah. I you know it's fine. Yeah. 
I hate that every time I go riding, I have to get my pump out and pump them up and set the pressures on the, you know, it's just a pain in the ass. I'm excited to ride when I get to the track. Yeah. I don't want to dick with nine different pressure settings. You know, I got to yeah. put gas in and check my tire pressures. I got now I got you know, five <laughs> more things got on my forks. three chambers on your forks. Right? It's just a pain in the ass. And so I found myself just going, ah, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> and I go riding. I'm like, this thing sucks. And then I check it and they're, you yeah. know, three pounds, four pounds off. So. Kiefer actually, I just don't like the, the I think maintenance. Kiefer registered uh, fuckairforks.com. I'm not yeah. sure, but I think he has. The thing is, things right. Like when you first ride them, you're like, okay, it's it's not bad. If that's all you ride, and they, pretty much that's you know besides KTM and Honda, that's what everything comes with. So you're like, okay, I can deal with it. But then once you go back to a spring fork, you're like, holy shit, this is what a front wheel feels like. You know, I have some traction, and it's it's not the fact that you're going out and it feels decent. It's Let's say you're out the track three or four hours and you keep riding and riding and riding. It gets progressively, um, for me, worse and a different feeling. It's never the same. And that's what I get bummed out on is, like, as a rider, you want the same feeling every time you go out. You know, only thing that's going to change is the track, but you, your bike should stay the same. And with air forks, it really doesn't. You know, you really got to be on top of it. And just like Ping said, the guys are on top of it. You know, I, I know people that don't accept their fucking sag so yeah. why are they going to mess with their fork so yeah. it's just a tough situation and and i just when you have a spring fork everything feels better i mean i put spring forks on a honda and i'm like holy crap it's a different bike you know it just feels yeah. better and did you put the yeah. wp ones on or what are you saying what'd you put on so well not even just like old kyb forks i put on honda oh, but okay. we did run the cone valve like wp stuff that day at paula last week yeah how'd that go it, yeah it's a day and night it's, it's a huge difference you know, of control, you have some comfort. The bike's not so twitchy, and mm-hmm. um, but I did ride the WP Air Fork on a Husky 450, and I will have to say, even though I'm not a big fan of Air Fork, I feel like they're onto something that actually has some comfort. The fork moves. Yeah. If that... you ever ride an Air Fork and you're accelerating, that light initial stroke of the fork is super harsh. It barely moves and it deflects. With the WP Fork. It actually moves, and and the front end has some comfort initially, and that's what I like. Is like, wow, it actually does move and has some comfort, unlike the KYB and the, the Showa Air Forks. The the Air Fork, uh, Ping, you've brought this to my attention mostly, and I think you got it from talking to guys. It's a cost thing. This isn't the manufacturers saying we have the latest greatest, is it? No, it's money. It's money. Yeah. You know, it's the greatest driver of anything over there yeah, at yeah. the manufacturing places, and that's right. why if they can get it to work even close, close yeah. it's lighter. You, you've saved two pounds or yeah. three pounds, four pounds by putting it on. So that's marketing for you now. Yeah. Oh, we just yeah. cut four pounds off our bike, right? and it costs them less money to make, which is more profit right. for them. Right. So um, what I heard, too, it's like it's only like 20 to $25 per set cheaper. But yeah, but that, times yeah, how many sets? Yeah. How many, yeah, exactly. Um, so. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, or, what did you say? Oh, I was just going to oh. say KTM's going to that Air Fork next year, they so are, it's yeah. going to be gone. Yeah. Is, is Yamaha going to hold on, or what? What do you hear? Well, I hear that they want to hold on because they, you know, Yamaha bases a lot of their stuff on shootouts. You know, they like okay, what does everyone want? And yeah. the reason, some of the reason why they're winning shootouts is because of the suspension. Mm-hmm. So. Why would they want to do something different when what they have is pretty damn good? It's so. great. They're, right. Their forks are great. Yeah. And, and, you know, I never, I didn't, I stopped appreciating those until 
a couple of years, I'm riding all these air forks and yeah. I jumped back on the Yamaha and I'm like, whoa. Really? You know huh? what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Right, Kiefer? Like, you just go, oh, that's the feeling. Yep. I just, yep. I didn't realize how much right I missed it. Yeah, yeah, it's just. Um, I talked to, after Roxon switched to KYB uh, on a Suzuki, I talked to two suspension guys. I called them up. I'm like, okay, like, what is the deal with these idiots switching suspension companies and switching forks? And what is the deal? What is going on here? And they both kind of told me the same thing, a little different version, but basically the same thing. The Showa obviously has uh, the air chamber in one side. There's two air chambers in one side, but the, from what I hear, the outer chamber is basically zero pressure. And the KYB is set up where instead of springs, there's two air chambers, uh, in one in each fork, and then the valving and oil in the, each fork, and the Showa is valving and oil in one side, air chamber in the other. And what they're telling me is the KYB air system, so this is what I'm getting to down the like for production-wise to see if you guys feel. The KYB air system and what Tomac likes, what Roxon likes, what Canard liked uh, on the Honda Sealy switch to KYB right before he got hurt. And I hear that key, what KYB will be on Sealy's bike at Anaheim in 2016. The Showa single-sided air is, is uh, unpredictable. It's good for 8 laps out of 10. But it does a couple weird things here and there. Do you guys find that with that Showa? Go ahead, Pink. I mean, this is on. A, these guys are talking. We're talking the highest level, and you two are great riders. But yeah, and what they're riding you know, with is different yeah, than yeah, what yeah, I'm. That's riding what with. I mean. That's what um, I mean. So it may, it could be apples to oranges. I don't feel like I've I've had a set of air forks long enough and put enough time on just one set. Okay. To get them where I'm like, yeah, these are dialed. And then go out and ride with them and really get a feel for them. I get a couple days on it or, you know, 10 okay. days, maybe yeah, a yeah. year. Do you know yep. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I haven't been able to ride enough. And the riding I do, it's like I'm, I'm on this bike, then one day, then I'm on this one, then I'm on that one, and I'm bouncing around. So I get like a one or two day setting on a bike, okay. which, you know, you yeah. can only get yeah, so yeah, good yeah, in a yeah. couple of days, and that's, it's decent. Right. Okay. I don't, Here. but there's, I'm missing a, f- I'm, every Air Fork I've ridden with, I I'm just, it's something's a little different with the way it feels. And a lot of it, like, is what mm-hmm. Kiefer's saying, that initial feels very quick and firm feeling. Mm-hmm. And on the right track, it's okay. If you have good traction everywhere, I don't mind it. But there's times if it's slick, if it's a sharp little chop, it, it, I don't like it. And I go back to a spring and I'm like, oh, that's nice. What about uh, Kiefer? Do you know what I'm talking about, or do, do, have you seen yeah, this? Yeah. So I mean, the thing is with Air Fork, and it, I do notice a little bit of a difference. And what I call it is a performance or comfort feeling. The jumpier the track, the end with, like teams said, the jumpier the track, a little smoother, but lots of big, like let's say Paula, for instance. I like the show with stuff because it's like almost built for performance, like really hard hits, like an over jump yeah. stuff, and it holds up better. When I go to rougher tracks, it's a little harsher, unpredictable. Um, the KYB has more comfort for me. Like, I, I feel like it, it moves a little bit better, um, and it, it's a little bit comfort for an air fork, what I'm saying. So that's not saying much, but if I had to choose, I would actually choose a KYB PSF-1, which is the older, original air fork that Honda came out with. The PSF-2 that Honda has now is pretty much junk. What's the difference? Uh, well, the PSF2 has high and low speed compression in the fork. Oh, okay. And it gives you more yeah. fine tuning with your clickers. Every, what is it, four right. clicks is like one click in the past. Yeah, and it, to me it just doesn't work as well as PSF1, and PSF1 wasn't that great. So mm-hmm. it kinda, to me they kind of took a step backwards, but 
I've always noticed, even going back to, you know, the original Air Force stuff with Showa and, the, and or not even the, the Air Force, the SFF stuff with just this one-sided spring, that it was right. always good on big, jumpy, supercross-style tracks, and KYB was always had more comfort than Helen Air. One suspension know, guy told me that that spring, SSF spring one-sided fork, is the worst production fork ever made. <laughs> one guy told me that. He's like, you know, he's like, that's the worst fork ever made. Yeah, I've, had, I've had guys, factory guys, tell me it pulls to one side a little bit more. Oh, like really? That. Yeah. Um, okay, let's let's move on a little bit here. Uh, Suzuki 450, not unchanged last year in 2015, 2016, not changed much. But Ping, you you love this thing. You've always said it's a, it's not like the best bike, but it's stable. It's it's nice. It's it turns awesome like they always have. Yeah. Uh, the motor package to me is just it's just good like at everything. It's, yep. it's not doesn't do shine. It doesn't shine anywhere. But yeah, it's just solid. Um, it feels really comfortable. I jump right on it, and I'm like, I'm at home right away. Right. Um, they made a couple changes, but right. It's kind of like stuff you don't really. It, right. Nothing stood it, out. It's like a wow, ten percent decrease in a brake caliper, like a center. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. I mean, it's nothing you feel, but like I said, I still think it's a great bike. Um, I'd still jump on yeah. it and ride. I love it. Is the Honda uh, for you, Kiefer? Is the Honda the most dis- the diverse bike out of the group? Would you say like? Yeah, um, like, the Honda, for me, the Honda 450, it still turns good. I think, like Ping said, Suzuki turns the best. I mean, not like it used to. I think KTM's caught up just because it's so light feeling. Um, but the Honda turns really good. It's just it's just twitchy at high speed. At Glen Helen, it's kind of scary to ride. It gets a lot of head shake, a lot of deflection, and it's not very fun, you know, at faster type of rough tracks, but... You go to tighter tracks that like have some traction, and the bike's a blast to ride. And people say, mm-hmm. "Oh, the bike's slow. It's not as fast as the Suzuki or the Yamaha." But I mean, it's manageable, and you can ride it. And I think that's why so many vet guys buy that bike because it's easy to corner because vet guys don't have you know good cornering you know technique, and it's easy to ride because the motor character is so easy. Have so. you guys seen the 2017 there got going on in Japan, Honda? Uh, yeah, I've seen uh, electric start, electric start, two cams apparently, two uh, two cams in it now. Not, not that surprises me because that's that Unicam is like their yeah their thing, right? It's their thing. Yeah, that's the word on the street, anyways, and a different shock location a little bit. Um, so it's kind of cool. Yeah. Electric starts coming around. Yeah, because KTM's doing it at a lighter weight now. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah. get yeah. your shit together, everyone else. <laughs> no one wants to kickstart yeah. their bike if they don't have to. Yeah, no, you're right. Especially when you ride all the bikes during the day. I mean, Pink can, can tell you, man, when you get on a on a Kickstarter, you're like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> End of the day, you're like, come on, you son of a bitch. Give me a hill yeah. I can roll down. Um, and, then, start it. and then uh, uh, the 250, let's talk to 250s a little bit. Um, Yamaha is the fastest bike still to you, for you guys? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's such a solid. It's it's almost like you ride all the bikes, and the Yamaha is a race bike compared to other bikes, you know? Yeah. It has so much excitement and low end, and it doesn't have the most top end. I mean, I rode all the bikes today, and we were at Milestone, and the KTM's a good bike, and, and I was not a fan of that bike last year, and, man, that thing corners really good. Um, doesn't have the bottom-end response like the Yamaha, but, man, mm-hmm. mid to top-end, it, it freaking goes so far. It's it's fun bike to ride. And you did that shootout today, huh, Kiefer? Yeah, this is our second day. We've had a couple days, uh, actually, third day, so we had a couple days last week, but... Uh, yeah, so we're almost buttoned up with that, and uh, you haven't, you haven't besides any besides the winner, I think second, third, and and fourth are all gonna be really close. Um, and you got our Pulpamex intern Dom helping you. 
Yeah, Dom always, Dom always hit me up. He seemed like a good dude. And uh, I read some of the stuff that he posted on your on your site, Steve, and yeah. I was like, oh, the guy doesn't seem like a douchebag, and he can ride. <laughs> and and I never saw him ride, and I saw him ride today, and he can ride pretty good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, he got a good little skill level. I'm sure he's pumped to be involved in a shootout. That's awesome. Yeah, he's a nice guy. That's good, Kiefer. Hey, so um, okay, so I I can't ask you your opinion of the of the 450s, Kiefer, because you want to save it for the shootout, right? So well, I can give you my opinion. I mean, I don't know. I won't know the results at all, just because that right. ends up being tallied up from all of our test riders. But right. for What's... me, obviously, the Yamaha is the best bike, hands down. Um, 250F. Um, yeah. KTM for me, I, I actually rated second. I like that bike a lot, which is shocking to me. Um, I would. Um, we added 10 cc's of oil to the fork that helped pull that up to help a little bit. And the Husky's almost identical to the KTM, besides having a little bit more bottom end. Mm-hmm. Which I don't really know why. Maybe because of the airbox volume is different. Yep. I don't really know. Um, and then I would go with a Honda fourth and Suzuki fifth, and sixth for me would be the Cowie. What about four for these? You know me, dude. I'm a Yamaha yeah, guy. If I, I was know. gonna, if I had money right now, that bike right there is. It makes me. I ride all the time, but that makes me want to go ride a dirt bike. That, Yamaha four fifty. Right yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Ping? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I the one thing about the Yamaha I don't like is the tank and shroud is so fat. It's just they've too made fat it narrower last couple of years, but it's fat. Okay, still fat. I get on it. I'm yeah. like, ah, it's fat right here in the front. It's like here. fat. Okay, all right. Yeah, I guess because I'm just used to it because I ride them a lot, you know. But you know, Cycrus sells those thin ones like JGR has, and it thins them up a little bit. But when you measure them. It, it's actually hardly any difference. I think it's just more visual than anything. You know? Maybe, maybe it's that. Yeah. I just some. That's the first thing that pops into my head is things of fat. It's ass. not easy to mount. Yeah. No. No. We need to get them in line with Pooh <laughs> and with, Michelin. With Michelin, yeah, yeah. Michelin Starcross Five. Easier mounting. Pliable bead for easier mounting. <laughs> uh, I was going somewhere else with that. <laughs> oh, we already oh, went there. Oh, we know where you're going, Kiefer. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Keith, we had um, we had a um. Uh, Paul on earlier, he's the new team manager of Slayton Racing. Yeah, and, and they have a new title sponsor, and they it looks like they have uh, um, a couple of uh, good riders signed. And right. in all seriousness, they want you to race for the team in the opening <laughs> rounds of Supercross. I'll pass. <laughs> Ping did too. Yeah, no, I'm good. That those days oh, are over shit. for me. I, hey, I love riding Supercross, and I still test quite a bit mm-hmm. doing tire testing on a Supercross track, mm-hmm. but. Riding Supercross and jumping everything versus racing is two different things. <laughs> so. All right. Looks See, like- I'm one step past you, dude. I'm just off Supercross. I did that for a while after I'd quit. I'm like, I'd still go ride with the yeah. guys. Yeah. I, I went I'm to Miles. We had our Miles on the day, and I rode the Supercross track. It's just, I love it. It's just so fun because I guess because I'm more of a smoother rider, so it's easier for me to ride that stuff because uh, I don't have to hang it out so much. It, it's just fun to ride, but man, racing those guys are so fucking good and fast. There's no way that's retarded. All right, so I tell Slayton Racing you're going to pass then. <laughs> yeah, tell them we'll do a testing contract. We'll all test for the team. Yeah, there we go. There we go. Um, they might need it with their suspension guy. <laughs> well, who do they have for suspension? Uh, Johnny's bump sticks. <laughs> stop garage, it. The backyard garage guy's going to do it? We don't stop. No, we're not. No, Johnny's bump sticks is not doing it. I think you stole that from me. I think I came up with bump sticks and you, oh, lied. you thought it was funny. Um, all right. Um, anything else? What else? 
Kiefer. All right. What do you guys have for dessert? What's what? What cookie cook? Ice cream. Ice cream cookies. We got like a silver she, platter. Of... She crushed up three kinds of chocolate bar and for toppings, like a like a like a cold stone. Oh, it's like a build your own. Thing? Yes. Yeah, you don't get that, Kiefer. It's freaking Damn. Pinkberry up in here. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. Hey, Steve. No Petaluma flowers though. <laughs> Where's that whipped cream at? No whipped cream, but there is some some uh, chocolate syrup right next to Ping. Get that going, Steve. I'm grease those up, grease Ping's arms up with <laughs> some chocolate syrup. syrup. <laughs> take, take her on a night out upstairs. Kiefer, check out <laughs> check out Pulp Mix Show Instagram. Look at Ping's arms. He's had nothing but time on his hands in the fire hall, and he's dude, he's ripped. Dude, I saw him doing like what are those things called? Man ups or some shit? What were you doing? Muscle ups. Muscle ups. Yeah. Dude, check, no joke. Those check are out, hard, dude. Check out Instagram, Pop Mech Show. Look at his arms. All right. Oh, hey, brother. Pete, you're not up in the high desert anymore. Are you down the hill now? Yeah. Yep. Oh. See, I was in – Kiefer knows where I was. I was in Atalanto. I was telling dude, these guys sketchy. about some of the calls up in that area, in that <laughs> north Atalanto. <laughs> that's dude. not my hood, but that's close to my hood. No, but you know what – I mean, you know the area. Yeah. Not someplace you'd buy a home. Yeah, there's some, like, we have some sand tracks out there. We drive out, and there's just people walking in the middle of the desert, just yep. gnarly. They're just walking? Just cruising through yeah. the desert, dude. Middle yeah. of the night, they'll be just cruising through the desert. Yeah. I uh, I see some people on a mountain bike out in the middle of the desert, and I'm always like, what are they doing? Like, it scares me a little bit. Yeah, it makes you should pedal be scared. Faster. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing out here? I got to go. Hey, Kiefer, let me ask you this question. I asked RJ this earlier, and he yeah. didn't really give me the specific answer I wanted, or any answer. Okay. If right now you could walk into the AMA, Feld, MX Sports, whoever manufactures, and say the 250-450 classes aren't working, or if you think they are, then leave it fine, what size of bikes would you have people racing right now for the good of the sport from here? Two classes or just one class? It's got to be two classes. you got to have two. It used to be 125, um, 250, now it's 250-450. What do you think is a good number? How would you do it? Man, I honestly, I think after riding that 350, I think every manufacturer should build one of those. And I think that should be the premier class, 350. Agreed. 100% um, agreed. What about the entry-level class? To me, like, if you're entry-level, I almost want to say I'll let the kids ride 125 two-strokes again. Oh, my gosh. And this guy's reading my mind. This is exactly what I just said. Why don't you two get a room together? Listen, how easy would it be for the manufacturers to turn their 450s into 350s or use their 250 chassis and platform and just plunk a 350 engine in it. Right. Absolutely. As far as retooling and money, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, let 450s go bye-bye, like 500s, right. and then get everybody back on a 125. I, I know it sucks. Honda doesn't want to do Slam it. Slam the table. Eh? Listen, there's not a, an affordable bike for people to ride anymore to get into the sport. We're losing. And it would help people. privateers, honestly, seriously. Yeah. I mean, Seven deuce it's deuce easier does to not build a 125 two-stroke than it is a 250F. Then he needs to ride a 350. Seven Deuce Deuce does not need a bike with less horsepower. Travis Pastrana won on a 125. Yeah, he did. Travis Preston. Travis Preston won on a 125. Yeah, yeah, right. Big people get it done. Villeman. Although it is fun riding a 450, I have to say. I know it is, but you got, I'm talking about the good of the sport and the health of the sport and, and better racing. You can't tell me racing is as good as it used to be in the 450 class. No, it's not. It's, it's, it's pretty not, it's, boring. It, it, indoors, especially. I think everybody should listen to Pulp and X Show. Mandatory listening. Right. At least, hey, at least we're getting some changes, what, 17 or something? I don't know. What I what do you hear? I don't know. That's Steve. He knows it all. Dish huh? it up. What changes? I think they're going to... Ring of fire? I think I think they're going to do a points chase. 
and I think they're going to change up the point system. However many points metal, they award metal for. starting grades. They award for a win and everything else. But that's just rumors. I like RJ's idea. Hmm. No more starting devices. Oh, yeah, not a bad idea. Yeah, no more starting devices. Just looping out everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Take it back to where Are you, you had to have some skill. With me, meathead. Now you got to have some skill again. Use right. some technique right. and people wheeling and screwing up would yeah. separate the field a little bit. Between the four strokes and the starting hooks, yeah, a lot of things, a lot of skill has been lost there, right? It's just yeah. dump the clutch. Hey, can we do some uh, different things to the sound too? I think the sound's bullshit. Well, I think we could open them up a little bit more. I think we're trying to get all too quiet, you know, and you go to monster truck shows and you can't fucking hear anything after you leave, so. Uh, as long, whatever drowns out Irv Braun, I'm, I'm down with. I don't know, dude. I remember <laughs> back, what, what years was Ivan winning? Uh, 05? Oh, 04. Oh, four. yeah, man. Dude, I remember being in the knot hole, and he would come by, and there was this little step up out of a turn. He's all, yeah, and it would be so loud, my ears would hurt in the knot hole club. Yeah, yeah. I had to plug my ears when he came by. That's... As you were drinking with celebrities. Four stories up. Right, I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is this is out of hand a little bit. So, um, Before we let Kiefer go, we do have some Gabbett Gibbs questions for him. Okay, let's do it. Uh, let's see, Kiefer, this guy wants to know, his name's Mac Robinson. He says, hey, Kiefer, I'm thinking about getting a 2016 CRF 250. Do you think the motor is much improved from the 15 model, or should I just get a 15? Uh, no, 16250F Honda is actually better. Um, if he was looking for more bottom end, I would suggest getting the 16 because it has more bottom to mid. Um, Chassis-wise, I would say the same. But, yeah, for engine, I would say, yeah, 16 is a noticeable difference. Okay. But worse. No, better. I thought you said a 15 was better. I'm sorry. No, he said no, 16, 16 was better. 16 was more bottom sorry. mid. But if this guy's, um, like, not intermediate level or better, I don't think he's going to notice Notice care. the difference. No. Uh, Chad wants to know a uh, question for Keith. Uh, how good are the new electric motorcycles? Uh, what do you think you will see them at a pro level one day? So is uh, the niche level, market going to make it? Oh, man. I would say at a pro level, it's going to be hard. No, I don't see that happening for a very long time. Um, but Saw that they, are, open once. they are good. You can do it. It's, it's, it's crazy how big shit you guys can jump on those things. It's, you can jump some stuff on those bikes and uh you know they come with full suspension from like wp and all that so it's just like a dirt bike it's you know keeper does some niche testing electric bikes i uh I, I haven't done i've ridden the new zero bikes right. i rode a street bike like a yeah. off-road kind of enduro thing and a motocross model like a dual sport and i was blown away at how fast they were yeah the street bike i was doing on the you know the little entryway at lake elsinore just the concrete part yeah from the the gate where you pay to the where the concrete ends, I just I rolled the thing on. I was doing ninety five miles an hour and it was still climbing when I had to shut off. <laughs> really? Wow, jeez. Yeah, I was tripping. Um, and that was that was two years ago actually. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the, that the new bike that they have, the Alta bike. It's it's insane out the power delivery, and you can change all. You can flip the map switch right on the handlebar, just like what you need. And yeah, they, it's a cool thing they have. It's just you got to ride it different. And that's why I keep telling the guys is. For guys to buy that bike, you're going to have to get the dirt bike guy to ride the same way on your electric bike. And right now, you have to ride it different. So you don't want to teach a guy when you're older. He's not going to want to have to relearn how to ride, you know? So. The, the technology's there. It's just right now, it's it's not necessary. It's like, uh, you know, look I at the Tesla car. Technology. That car is badass. Yeah, oh, yeah. So you're telling me we, can, we can't make a motorcycle? I mean, we can. Love but technology. there's no demand for it, so it'll be a while. Uh, final question. Uh, it's for you too, Ping. It says, in your guys' opinion, what is the best stock 250F ever? 
kind of hashed this out about the Yamaha, didn't we? But ever, of all time, ping. Well, obviously, it's current bikes. You're not going to say, oh, the Suzuki Kawasaki really, combo really, bike I back really then. Was, that. Uh, that 04 <laughs> RMZ 250, I'll tell you what. Ping, ping was former Motor World rider with that thing. Uh, God. No. You weren't? I was still on 125s getting eaten alive. Oh, okay, all right. Worst year so of my life. So it was life. just Boniface pushing it off and other dudes like that? That was the next year, yeah. Mm. I would have rather blown up, blown up a 250F and mm-hmm. had that, at least a chance. That 250F is the Yamaha, for sure. That's, that's, that's it, hands down. It's a good stock motorcycle. Yeah, I'm having a hard time arguing with that. Mm. Okay. Should we just jump into the Gap Gig Summit? Uh, no, let's take a commercial. Okay. Uh, Kiefer, we're going to let you go. Thank you, Vortex Racing. You bring in a kiss. Kiefer, give, uh, give Heather a kiss for Pingree and I. See you, bud. I will. And uh, buy, buy your wife some me. flowers, maybe. Petalumas. Yeah, Petaluma tonight. It's going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, later, bud. Thank you. See you, bye. Chris Kiefer, everybody. Dirt Rider Magazine, DirtRider.com. Pulpum X co-host. Uh, thanks for doing that, Ping. I think you guys uh, educated some people on uh, new bikes. So Yeah, well. You know? you know, we do what we can do. Yeah. Uh, and we're going to come back. Uh, myself, uh, Fireman Ron, Gab Gibbs, uh, and Ping's ginormous arms. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Hey, guys. This is Jason Thomas. I wanted to talk to you for a minute about fly racing. Fly racing has grown by leaps and bounds since I started wearing it back in 2003. If you go back and look at a picture from back then... And flash forward to now, where you see guys like Trey Kennard, Andrew Short, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike, and the 250 Rockstar Husky team wearing, you'll see what I'm talking about. We're now producing premium products, but our goal to give you more bang for your buck hasn't changed since those days. Our F2 carbon helmet, worn by all of our pro riders, is what I consider to be the best value in the motocross world. Our new Evolution 2.0 and light hydrogen lines have been continually improved and perfected over the past couple of years to give you the ideal fit. Whether it's off-road, supercross, motocross, or just riding in the backyard with your buddies, we have something purpose-built just for you. I invite you to check out our website at flyracing.com and, of course, your local dealer and online retailers to learn more about what we have been working on. Follow us on social media at FlyRacingUSA and post pictures of you riding on our Fly Racing wall on our website. From all of us at Fly Racing, I want to say thanks for listening and support companies that support Pulpamex. Pulp MX Show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that supports us. Us at BTO Sports want to give that to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Pulp MX Show. Use coupon code PULPMX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand restrictions will apply. MFAB is the undisputed leader in high-quality accessories for your truck, Jeep, and SUV. For products that are as unique as your vehicle, check out MFAB Off-Road Accessories. From Nerf Steps and Lighting Accessories to the all-new Adjust Step and Endura Step. MFAB has you covered. MFAB products are handcrafted in the USA, delivering unsurpassed quality and durability with cutting-edge style. Available in cab length, wheel-to-wheel, and bed access models, MFAB Nerf Steps offer the widest array of configurations to access.
access your vehicle. NFAB also offers a wide range of mounting solutions for auxiliary lighting, including pre-runner light bars, light cages, and full replacement front bumpers. All NFAB products are backed by a lifetime craftsmanship warranty and a five-year finish warranty. To find out where to buy NFAB products, visit www.n-fab.com or call 866-806-NFAB. NFAB, truck products for truck people. on one of our ride engineering triple clamp sets with a much smaller hit to your wallet than other manufacturers. For around $635 complete with rubber mounted bar mounts and poly cones, you'll save hundreds over the other brands and enjoy the same benefits. All ride engineering clamps are made to flex like stock, which assures suspension action is not compromised. We offer both a soft and firm polyurethane cone to better tune for the rider's needs. All triple clamp sets are lighter than stock by 4 to 8 ounces depending on the model. Other than those pesky KTMs which are the same weight. All ride engineering clamps are available in two or more offsets to customize the way the bike handles for the rider's intended use. Most clamps also have the option of adding a Showa steering damper. Add our one-piece anti-twist bar mount with 8 pinch bolts instead of 4 and keep your bar straight in the event of a crash. Vent posts can be unscrewed and replaced for $19.95 and fit both our clamps and stock, too. Visit us today at ride-engineering.com. Nitro Circus is stoked to announce its greatest ever all-new arena tour coming to 25 North American cities this fall. It's the most extensive run that Nitro Circus has ever undertaken. Hot on the heels of Josh Sheehan's groundbreaking world first triple backflip on a motorbike, Nitro Circus Live's latest creation takes things to a whole new level. Starring 17-time X Games gold medalist Travis Pastrana, the tour will feature unbelievable new tricks, record-breaking feats, insane stunts, and the craziest contraptions ever, plus a whole new repertoire of daredevil fun. In all, there will be more than 10 world's first each never seen in the USA. Combined with a host of outrageous new contraptions launched from the jacked-up, bigger-than-ever Nitro Giganoramp, this is truly a visual experience never seen before. Tickets are available now, and fans looking for the ultimate Nitro Circus experience will want to get their hands on the all-new Nitro Club VIP package. Just $99 each plus applicable service fees, these exclusive passes include the best seats in the house as well as a chance to get up close and personal with Travis Pastrana and the stars of Nitro Circus during an exclusive Q&A session. Nitro Circus! For 2015, X-Brand has added stellar new colorways to our exciting Volcano, Phantom, and Limited lines. You know Nick Way demands the illest style, and now with RCH Racing's Brock Tickle on board, we have assembled a motivated squad. Our simple approach to a fresh look, unmatched comfort, and elite performance remains pegged in the red. You can rest assured knowing X-Brand has you covered with a full offering of lenses, tear-offs, laminates, nose guards, and our zip-off system. Order direct through the EKSBrand.com store and enter discount code PULPSHOW15 to save 30% now. Usually, safety comes at the expense of comfort or mobility. Notice how we said usually? The all-new line of Atlas braces are 20% lighter, have three times more suspension in them, maintain the much-needed flexibility, and even contact 27 more percent surface area of your body than the competition. All in a smaller overall package to make it feel like you're wearing less. The experience speaks for itself. The only thing left to do is join RV 
Jason Anderson, Dean Wilson, and Martin Davalos to experience why Atlas is the fastest growing neck brace on the market. Get yours today at atlasbrace.com. Follow them on social media at atlasbrace to find out new and exciting things all the time from Atlas Brakes. We thank those folks for coming on the show. If you're on the fence about a neck brace, please try the Atlas one. Best one out there. Hey guys, it's Brady Chisholm here. Listen up. You'll spend $9,000 for a new bike, $3,000 for bling, and you wonder why I have monkey butt? I'll tell you why. You didn't go to GutsRacing.com for new seat foam and cover. Guts Racing has been the leader in seat technology for 25 years. They've worked with every top rider at some point in their life, and that tradition continues. With riders on teams such as Cycle Trader Yamaha, Moto Concepts Racing, RCH Suzuki, Yoshimira Suzuki, Pro Circuit Kawasaki, Geico Honda, they have worked with them all. They have riders like Cal Chisholm, <laughs> Ben LeMay, Matt LeMoyne, Ryan Sipes, Brett Metcalf, and many, many more. They have been working behind the scenes with factory riders for over two and a half decades. So here is your chance to join stars of Supercross, Motocross, Arena Cross, GNCC, and FMX by taking advantage of the discount they have going on. If you head over to GutsRacing.com and use the code PulpMX2015, it'll save you some money, save you from having monkey butt. It's win-win. Head over there and check them out, guys. Hey, everybody. Uh, thanks for listening to The Pulp Show. Listen, Chris Kiefer here in studio, and if there's anybody to talk to him about these new Michelin Starcross 5 tires that come in hard, medium, soft, and a sand version, it's him because he did the testing on them. Kiefer, uh, which, uh, talk about the testing. Which ones did you like? Well, when I tested them, I tested, uh, tested mostly with the mediums and the soft, and we went to all different types of tracks in Southern California. And the good part about it is that the medium um, terrain tire was good at every track we went to, even with some sand, hard pack. So there's a wide variety I could use with that medium tire. Yeah, let's face it. Most guys have the money only for one set of tires, one set of pattern tread. Right. Mediums are where they're going to go. Yeah, medium's a good choice, and especially if you've got uh, anywhere from soft all the way, even to really hard pack, it's pretty good. Michelin's been around a long time. They've done a lot of things for tires, uh, Kiefer, and uh, they managed to improve just about every part of the Starcross 5. One thing they're super proud of, though, when talking to the guys at Michelin, is that they shaved weight. It's uh, 10% compared to their, their previous tires, which uh, 10% when they're rolling mass tires is quite a bit. Yeah, too. you got to think about it. It's unsprung weight. So uh, when you're dealing with a lighter tire, which you know the new Starcross is, and I tested with previously with their previous version with the MH3, um, I got a little bit better acceleration and braking. And uh, that's not to mention their, their casing technology, but just the, the lightweight itself is a huge advantage on the track. So there you have Michelin Starcross 5 hard, medium, soft, and sand. New off-road and motocross tires now available wherever Michelin tires are sold. Check them out at michelinmotorcycle.com. The leader in design and development of high-performance dirt bike camshafts, Hot Cams is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show and its listeners. Looking to increase the horsepower of your engine without spending a fortune? You need to get a set of Hot Cams. Engineered using state-of-the-art valve train software and CNC machined from 8620 billet steel, Hot Cams camshafts are one of the most economical, reliable, and easy-to-install ways to add 5 to 10% power gain to your engine. By selecting one of our three stages of camshaft profiles, you can specifically tune the 
power band of your engine to best suit your riding style. Designed, dyno-proven, and made in the USA, Hot Cam's performance camshafts are used by privateer riders like Jimmy Albertson, Mitchell Oldenburg, Michael Lieb, Adam Entignap, Nick Schmidt, and the Monster Energy Leading Edge Kawasaki team. Hot Cam's wants to help you get the extra power you need by offering all Pulp listeners a 30% discount on all orders placed online at hotcamsinc.com. Type in the discount code HOTCAMS2015 at checkout. Hot Cams, unleash the power within. How's it going? My name is Chris Laredo. Patrick Marker. Scott Lewis. My name is Ben Schirmeyer. I'm a mechanic for Jason Anderson. Weston Pikes mechanic. Wrench on the number 10, Justin Brayton. I work for Justin Barsh. We are running uh, Galfer. Galfer. Galfer brakes. Uh, the best thing, yeah, it's like got to run Galfer. Do you own a KTM like Andrew Short? Andrew Short. Then listen up. You can stop searching for the best place to get genuine KTM parts and accessories. Grab a whole shot like Shorty. Go directly to KTMPartsExpress.com, your number one online source for KTM parts and accessories. There's no shortage of genuine KTM parts in our huge warehouse, as well as a full selection of KTM power parts and power wear accessories. We also offer the same aftermarket parts and accessories that you see on Shorty's bike for your own KTM. 29 years of experience would be impressive, but we have over 35 years of experience in the motorcycle industry. We're here to serve you with a huge inventory, great prices, and fast, dependable service. The staff at KTM Parts Express is not short on experience and will process your order with speed and accuracy. Our goal is to get you the parts you need in the shortest amount of time. If you're in need of KTM Parts or accessories, this is the place to shop. Race Tech. Privateer proven. When riders choose, they choose Race Tech. Supporting the world's fastest racers. Providing factory level products, support, and service to the everyday rider. Each setup and product is 100% guaranteed and made in the USA. When racers choose, they choose Race Tech. Visit Racetech.com for a full listing of suspension parts, tools, and information. Or check out Paul Feed's Motorcycle Suspension Bible, your guide to everything suspension. To receive 20% off parts and labor, enter discount code PULPMX2015 when ordering. Racetech. Don Emler had a simple vision for FMF Racing when he started it in his garage back in 73. Provide top-level U.S. racing equipment at the grassroots level. 43 years later, FMF Racing is known for delivering the world's top performance exhaust products. Today, Don's vision continues to guide the family-operated company in its 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in the heart of Southern California, where 100% of everything is built under one roof. FMF is factory. Ride Engineering is stoked to be the only brand offering a trick billet brake caliper. Machine from billet aluminum, this front brake caliper comes in anodized black or machine silver for that trick factory look. We use larger pistons than stock for more power, reduced weight, and have machined openings for better venting to keep the temperature down under heavy abuse. Add our braided steel brake lines for a more consistent feel and cut the amount of pedal travel in half for more efficient braking. Combine our braided lines, 270 rotor, and billet caliper for the ultimate brake system and a great way to lower lap times. Visit us at ride-engineering.com. Hey, 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 hey. W-E. 
Now that I got your attention, let's talk about wheels. WUSA, based in Orange County, California, the nation's leading supplier of high-quality wheel sets for some of the best teams in the sport. They carry the top brands like Talon, Kite, DID, Excel, as well as Galfer and Brembo brakes. All the W wheels are built by the same guys that build Chad Reed's wheels. Whether you have a new bike or looking for a set of new race wheels or a backup set of wheels, W can get what you need. Complete wheels are not in the budget. Let W rebuild your stock hubs with their OE spoken nipple kits and a quality rim like DID or Excel. WUSA, used by Reed, Roxon, Millsaps, Anderson, Dungey, Short, Brayton, Grant, Antonap, Peters, Partridge, Freeburg. They all use and trust W for all the wheel needs. If they trust W, why don't you? Don't buy a, a set of cheap wheels. Just because you paid $500 for a set of wheels, you're not going to put those on your bike. They're not that good. Really, seriously. WUSA.com. Anything you need, cool colors, better strength, they've got it. And they've been proud supporters of the Pulp Mech Show for many years now. And we thank those guys. WUSA.com. Do it. Vortex Racing, the leader in top quality racing components for over 15 years, is now a proud supporter of the Pulp MX Show. All Vortex Racing products are made with the best materials and the tightest tolerances. All because Vortex Racing is owned and operated by guys just like you, enthusiasts and riders that demand the best. We have over 1,000 different gear choices to suit your needs and track conditions. All sprockets are cut from 7075T6 aluminum and come in an assortment of colors. Want something even stronger? Check out our full line of laser-cut steel sprockets. Besides sprockets, Vortex offers V3 oversized motocross handlebars that are 29% stronger than the competition. With years of research into these bars and top riders like Arena Cross champion Tyler Bowers putting their trust in them. You know these these bars bars can take the abuse abuse you'll give them. them. Remember, there's a reason champions choose Vortex. So the question is simple. Do you want to join the ranks of James Stewart and FMX legend Ronnie Renner? Choose Vortex. For more information, check out VortexRacing.com. All Pop MX listeners are getting hooked up with a discount on any Vortex Racing product. Just email Jake at VortexRacing.com with the promo code PULP2014 or call him at 800-440-3559, extension 222. See you on the track. as ever Even in the shadows Baby, kiss me Before they turn the lights out Your heart is glowing And I'm crashing in you Kiss me, kiss me Before they turn the lights out Before they turn the lights out Oh, baby, love me lights out In the darkest night I'll search through the crowd Your face is all that I see I'm giving you everything 
Baby, love me lots out We don't have forever Baby, daylight's wasting You better kiss me Before time has run out Back, everybody. Papa Back Show. Started by BTOsports.com and Fly Racing. I like Pookie's song. How good was that song? You're going to play that Dude, on TV and it's going to be You played so Miley good. Cyrus' Wrecking Ball. You can't hate on anything right now. I didn't mean to start a war. <laughs> I know you didn't. But you... Started like some kind this, of this clown is on Periscope and Pookie is just oh, watching him on Periscope. So What's good. Periscope? I don't even I don't even know what that is. And, and what is it? Her panties are just dropping. He's on Periscope, just going like this. What's oh, up, everybody? Yeah, he's talking. Any requests? And yeah, and he, oh. yeah, just play whatever you want. Yes, so good. He's there. such a pimp, and he's doing it like right before. He's doing it like 11 o'clock Pacific, so like right when we're yeah, going like to bed or whatever. Yeah, like 30-minute long Periscopes. It's just from his house, like. Oh, so Periscope's just like a live yeah, camera. Yeah, live, live stream. Yeah, yeah. I, I periscoped the, uh, the press day from Vegas. Pulp Mac Periscope. So. That's the fever. I only let you do this because... Um, because you're learning to play guitar? Yeah, no, I'll be playing in a band in no, no time. I'm going to hit the road. Just filling in for like Tragically Hip or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I told the I, t- I took one lesson. I told the guy I want to be Eddie Van Halen. Can I learn it right now? Well, <laughs> like, can I play Eddie Van Halen right now? Eruption or whatever. What's that song? <laughs> yeah, eruption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Pook. Thanks for nothing. Hey, I think that was a good song. Uh, Pook's high fives. I'm I, in. I don't hate yeah, it. I put, no, 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 I put no, it up no. against Smiley any I'm day. I'm okay. I just went to Elton John. So what do I got to say with anything? <laughs> it's way better than Crocodile Rock. Rock. I don't like Crocodile. Rock. I don't no. like that song. No, either. I do not like Crocodile Rock. But uh, my mom loved it. Debbie loved it. Crocodile Rock? Yeah. Oh, is he ever good? Mm. Levon was good. Levon's good. He's got some jams. You know Levon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Levon's good. Uh, Rocket Man? Tiny Dancer, Rocket Man. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening tonight. Um, let's do, um, Ping, we got to get you out of here so you can hit the road. Pookie's bo- Pookie Blame. bought you uh, special travel cups for your coffee. What? For the morning time. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Mm. So she's really bummed. She's had them for months. She bought them the last time you were supposed to come. Well, I'll take co- I got a four-hour drive. I got to stay up. I'll coffee it up right now. She, you better take these damn cups because they've been sitting there for, well, for just for you. I will. Um, let's do the BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. BTOsports.com. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. Gabby Gibbs. You know who your next guest needs to be? Nope. Co-host or guest? Skippy's Bump Sticks that's doing what's-his-name's suspension. I want to know about this guy. Skippy Bump Sticks. Okay, I'll Ooh. work on that. <laughs> we need to know. I, I'm glad that you people can ask to come on the show, and then we'll make fun of them. We're not making fun. I, I Well, we kind of are, but I, I look, I told the guy I'm stoked that he's doing big things over there. He said it was RC suspension, right? The guy, RC guy suspension. In the chat I just have never heard of it. I have no idea what it is. The guy in the Chromical. chat room said the songs tonight have been shit. Oh, they have. So. Well, clearly. Well, until my song. Oh, Ping was good. I like Pings. What was Thank Pings? you. Revolution? You I have any a, of that? I got yeah. a bunch of their songs on my phone, so I can respect it. John Mayer, I can respect. I can't give We definitely covered Miley. some different genres tonight. I can tonight. respect John Mayer's Periscopes, that's for sure. Every yeah, John woman Mayer. God, he's such a pimp. Pookie dude, needs a towel over here for her drawers. That, his hair is all like tousled so perfect. And, like, just, he, he's uh, one of those guys that just walks around in a fucking robe. There we go. This is John Mayer. 
Zelton. He did a good version of this. So is it a coincidence that I saw Elton John on Friday night? You have a I, boner for my arms. I played golf with my mom for two days, and I hit <laughs> golf, and now I got a boner for your arms. And you're like, playing like, Miley. Like, what is going on? You Dude, you're going gay quick. This <laughs> new marriage law has changed you. It's a good song right there. I can't argue with it. All right, Steve, you told me to pick only two or three questions, and we got some good questions. What was this guy wearing? <laughs> what wasn't he wearing? Stuff is is like... question. What wasn't he wearing? Swarovski crystal embellished cape. Yeah. It's to like, if you didn't know entrance. he was gay going in, as soon as he walked out, I go, oh, wow, this dude. Look at this guy. Wow. <laughs> he doesn't, you know, he uh, doesn't try to play it subtle. When you... BTOsports.com. Use the code PulpMX when you're checking out to save money at BTOsports.com. OEM parts are there now. Anything you need for your bike or body, BTOsports.com has it. And uh, great guys down there, BTO Sports KTM team with Davey Millsaps, Justin Brayton. Ping looking just like Elton John right now. And Guitar, maybe not, but piano, definitely. Oh. Yeah, you got it. God is dead. Uh, all right, here's the questions you submitted to Matt Pulpomex Show. And uh, Gavin Gibbs takes the best ones and uh, gives reason to us. Let's do it. All right. Uh, let's see. Battle Cycle wants to know who was more entertaining off of the track, Jason Fournette or Scott Sheik? Jason best- Fournette. And the winner is, what was the well, best story for each? Well, I don't know Sheik like Watson knows Sheik. Watson knows Sheik. Sheik, so. he, was, uh, he was fun for a little while. And he, what, he, what years was he fun? <sighs> like when he was on Suzuki with Watson or well, before that? I think those were his early days. He got a taste. And then he got serious when he was with Factory Honda for a yeah, little bit. Yeah, yeah. And then... FMF Honda, like, 98, he yeah, kind of started I was there then, fizzling. You were there then. Yep. And then it was after that, he got into the, got the fun. booze pretty got hard. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, and he was... Fernet is all time. I don't know Fernet really well. You didn't know Fernet? No. Uh, you got to have heard some stuff, though. Just the baby seal thing. Like, he had his little things, and Dude. I just didn't know him. I never really got to hang out with him. You want to talk about a guy that just does their wristwatch in clubs, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. just, just like, what time is it tapping a chick on the shoulder? What time is it? And then, like, having the wristwatch or the brain out in a club? Like, all day long. All yeah, day. he was that guy. Even just the, telling a story or, you know, he's one of those Where's guys. Where's he at? Like, What's he doing wake now? up and he's, he's just on. I think he's had a rough patch in his life. He's working in a rough patch, oil patch, up in nor- nor- uh, northern Alberta. What's that, Ron? Yeah, oil patch. Yeah. And, yeah, he's just working up there, living kind of like making good money. But you know how those guys, they go hard. Yeah. He, he's still going hard. They work hard for a month and then just... Blow it hard for Yeah, um, but, I mean, God, Fernet is just, I mean, he's an all-timer. Like, I got so many stories, I can't even share them on the air. A lot of them. Uh, But he was great. He was awesome. uh, I went to a Minneapolis strip club with him, and then he was getting a a lap dance, and Duke Finch was there, and he was high-fiving Duke, the Duke, and he was, you know, like, and we're just like, this guy, like, he was just the life of a party. Do you know who was funny? Uh, What was that guy who was from Ohio? Joey Love. No, buddies with Brock Sellards. He raced for like a few years. I think his dad was really rich. Oh, man. I'm blowing a blank right now. Blowing a blank. Blowing a blank. <laughs> You'd know, you know who I, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to talk about. Hold on. He can't I'll think stand of it. the heat in the kitchen getting the, bed he can't, in the bedroom. Go to the f- Blow blanks. Blow blanks. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me think about this. Um, Carry on. It'll come to me. Was All it right. uh, Dunaway? No, I want to say Pavoni, but it wasn't that. Pavoni's Minnesota, yeah. Craig Rand? No. 
He never did that great. Gavin Grayson? But you would know him. He was around for a couple years. Duff? Ryan Duff? He was Kentucky, though. No. Yeah. He was from Erie, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. That's actually where he was from. Or, yeah. Oh. Was it... Uh... Starts with a P, I want to say. P- Pastelic. P- Pastelic, yeah. Tim Pastelic. Did you know him? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy yeah. was funny. Yeah. Yeah. No, I do. Um... All right, let's go. I think also into psychedelic drugs and <laughs> hallucinogenics, but very funny. All right. Junior wants to know, um, for everyone in studio, with all this Reed Yamaha talk going on, has anyone noticed Burner tagging Rock River Yamaha in his recent post with Chad Reed? Could this maybe be a hint? I did see that, but, dun, dun, I, yeah, dun. I don't know what it means. I talked to Burner. I, I mean, Burner can ride 250 Supercross. He's eligible. You have to finish out of the yeah, top 20 two years in a row. Would he? Dude, I mean, I don't know. Why not? Could he? Could he try it? You can see how he goes. See how he feels. Make some money. Burner's a good rider. I, I guess I don't know. I don't know how much he's been riding, or I know he rides with he Chad. Rides a lot, but... yeah. He got hurt a little while ago, but yeah. Huh. Maybe yeah. there's something with Burner coming back. Never mind Chad. You know. Yeah, even bigger. Right. Uh, Patrick wants to know who's going to be better on 450, Webb or Martin. We talked who, about that. I think who, Webb. Yeah. yeah. Gibbs right. doesn't always listen. So. You know, dude, I'm busy over here. I got phone calls. I got shit to do. Can't always listen to everything you say. Not that Martin isn't going to be good, but I think if you're betting on one guy. Yeah. If like you, if you had a team and you're picking. Webb's yeah. already proved himself on that 450. Martin's pretty damn good, too, but yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, let's see. This guy wants to know, Ping, favorite Cole Seely story. Go. Favorite who? Cole Seely. What did I say? Pistol. Pistol. Uh, Hold on. I think I got that over here. Hold on. Where is it? <sighs> There Hold on, everyone. Pistol. I lost Pistol. <laughs> That's a good one. Pistol. How's Pistol? Um, we're good now. Pistol. Sorry, having it's distracting. Sorry. <laughs> Hold on, we got I, some penguins over I got here that I haven't. Right there. All right, we've had some penguins on, like drops. I haven't played. Here's this one. And so that's interesting. How? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember that. Me neither. I don't know about a good cold silly story that I can tell. Okay. We'll move on. Move on. Uh, move on. Pass. Moving on. Uh, Tom Townsend wants to know, what's up with Gossler? Do you think he'll come back to uh, rent for 2-2? Or is he gone fishing? Yeah. I, Does Gossler I, I, fish? I think if, if, if Chad comes back, it'll be Lars, because Lars is a mechanic at Monster Cup. So. Okay. Final question. I know, Steve, this is your favorite topic, but Ping said he saw it, so might as well ask it. He says, I know it's not motor-related, but did anyone see the Valentino Rossi Mark McQuez incident. Lots of moto guys have been talking about it. Opinions. I did you see it, Steve or no? No, I watched. You got you got to pull it up and watch moto it. G- it's like moto the G- dirtiest. G- no, this is the most blatant, I've nastiest heard, yeah. takeout I, I've ever seen. I got filled in by JT, but let me look at it. And it wasn't high speed. It wasn't like I can send you the link, Steve. It's like a there's like a little five minute battle of them going at it for five straight minutes, and Mark yeah. doing some sketchy passes. Okay, see that's the stuff I didn't see. All I saw was the clip of. Valentino coming in, checking up, and just basically pushing him off the track, knocking him down. So, like I said, I didn't see what happened and, before and the penalty, that. The penalty was he starts at the back, huh? Yeah. I, I, I yeah, he loses yeah. like three points, and he starts in the back for the next race. What sport is this? MotoGP. Oh. The pinnacle of what two-wheel racing. Yeah, it was dirty. It was dirty. It was cool, though. Like, that battle. If anyone hasn't seen it, it's like a five-minute video on YouTube. It is some of the most intense racing I've seen in a long time. And Valentino Rossi just at the end of it has enough of it and just kicks him over. Yeah, it's pretty legit. It Valentino's is. a pimp. <laughs> he is. And that has been the Gabby Kid segment.
Killing it. Gabba Gibbs. Uh, Killing it on the rig. BTOsports.com. Use code PulpMX when you're checking Always. out. And uh, you can save money at BTOsports.com. BTOsports.com. Future headlines time. Let's do it. I don't remember this section. It's been dead for a long time. Hey, a new intro? No, it's the same intro. We just haven't heard it for seven oh, I months. I remember that one. I don't know if you've played this or not. Okay, so Cycle News, you know, has headlines. They're very clever headlines, right? So um, I'm going to give you an either or. You have to pick one of these two headlines that you, we're going to see if the Cycle News had a, you know, printed up a headline. Okay. You cannot pick. You pick one or the other. All right? Okay. You can't make up your own like JT. Okay. All right. Reed rips to win on blue. Or Reed gets crushed on blue. What headline would we be more likely to see this coming year in Cycle News? Reed rips to win on blue. Or Reed gets crushed on blue. Blue crush. I don't think you're going to say he gets crushed on blue. That's not your option. That's not the option. You don't oh, I said do I don't that. think you're going to see that. So. Okay. Hence. So. Reed rips to win on it's blue. Be, yeah. Okay. All right. Justin Hill wins Supercross title just in time, or <laughs> the hill goes down for Justin. Who writes these? What asshole put these in? <laughs> How about it's all downhill for Justin? It's kind of my you, idea. You gotta... <laughs> this is all written by... Uh, I would say... Dick You're over here blowing blanks. <laughs> okay. Blowing blanks. Justin Hill wins Supercross <laughs> just in time. Supercross title just in time. Or Justin goes downhill. That's better. Like, what is up with this kid, right? Like, he's fast. He's got skills. From what I gather, he's a little bit scatterbrained. Lame. Not quite fully, like, 100% committed. Kind of like his brother maybe was a little bit. Okay. Like, he showed up. We'll give you this example. Flew down from Oregon or wherever the hell he lives. Showed up for like a testing session mm -hmm. and left his boots at home. <laughs> Tyler had to go down to Temecula Motorsports and buy him a pair of Alpine Stars because they were testing the next morning. So that's kind of crap. It's just like, you know what I mean? doesn't have it together. So mm -hmm. plenty of speed and talent. I have to go with downhill. Ooh. Okay. Huh? Uh, I know. Although he, you know, I these headlines are like so. Why well, I think there's something in the middle or no yeah, headline? No, fuck you. It's one or the other. Jeez. Okay. Uh, um, I heard somebody told me that Hill was telling Mitch I shouldn't have ever left your team. Really? I took a deal at KTM, a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't have left. Sorry. Okay, so <laughs> I didn't know that you weren't racing the World Vet. Like I thought maybe you might. So this this doesn't really work. But let's just go with it. All right, let's it. do okay, it. All right. Ping pulls Af rare African monkey from tree. <laughs> or Ping pops and locks to world vet win. He's dancing? <laughs> is Ronnie Renner? These are terrible headlines. Like, this is I will great, say, this is you'll greatest, never get hired with is, Cycle News. This is the greatest segment in Pulp and Mech Show history. I may say, Ping, we used Very to be have a sponsor for this uh, little segment here. And it went away? It went away. Shocking. <laughs> this is shocking news. The guy that was responsible for this said, I'd rather not be responsible. I'd rather not put my name on this segment. 
<laughs> so just to give you an idea. Listen, assholes, if you got better ideas, send them in. Send them in. I, I, listen, why do I got to come up with this shit all the time? Uh, Ping pulls rare African monkey from tree. That one. I'm not popping and locking my way to nothing. Ron blasts it with water. <laughs> Blast it with water. <laughs> okay. Last one. Go. Future I'm so excited. This is going to be great. Millsaps mauls the competition at Supercross. Or Millsaps slow as sap. <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Well, how's Davy Millsaps gonna do? You're just you're, you're putting me like on the spot. Yeah, I'm. I'm either. I think there's a little complaint of JT's too. <laughs> it's could. like either I'm. Um, I. I mean, he's gonna be somewhere in the middle. You can't. I think with all of these, you I, gotta pick one. Oh, he's gonna win then. Okay, they're gonna all win them. Everybody's gonna win. <laughs> everybody's great. <laughs> Title for Hill. <laughs> Millsaps gonna win. All right, everybody. I'm blowing a monkey out of the tree, and Reed's winning. That Reed is, is gonna win. That has been your future headline segment. Terrible segment. I just love this part. This is the best part of the whole segment. What the hell is a jiggle so, I'll, I'll, I'll make future headlines happen. <laughs> I'll make Stop it trying happy. to make future headlines happen. <clears throat> I'll make it happen. You're like that chicken mean girls that's trying to get that word to hook. What's that word? Fetch. Fleek? Fetch. Um, so fetch. I'll make it happen. Keep, keep trying. Oh, you just got to make them better. Okay, 702-586-757, call anytime and uh, get your voicemails in. These are the best of the best of the voicemails that were this past week. And uh, yes, Crazy Lady did call in about 15 times. Who's Crazy Lady? New lady? Uh, we've had her. Well, you haven't been on the show for a long time, I, I guess. We have a lady calling us. She calls us 10 to 15 times a week, and she's crazy. And I usually play one or two of her messages, and you'll see her here, and it'll make no sense. And she's uh, very, very out of her tree, and we play her. Every week, and some people think we're dicks for doing that. It's comedy, it's comedy gold. I mean, hey, you know what? You can't. Sometimes future headlines miss out. Sometimes voicemails miss out. Whatever, people, get your money back. Steve, I don't know what the deal is, man. This guy's calling in last week, asking you. Or well, I guess it'll be two weeks ago now, asking you how they ship their bikes over, or the MX of Nations, or uh, you know the GPS, and you're just being a total dick, dude. I mean, yeah, we know they don't have a time machine. We know that they don't ship it over a boat. But you don't got to be a dick. I mean, this guy just wants to know what's going on, how they get them over there, what Fuck the process you. is. I mean, you don't need to be a dick. Uh, okay, I don't remember what he's talking about. I do. Are you, are you okay, Steve? Yeah, why? You've been a bit of a dick. To this guy? According to this guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, according to a lot of followers. Remember, I don't remember, but... um. I, you know, you know what? I do remember. This guy wanted to know how they got their bike shipped over from motocross to nations, and oh no, no, he was talking about the GP riders. How they get from? He said, "How do they get from uh, Mexico? No, wherever they were, because Mexico and California, California doesn't. That's not actually pretty close. But maybe it was Mexico and California. You know how they had GP in Mexico, then they went to Glen Helen, and then it's one not time, that close. And then they had Argentina and uh, Qatar. Yeah, and I was telling the guy like. It's called an airplane. They put these crates, you know, and they, they ship them all in one big giant airplane, and they they deliver all the team's bikes. And it's like, I, I mean, this guy was saying that it was so it's so quick, it's back to back. Like to me, I'm like, what do you? They don't put them on a boat. They don't have a time machine to like zap them forward like the guy in the fly. 
So I guess I was kind of a dick, but I'm like, isn't that kind of obvious? Like, it was on an airplane. They have these things well, called airplanes, and I don't know. I'm sorry for being a dick. He probably wanted to know the details, man. Like, they go into a little box. You got to dismantle the bike, pull the wheels and bars. Wouldn't and you off. know that? I, uh... No. You've been doing this since you were... 21. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's not common knowledge. They, there, put, them in a, they put them in a crate, ship them from Hawaii, and they end up getting rusted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that story. Bing's days is a promoter. I'd like, to, I'd like to talk to someone at Factory Connection about that bike that got back <laughs> from Hawaii. Yeah. Covered in red mud, rusted. Wheels wouldn't even wouldn't turn, Wouldn't even right? turn. Yeah. Wheels wouldn't even turn, and we rode it down the ramp. All right. Okay, love the show. Bye. Hi, Steve. Travis, Southern Illinois. I'm sitting in the McDonald's drive-thru listening to the show, staring at this new McDonald's they built, and it's a fucking shithole. But anyway, why I'm calling, Devin Gibbs, oh my God. All these people that are talking shit on you, fuck them. Who cares? You're awesome. All right? Tell them to go hang themselves. That's what they need to do. Hang. Fuck you. I just got through listening to the uh, commercial of Gabbett Gibbs, and I tell you what, that damn dude sounds like a professional. He should definitely be a part of the commercials, especially with some of the competition he's dealing with. He's better than at least half of the freaking goofs you got on there reading your commercials. Get him in there. Swiss Cross Kid. (laughs) Like two people. (laughs) Brittany. Brittany, yeah. You. Stephen, I am having issues with the disrespect shown by your listeners to women on your show. If you want to have stupid bitches on your show, then I think you should. See, yeah. This guy thinks I should have stupid bitches on the show if I want. People, we had uh, Brittany Bauer, Brittany uh, Brady. Brady, Brady. Brady S. on the show. Bauer's fiance. She yeah. was great. She was awesome. People didn't like her. Like People in or on yeah. the show? No, in it. No, in, in it. studio, talking here. the whole yeah. time. Yeah. She's Thanks for hot. following us on Instagram, bro. Who? You. Yeah, I do. Well, I, t- I, t- I saw. I He's a firefighter, no, I bro. I knew. I knew she was here. She was here, yeah. I, I didn't know she was in or like on talking. the show. We, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, we had her on the phone one time, and then they came up again, them okay. two. So I flew them up for the show, so. Yeah, they were good. And she was fine. She was great. Did you listen to her? hater? Uh, I didn't hear, hear that one, no. Yeah, a lot of haters, though. She was great. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Whatever. Everybody's got haters. Hey, Steve. Even me. Oh, my. a ring on an important subject. I think many people <clears throat> who are listeners can't figure out a couple things. But one that's particularly perplexing <laughs> is the existence of Gibbs. And so the only there was a guy who said something about, you know, you hiring him as the dog that gets gets kicked instead of yourself. That's that's a pretty good philosophy. Um, but if that's not what you want to accomplish, um, and I don't think that's your angle, uh, I think it's about money. So here we go. This is my idea. Um, you know, uh Tits was, was pretty cool. You know, poor guy. He made us all laugh. Um, but Gibbs doesn't make anybody laugh except, <clears throat> except um, you know, when somebody leaves a voice message back and on. Uh, and that's just not a good contribution. So we need to find a replacement. So 
so why don't you have one of your sponsors or maybe like create a uh, it, use your sponsors or create a fund where listeners will contribute money to hire somebody you know that you know that that uh, that makes a decent wage because obviously you're not paying Gibbs anything or paying them some very low wage because you know why else would he be around? So let's think about that idea for a little bit. You know what we can do is we can. Um, take a month or so. Sounds like he's recovering from a big fat bong hit the entire time. It's oh, so we can call yeah. the Replace Kibbs Fund? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that. The Replace Kibbs Fund. Why don't we do that? And um, and then, you know, we'll figure out, basically figure out what, what give somebody a, a, a test run for a year, figure out what the number is, you know, the annual comp for for Gibbs, re- replacement, like a real person, and raise the money. And uh, if you like it on the show, I'll even, you know, after you play this, let me know. I'll call, and maybe I'll, I can be the organizer for you. Okay. Sounds like his way in. I do not like that guy. That guy no. really put a lot of thought into he getting did. rid of you. He did. And Ping, am I that bad? I didn't think so, but... I don't listen to the show that much. So You mean you're not a regular listener on Monday nights by your computer? Dude, I didn't even know he did a show on Mondays for a long time, remember? Constantly calling, hey, man, what's up? Uh, I'm doing the show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Sorry. Yeah, that's well. right, you jackass. You were. <laughs> you're like, oh, yeah, sorry, once again. Sorry. <laughs> that's right. forgot you did that. Forrest Butler was texting brother. me tonight, and then he was like, oh, wait, it's Monday night. My brother, too. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. You gonna fire me, Steve? No, thank you. Hey, this thank Jeff God. I love this hey, too much. Think about the monster cup, and what about so the Joker Lane? I normally set a whoops. That way, the young kids they don't go through the Joker Lane, so it's out of play for them. We kind of talked a little bit about and this. Yeah. Putting it talk like about making time or lose time in the Joker Lane. I think that'd be awesome. So anyway, that's what you said. Not a bad idea, but taking up back space, uh, you know. Keep up the good work. Hey, uh, what do you think of that Austin Forkner kid that dominated the, the amateur all stars? He's legit. He's going to ride Hangtown for for Mitch. Yeah, he yeah. Looked right. He looked, there, he looked right. I mean, he's uh, he just see. I, I don't know him personally, yeah. oh. but like just kind of watching, listening to him talk. He just sounds like he's the real deal. Yeah, he's he looked good. Man, yeah. he looked good. His lap times were good too. And like you know how you tell just the style and skill of somebody. Like you're just like he he would have like a little mistake and get me there correction and just bring it on down and like yeah he's got it huh yeah like a young Adam Cincerello. Oh, Adam Cincerello is a young Adam Cincerello. He's eighteen but not now. That he's young. Now Adam, and he's got to pull it together. I think he's fine. This, I, I, I'm obviously biased. I'm a good friend. I don't know if I'm a good friend. I'm a friend of his. The I am too. Sh- the shoulder surgery he had on his <laughs> shoulder fixed it 100. percent He was great. Then he had the hereditary thing go on with the other shoulder that was the same problem. They did the same operation. Now, unless he's lying to me and Mitch is lying to me, the shoulders shoulders are not a problem. Shoulders are not going to be a problem. Kid still works hard. He's still on Alden Baker. He's still got the pro circuit bikes. Like, I think he's good. Like, will he reach McGrath levels or whatever? No. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you can't miss as much time. But How is 19? Mm-hmm. Pookie? When did Jeremy 19. win his first title? I don't know. I don't I think he was that young. We were probably boning chicks with him back then, so you mm-hmm. tell us. 91. Well, he didn't even start racing until he was, like, 15. Yeah. Well, 90 was his first, like, pro-am year. He won 91 the first 
about a 125. How old was he then? 15? Well, he was 89 on a Honda. Number eight, in 89, he was on a Honda, 125, and he rode some races. But So he would have been at least 17, 18. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. All right. He was probably, I think he was 19 when he won his first title because it was 91. Hi, Steve. I just wanted to weigh in on Devin Gibbs. I think everybody needs to lay off of him. Oh, cool. I mean, he's a producer of the show. And, you know, so what? He messes up a few names sometimes. You know, he does uh, everything else. And, uh, you know, so what? He creeped on a couple riders' wives. I mean, big deal. <laughs> Look at all the fans out there. What riders? No different than the average fan. You don't know about this? Okay, no, I think uh, he... he uh, he does an all right job on the podcast, and you know, so what? He he Thank can't you, really talk. I mean, hey man, there's a lot of people in this country who, I mean, it's pretty bad, but you know, there's there's some people who struggle, and uh, you know, I mean, so what? He can't he can't spell, he can't talk. <laughs> I mean, so what? He you know he's trying to get some free stuff here and there, and whatever. We got a lot of free I stuff mean, so today. What? I did. Fucking thanks, Paul. I mean, Rubinos. yeah, he's kind of a dumbass, but... All right, enough of that. So what? I mean... <laughs> enough of that. Um, No, yeah, thank you. He's got one too many chromas open. I mean, so what? <laughs> he, he's got an arm growing out of his head. So what? <laughs> Multitasker. On, let's go through these. So what? He wants to know about hey, my matters. Shit. Shit. Yeah, I was listening to your guys' discussion about Arena Cross and that voicemail that lady left. I agree. Um, I think it's it's a joke the way it's set up now. You got to score three points. All you got to do is get a point by qualifying through practice into the night show. You don't even have to race. So, what is that really accomplishing? If they're going to do it, make it a full-on gimmick where you got to run a whole season or something, or at least get a point by making a main event. I mean, you get a point by making it through practice. Hell, there, sometimes there may not even be enough people and everybody makes it through. I'm not sure, but, I mean, what's her face? Vicky Golden, she never qualified for any main events in Arena Cross, but she got her Supercross points, and everybody knows that she didn't belong out there. So the gimmick is a joke. If you're going to do a gimmick, do the full-on gimmick or don't do it at all. Well, P- Ping, I mean – you you with me? We talked about this last week. That the road to arena cross, the road to supercross, is just a way to boost ticket sales. They don't actually give a shit that Austin Forkner isn't ready for supercross. If they really gave a shit, they would go to Detroit and St. Louis at the night show and pull these people off that jump on their bikes for the first time that try to qualify that are unsafe. You know what I mean? You know that from they're they're, not, they're better than they used to be. Like back in our day, like when I was a mechanic and you raced. If they really cared about guys being qualified to race supercars, they would revoke these dudes' pro licenses that, that can't ride, that are there just to, you know, say tell their buddies they rode a supercross, and give less shits about Austin Forkner, R.J. Hampshire, or just Jordan Smith, who have been on supercross tracks since they were 10. It's simply a way to sell tickets, get Carmichael's name in there, whatever, promote the series. I get it, great, but don't give me this fucking, like, we need to see if you're all ready, you know? No, 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 no. Why don't you go to the Supercross guys right now and tell them to fucking beat it? Yeah. Are you with me on that? A hundred percent. Here you are, here you are? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Steve, what's happening? It's Chris Cooksey, the Western Power Rep, Fly Rep, that put on the ride day at Mesquite. And I just want no, no. to clarify, I reached out to Gibbs 
Gibbs knows a lot of people at the local dealers here. He is a little bit of a this is the guy. This is the guy who called Gibbs a celebrity. He did call me a celebrity. fly racing ride last week. So just this guy used to race, right? I remember Cooksey. I remember that really? last day. Yeah, yeah, Chris Cooksey. Yeah, yeah. Celebrity, whether he admits it or not. Everybody likes him. He's a good dude. I wanted to make sure he was coming. I wanted to make sure he looked pimp. So I, I reached out to him and asked him if he needed Fuck gear. Sick. So uh, we also had your your boy Dominic out there, too. Yep. Uh, Dominic sporting his new uh, F2 Carbon with the uh, you know the pulp paint job on there. It looks ridiculously badass. Um, so, yeah, I just wanted to clarify that. that. And then, uh, you know, I never really hit... And he went up for free stuff or anything because, well, that's kind of my job to give the free stuff out. But I'll tell you what, if the seven deuce deuce is ever in town or next time he comes to town, I would kill to hang out around the studio and just catch some of his positive energy. So, And actually, deuce, he let me sit in there one time before when JT was there. Mm-hmm. It was much appreciated. So, he, this guy anyway, was here? Uh, mm-hmm. No big deal. Yeah, he was um, And then uh, I wanted to talk about Carmichael. Jesus Christ, would please get this guy off my TV. I, I feel like I'm to the point where I need to turn the volume off. Um, he is horrible, horrible. Um, maybe you guys could do like something like Joe Rogan does with the podcasts, where you could call them, um, you know, uh, fight companions, where you guys go to studio or, you know, I don't know, I'm sure you're at the race, but maybe have Devin and a couple of his buddies. Cause I'd much rather listen to that than Carmichael. And you guys talk about what's going on. Um, and real stuff versus all the bullshit they put on TV. So um, I love Emic. I'm, I'm, I'm even okay with Ralph. His job's really hard with people in his ear. Um, but damn, I cannot stand Carmichael. So I mean, anyway, um, and I did. I was a huge fan of loved him as a rider. Can't stand him as a uh, as a TV guy. So uh, that's all. And I uh, love the show. I appreciate it. You guys give me tons and tons of. Uh, Things to listen to while I drive around because I do a shit ton of driving for my job uh, for the uh, the best company out there, Fly and Western Power Sports, talking uh, fly gear and thousands of other products in the WPS book. So thanks, guys. Keep up the good work, Steve, Devin, uh, all you guys. Killing it. Uh, I was giving Gibbs shit because he got some free fly gear, and I just figured he asked for it. This guy's calling to make sure that he, he gave the celebrity – a set of gear. Yeah, Ping, let me tell you the story um, real quick. So no, he we, doesn't care. No, Carmich- he doesn't care. Carmichael's pretty shitty in the booth, though. He's very shitty. <sighs> I could either confirm nor deny. Let me put in a future headline sense for you here. <laughs> <laughs> Carmichael kills it in booth, or Carmichael craps out of his mouth garbage every Saturday. It's a long title. Yeah, I, I mean, I'd rather see Kevin Windham in there. Or oh, for sure. Windham was anyone good. Anyone else? Windham's Wyndham, been good. Yeah, when yeah. He's, when it, and I thought MC's good, too. MC's yeah. been good, you know? Yeah. David Pingree, of course, was a color guy for one Outdoor National Series. With no who? one saw With it. Weech? No. Oh. Uh, Ryan Drebber. I don't even know who that is. I remember He that. was, I don't know who was he was. Was he a good he, guy? He, did, he was all right. Yeah. He didn't know much about what was going on but the only thing was it was on oln and it was like two weeks after each race so it was like it was the worst <laughs> package that, that outdoor national series ever had yeah i, I got a, i got a question right. or a point to add about the carmichael thing has anyone else noticed that they've taken carmichael completely away from Miming in the booth because last year they used to just bitch at each other every single fucking race about something stupid what do you mean there like they used to always butt heads yeah, about but something 
what are you talking about? They've taken him out. Like, didn't you, like, during Monster Cup, he wasn't in the same room with him. He was, like, down on the floor a lot of the times. Oh. Uh, yeah, like, he'll be Emig. back. He'll, that was only for a race. Oh, it's okay. Emig. 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 He'll be back McGrath. for the Nationals. Suck it up. Right. Say sorry. Sorry. Oh, wow. A little sorry. America in there. Gibbs. Sounds right to me. Yeah. We in the moto industry. We in the moto industry. Gibbs, you're the producer. Stop talking. It's worse every time you open your mouth. <laughs> Gibbs called himself Shut in the moto industry last week. We had to bust his balls. Nice work, Mathis, on the show. Get your guys. Mathis. Fuck you. I don't care. the show. Hey, man. I'm watching some 2000 Glen Helen motocross here. Always been a big fan of the two-stroke days and stuff and whatnot. So it's pink. I was wondering, maybe don't question, but I don't know, whatever happened to Talon Bowling? That's just a question I was wondering. And uh, Gibbs, keep killing it. Thanks, brother. Thanks, guys, for all the, all uh, the uh, Talon Bowling, uh, Lone Wolf, working for a Cherubis, slash Scott. Scott owns a Cherubis. Up in NorCal, his kid's fast, right? Max. Have you heard that? Yeah, Maximus. He's like a, very like good. Like, legitimately heard his kid is really fast. So... Look for Maximus to be uh, at a national near you or Supercross near you. And so Voland, uh, yeah, he's a good guy, good dude. Still in the KTM pipeline, this kid? I, I think don't he know. is. I think he's yeah. like yeah. Orange Brigade. Yeah. So, yeah, he's he's still in the industry. See, I see Voland uh, quite a bit, so good guy. Hi. Um, mm, lady. Stacy attacked me in my um, Crazy lady? Yep. My pickup on the wall is um, on the stairs somewhere, and I have to clean the stairs and find the pickup. It's creepy. So, um... Try to find out if you can see where they're at and, and uh, pick them up. They said Sour Street Station, the French King's cousin, the ambulance driver is actually the, the drop-off is stuck there. Please try what to help What is she talking about? Who knows? No, never know. You it's never creepy. know. Sometimes she says, uh, she starts yelling at us as if we were Sony Records. Do you, does she know who she's calling? Or no, is this, not she, this is another number. No, she never yeah, acknowledges no it. Yeah, never acknowledges it. Ne- never. She called in one time. She called in, and her name was Terry. Mm-hmm. And then she never hung up. She hung up right away. She just keeps calling like 10 or 15 times. Like I've almost blocked her number, but then I play her voicemails. I forget. It's kind of amusing. She's from Detroit. It's a Detroit area code. Wow. Rough, rough. Yeah, she's got the Michigan accent. Yeah. It's comedy she's gold. Just, just, she's out of it. She, I never know what she's talking about. Huh. So. Hey, Steve. It's Nate from Georgia. I just finished listening to your last uh, show with Paul Parabinos. Uh Great guy, gave good insight. The arch enemy. Um, and appreciate all you do, but I have to give just a quick bit of criticism. Uh, the singing out the sponsors uh, during the Elton John song. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know if you've seen the Chick Flake. You're on Elton John kick, aren't you, Steve? I don't remember playing Flake Elton John. Yeah. Flake commercial where the cows play in the trumpet and all the people are walking up and they're just cringing. Um, well, I think it's safe to say probably uh, at least 75% of your <laughs> listeners are making the same face while you're singing off those sponsors. So if you could just cut that out, please. Uh, make it a better show. Uh, long-time listener, love everything Thanks. you do. Uh, keep it up. Thanks, man. Well, clearly love he doesn't every, love, love everything, everything you do. <laughs> Except for singing out the sponsors. <laughs> hey, guys. Kevin from Mass here. Listening to the archives. <laughs> from about, Mass. Uh, what did he just say? Very excited the Wick is back, this guy. Guaranteed. Very excited. Top 30 Supercross riders in history. You guys are going on and on about Tana, Johnson, O'Mara, and how you could do a whole podcast on, you know, another 
podcast on greatest supercross racers of the time and who should be where on what list. I think you guys should do another podcast on 80s top riders. You have so many points on who was better, how Hannah won three titles in a row, and he could kick anyone's ass. He knew he was the man. Just a couple of thoughts. What do you think about getting another podcast on maybe getting a couple of those guys' infos, calling up Hannah, Ricky Johnson? Just throwing the throat out there, guys. Check my uh, uh, archives. I've done it. I've called RJ and Ward. We had RJ and Wardy on the on the thing. On the thing, on the thing. On the podcast together, Lachine and Ward and Omer and Ward. Check the archives, bro. It's great Search podcast. them. So, all right. Down on Paul Parabinos for moving his mic boom with his hand because you don't like that noise. Well, none of us like hearing you stuff your face or cracking a water <laughs> bottle in the background or any other numerous things that you do that us jerkies, as you call us, uh, just have to deal with. Hey, Brian, Brian, welcome to the show. Real quickly, what's your idea to change Supercross? Fellas, uh, so I don't have any idea about the CCs and stuff like that. I don't ride, but come on, man, the chase, please. Let's not do it. I'll, Why not? Uh, Who wants to see a Supercross title wrapped up with four rounds to go like RV a few years ago? Yeah, but who wants to see a Supercross title that if you have four rounds or if you have a chase of four rounds, who wants to see, you know, the first 12? Um, you still see you a know? race. I, mean, oh. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I, mean, I don't think they're going to I, I don't think they'll go four. They would not change it, decide a Supercross title on four. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm not sure. I'm just making it up. Right. I'll, uh, we, we can discuss the – I've got a, another idea on how to, how to change it. We can discuss that later. It's late. It's late. Love playing armchair quarterback, but uh, – but yeah, we can discuss that later. But yeah, please don't do the chase. It completely, it completely uh, kills the the idea of being consistent and um, you know and and eh, just, okay just starting chase. over. I don't like it. All right, no worries. Thanks, See Brian. You, Thank you, man. Yep, I'm okay with the chase. Whatever, just change something for God's sake. So the chase idea is what. Everyone, like everyone who meets the criteria, top yeah. ten in points, or Whatever if you want to race, wins. yeah, you you start last six rounds, you're back to you zero know, points. The points leader after ten rounds starts with a five or ten point lead. You know they have a bit of a, an advantage, and then you just race the last seven rounds, and that counts for the title. You tighten everything back up. Well, it's like a competition yellow for the series. Yeah, it's yeah, like the NASCAR much. does it, you know. NHRA does it too. Paul Marciano Jr., Chris Kiefer, John Anderson, and Rick Johnson all on the night. Who's your favorite guest? RJ. Yeah, tough to beat RJ. Love that guy. Tough to beat RJ. So good. Right? Yeah. Love this guy right uh, here. Uh, Fireman Ron, thank you, Ron. Hey, thank you. Thanks for, for coming me. in, Ron. Good luck with Tinder. Tinder. Yep. Swipe right. Yeah, fuck it. Swipe right. Swipe right. <laughs> Hit it hard. Yeah, good luck with Tinder, Ron, while you're here in Vegas. 
I'm sure uh, you'll find some nice ladies in the area. Maybe, maybe <laughs> very nice young ladies. Pookie maybe nice. you'll finally settle down, Ron. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> He's like, mm. I'm trying hard. Yeah, yeah, you're trying hard to settle down. <laughs> trying Absolutely. hard, or you're just hard. <laughs> A little both. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, Kiefer? I know. I did. I went went dirty. Kiefer's in studio, everybody. Uh, I went dirty. Chris Kiefer, John Anderson, Chris Kiefer, uh, Paul Marciano Jr., and uh, David Pingree in studio. Welcome back, Ping. Hope you had fun. It's good times. Funny. Always Always good time to have you in. Um, Love love it it, having you in. And um, Pookie, thanks for the ice cream. Yeah, mm. thanks, Pook. Way to just take up the hospitality a notch. That was very good. Coffee. Cookies, Sunday bar, <laughs> chopped up all these different like nuggets and I'll candy bars and sprinkled read, it into the ice cream. Shit. Okay, Pulp Mech Show is brought to you by. But I won't sing it like Elton John. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Race Tech Suspension, Vortex Racing, Roost Graphics, X Brand Goggles, NFab Jeep and Truck Parts or Bars, Hot Cams, Works Connection, Atlas Neck Braces. FMF Racing, W Wheels, Guts Racing, Two Under, Galfer Brakes, KTMPartsExpress.com. Yeah, and that's okay. Black Ops yeah, Moto, Black Ops. Nitro Circus, Michelin Starcross 5 something, Ride. Easier mounting. More Ride spo- Engineering. Mm, the mounting. Michelin Starcross 5 is pliable bead for easier mounting. Mm. Pliable what? How does bead. that sound to you? Oh, poops. Beef. I thought you said beef. No. Pliable <laughs> beef. It's got some pliable beef with the beads. I got pliable beef for you. Uh, and beads. What's right to, engineering? Have you ever uh, seen a po- Petaluma flower? Have <laughs> 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 you ever seen a Petaluma flower Rideengineering.com. They make triple clamps. They make brake parts. They make a lot of cool little things for bikes. Engine pretties. Rideengineering.com. They got good uh, shit. Check out sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Appreciate that. We appreciate you guys listening. There's no show next week. I'm getting back from Bulgaria at 5. And if anyone has a 1992 Honda 250, we need it. We do? Yeah, contact Steve. Okay, and if anybody has any ideas for future headlines, if you want to send them in. Oh, please, God, my, send them in. Or my, if you want to vote on whose song was the best tonight, tweet me at Pookie Mathis. Yeah, hit that, up Pooks. That would be some good polls to set up on the site. <laughs> I didn't mean to start a war. Your love is bright as ever. Yeah. Uh, thanks, uh, Swiss Corps, uh, for uh, producing the show, or producing the archives and, and all Whoa, that. Oh, dude. And uh, thanks to Moser for the expert on Goggle Terra questions that kind of sucked tonight but you know everybody has a bad fuck it and bad also night. we gotta thank him for keeping pookie on the straight and narrow here with the ice cream she yeah. was going brownies i was yeah. going brownies and he turned her around she was going the brown yeah mm. brown town yeah downtown brown town. yeah yeah we yeah we yeah, couldn't have it wow uh and uh, i miss kiefer <laughs> <laughs> damn it all right gibbs thank you uh thanks for uh your hard work tonight ron thanks for coming in i already said that thank you uh we are not gonna have a show next week but like i said we'll be back in a couple weeks thanks everybody for listening appreciate it see ya killing it there's something i want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college i got an offer to do playgirl magazine and i did it i did a full spread for playgirl magazine i i mean spread man i pulled my butt apart and stuff and i was totally nude and it was weird i i mean you probably didn't hear about it because i went under the name of mike honcho I just wanted you to know that, if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.